I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. My name's Rich. I'm sitting here with Brent. How's it going? And Clint. Hey yo. And Hulk Hogan, I promise you have somebody in your corner this week. Yeah, it's nice to see you made it back to the desert, buddy. It ain't gonna be a 10-hour Hulk Hogan hate fest. It was only seven hour Hulk Hogan hate fest. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh but no, you know, I am back. But uh on a more serious note, uh I think we have a rare glimpse this week into like somebody came to a fork in the road and they chose one fucking fork. Smokey Robinson. And the, now the other prong is kind of showing itself. Like, and I think he made a good choice, Adam Cole. Like, as much shit as I give him on AEW for being with fucking segments with uh, the best friends bullshit. And, and really, his shit this week was like the first time I seen him be legitimate in AEW. But. So I'm not even talking about Adam Cole, though. That's I'm talking about L.A. Knight's on the main roster now. He's the fucking manager. Supposedly, he's taking Adam... What You know, Adam Cole, they said they wanted him to be a manager, yeah. and that's why he went to AEW. Right. Well, like, now I think L.A. Knight is doing his story that... So it looks like it does, for <laughs> and, he, and for... Okay, L.A. Knight's a little older. Uh, he's like fucking I, 35. I think he's like 45, isn't he? No, he ain't that old. Drake Maverick? L.A. Knight? That's the same dude, right? No. No, no L.A. Knight. Or Eli the, Drake. Eli Drake, there you yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. He's he, been around forever. He he's an impact four, forever. I think he's 40-something, though. He might be like 38. But go ahead. I'm but sorry. Uh, uh, for him, do you think they was going to make... 39. So he's way too young to be fucking turned into a manager, dude. And he's way too talented. I mean, he's four years older than DDP when DDP started wrestling. And he was an old man. And DDP and was the like shit. The only one that's made it to that level. You can't tell me he D- wasn't the shit. DDP became W or WCW World Heavyweight right, Champion. That's one out of every wrestler that's ever been over that age. I think the LA Knight just came to WWE way too late. Right. Like, not as far Timing as, as wrong, not, far of his age, but that the the the, the, the world they're living in right now that his character doesn't fit. It's like He's Drew McIntyre's main event at WrestleMania. Man, doesn't matter. Time LA Knight right. to take a mic and go out there and talk to the crowd and you can see right now that he's reading off a cue card and it looks like it hurts like it looks like it physically what, hurts what do you think he would have to say about mace motherfucker uh, <laughs> like, right how can you and, get that shit over and also and, and get it right it's mace the face mace the face no it ain't even mace anymore it's just face i thought oh, i thought he man. dropped mace and it's just face i have no fucking last, clue 
Last article I read, it said Mace the Face. I was pretty sure that they were just going to call him Face. Like, like they're just so that begs Austin the question. Theory. So they were going to follow up Pat McAfee and the Undisputed Era and all that shit, all that fucking greatness. They were going to fucking follow that up with Adam Cole getting called to the main roster and managing Mace. Would have been Keith Lee. It would, yeah, it was Keith Lee. I think. Oh been. yeah, but yeah, it would have. It probably would have just been Cole, not Adam Cole. Whew. Well, no, you, you you would have had to completely change his name so you have Michael Cole. So you just, you couldn't call uh, him Cole. I bet they would have just called him. Well, yeah, you might be right. I feel like I'm going down a rabbit hole that I just got to be wrong. They call him Adam Elite or some WWE shit WWE like that. that I know and love <laughs> couldn't have went that deep into the woods to get that far off the rails. It's what bad. do you mean they are right now? Have you, you, you been watching? Well, I know you ain't been watching because I ain't been watching either. But <laughs> I when you do Raw watch and you see this shit, they, I guess Vince McMahon's on a huge kick about first names again. He don't want none of them. Like yeah, Austin I seen a bunch of those, but there's like some people that came in at an earlier time. Like it's not real, it's not first names, it's real names, and his real first name's Austin or whatever. Yeah, and then he like, oh, Stone Cold beat you up at WrestleMania. That's why Pete Dunn. It can't be Pete because Pete was his fucking. There's a whole bunch of people in NXT that go by their real first name but have a different last name or whatever, and when they get called up, they ain't gonna be able to do that. But a certain motherfuckers. That were just if, called if up already, right before that line. If you were established before you came to WWE, like if you were somebody so AJ like just going to be start being Styles, then well, no, 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 no I'm no, saying no. like AJ Styles, looking, he's good. Well, Austin he's Theory the was kind of known before he came to WWE too. But I mean, no, I'm not saying, as Austin Theory. I'm, I'm saying as if like how you have Brock Lesnar, or now you have Gable Stevenson. They're yeah, already Gable Stevenson's They're already right. known as that persona. It'll so. just be Stevenson's or Gable. Yeah, but there's also like a line they draw. Like anybody called to the main roster from this day on can't have a first name. So there's like three or four motherfuckers that just barely got away with it walking around the locker room like, I don't know why they took your first name, dog. I got to keep mine. Uh, I think it hurts them to be <laughs> doing shit like this, honestly. Uh, it's stupid. It doesn't make sure. sense. Like, it's just theory now. Also, it's not Austin Theory. It's just theory. So does well, he need a question on, mark after his name then? This week on NXT, uh, the Grizzly Young Veterans showed up, and they weren't called the Grizzly Young Veterans, and they used to be uh, <coughs> Zach Gibson and uh, James Drake. Now they they were just Gibson and Drake. How am I supposed to when like when Austin Theory comes out? How am I supposed to take that seriously? Like it's theory, here comes theory, theory, theory with a question mark. I hope they tag the Riddler him, now. I hope they tag team him with Riddle. Theory and Riddle. Is he the Riddler now, or does he come <laughs> out now and, and and now now whenever some shit's gonna be going down the ring, and all of a sudden you're gonna hear, you know what? I have a theory, and he's gonna become that fucking guy. His career's so over with. This if that's is, the case. This is the only way to save it. Fucking tag team with Riddle, and then have wade barrett come out and be like i have some there, bad theories for you in the form no, of a riddle there's no way to say it. there's no way to say <laughs> you know that. he just won the united states championship right who did theory i don't care they don't even they don't even care they didn't even put it on wrestlemania no both he, of their titles they didn't he, even finish aj and fucking what's his name's match last week on monday they fucking had the dark light come on he got evil eyes and then the shit, shit was just over yeah, they came back and it's a bad you were sitcom. already on the next segment. It's like <laughs> C-level sitcom at this point. Not even sports entertainment. How the hell did we jump all the way to this? You were talking about Adam Cole. Because that's... Come, the, uh, I mean, he said, thank LA God he night. jumped to AEW. Right now, he'd be probably mad as fuck. <laughs> I like we were, I said, you can tell it physically hurts LA Knight to try to have to fucking figure out what to, to say on the mic out there after having years and years and years of a free mic in his hand. Now you got to read this card and don't fuck it up. You got 15 minutes to figure it out. Oh, now you got fucking six minutes because we changed it right before you got to go out. 
And then you got to get this fucking goober over named Face or Mace, Mace the Face, whatever. He fucking <laughs> sucks. Wait, it's like, wasn't that not his name, though, before? Didn't he have a different name before that? It, well, he was an he announcer. Was, he was Dio Madden. Yeah, Dio Madden. Dio Madden. Brock Lesnar F5'd him through the table, remember? <laughs> yeah. He disappeared, came back as Mace, because I'm mad. Yeah. Took me off TV, brah. He's terrible. Getting retribution. He should be fucking, he, he should be L.A. Knight's manager, and the roles should be reversed, and L.A. Knight should be wrestling no, right now. No, he and should that not dude be should on be trying TV. To, who maced their face? Mace. But either way, if they I were going to do that, fucking, what happened? What happened with that storyline? Which one? Retribution, Mace and T Bar and fucking uh, me. It, and it, it, it's it going, didn't. It's it didn't on. work out in the three weeks. They, they rewrote it. it to be Edge's group now. <laughs> <laughs> watch, watch. Me, me, him got fired. You know, originally they wanted Edge. COVID. You know, originally they wanted Edge to be behind the Retribution group. So shit. it makes I mean, sense why he's got a group then, now, man. and it kind of is what they want. It doesn't make sense because they ain't had a fucking stables in 20 fucking years. Vince don't like them. And now they're trying to make stables because AEW is nothing but stables. Right, that's what I'm saying. Well, you got stables AEW. not two people, though. There's only two people in that and, group. Unless Triple H wants uh, to let... Ripley's on her way, though, this week, right? Slowly. I would say unless Triple H lets Riddle remake D-Generation X, they don't have slowly, a shot at a fucking stable. Slowly, because AEW's been doing it slowly. They don't have a shot at a stable doing good unless Triple H has them remake DX. Sure. And it'd have to be like Riddle. And some other motherfuckers, and it ain't gonna work with WWE's well, you can, fucking balloony you bullshit. Got, you, you got, got a branch. You got a rat. You got a rascal that's just hanging out by himself. No, nope, I'm telling you no right now because he ain't part of it. He ain't <laughs> about some, that. He's life. got some Hitler mustaches. If I had to pick too. DX members right now, he would not be one of them. I mean, nobody from fucking NXT would, as a matter of fact. Nobody in WWE. I pick Xavier Woods and Kofi Riddle, Kingston. Riddle could be in it. Randy Orton could definitely be in it. Because he would be the Triple H almost to the group. By the way, I'm pretty be. sure that uh, Xavier Woods' finishing move now is officially the small package or and the honestly, roll And honestly, you throw Xavier and Kofi in there. <laughs> well, you, we've been saying for a long time that they're the new age PG DX. DX, yeah. I mean, you don't need Big E because he's doing. He's not a part of the group. Well, they're not a group anymore anyway, I guess. His neck is but, big, dog. They're still the New Day. No. They were yeah. coming out as New Day on SmackDown. Just here recently? Last night. Last night. Just yeah. last night, finally. Because they've been calling them separate, so... He came out in his fucking. He came out in his Queen of Hearts gimmick or whatever. He he's like, no longer King Rogue. Woods though. Like they're still calling her Queen Zelina, but he's yeah. They already forgot about him when he's King not of the King Ring. Woods, but he brings out this robe shit that looks all royal. She's but terrible. Xavier Woods and it's New Day. Never be a champ. Man, I mean, he was never meant to be a champ. The other two were. He's lower. And then beat. why is he there? He's lower beat. Kofi wasn't. Corner Steve Austin. Either. If you ain't gonna win the title, there ain't no reason for you to be there. Well, I mean, they've all got Fucking close or whatever. He's hanging out with. All got close. He was never close one fat. time unless he was sitting next to somebody that was wearing it. Right. If you don't have a chance to win the title, there'd be like three people in WWE right now. There is like which three is people the, in WWE. Which right is now. the problem? There's like seven. That's what the problem is. There's too many people wanting to go into Hollywood and going through WWE to get there. Is what I feel like. I hope Cody just definitively beats Roman. Well, they need to build him, let him win the Rumble, and then have Rock and Roman at the Rumble, and then WrestleMania, Cody and fucking Roman for the he win. He should have just debuted. Have Cody the win, boots. have fucking, the fucking whole crowd rush the ring at the end. Let him rip him to shreds. He should have had LA Knight as a manager. No. And, Cody Rose in a new manager. fucking group, and they should have just debuted putting the fucking beat down on Brock, well, Roman, and fucking New Cody songs. Rhodes gets a manager. It's got to be a brandy, and she has to well, be a sapphire. Or, or, okay. even, or even better, because WWE makes no sense at not. all. Just have Cody run out during the main event of WrestleMania carrying a Money in the Bank briefcase and cash the <laughs> motherfucker in. Fuck that. If they have him win the Money in the Bank and carry it around so that way they can cop out of him winning the Royal Rumble. Ain't he a Money in the Bank former Money in the Bank winner? I think so, but I... He's I probably, no, no, because he, he, he never He would have been one of the ones to fail. He, and he ain't, though. I think oh, there's... 
Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Um, there's one other person, and it ain't Cody Rhodes, though. It's, uh, I don't remember who the first person to fail was. Was it Randy Orton? No, someone's going to have to Google it and find out. It's worth a Google. You guys got to keep talking, though. I'm not sure who it was. But, <coughs> but either way, they don't. I don't want to see Cody Rhodes. I want to see them build him in a decent way and put him in the rumble. Have him go through it. The test of the time, man. Have him beat all the people left and right to make him look like he's strong enough to take on Roman. Have him go in at like 15. Win at 30. Push that bitch to the fucking WrestleMania and the crowd will go fucking nuts for it. Especially if they let him win. Yeah, but they're wanting Rock and Roman. Fuck that. Have that shit at the Rumble. <laughs> do it at the Rumble. I would rather see that at the Rumble and then Cody and... Especially if they do it right. And what are they going to do? Have Cody and, and Roman wrestle at the Rumble. Have Cody get beat at the Rumble. Not be in the Rumble. And then fucking go, go ahead go back to AEW after that. What the fuck's the point? After that, that promo he cut, he wants to go after the title. That's a, that's the. I mean, obviously, he's not going to go straight da- for it. Damien Sandow. Yeah, I fucking I forgot Sandow won it because he was fucking being running his mouth. I think outside of WWE, on he's Twitter. a he's a under he's underrated. Oh, Tucker or not Tucker, but uh, Otis had it. Uh, no, I guess they took it away from him. Yeah, uh, the Miz beat him for it. Yeah, forgot about that. And then I the Miz, then the Miz cashed it in and beat yeah. Drew McIntyre. That's not in Canaan. His is like a lunchbox. That was the one. Uh, it's like a tiny little lunchbox he was carrying oh, around. No. It's terrible. That was in the Superdome days, right? Uh, in Mad Max days? Yeah, kind of. Um, did you also Jeremy see uh, James Ellsworth got married the other day? Dude. Remember James Ellsworth? I fuck, I don't know. Not Carmella. No, no, definitely wasn't Carmella. That's Corey Graves' uh, nanny. You know they mean? got married that week, though. She's a homewrecker. <laughs> she, I mean, it's her home now. Dog, they got married. Yeah, what yeah. about the other chick who bears the children of Corey Graves? Actually, according according to this, Dolph Ziggler, Damian Sandow, uh, Jack Swagger, and Mr. Kennedy all cashed in and did not win. Mr. Kennedy. That's because Randy Orton wouldn't let him win. Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy. <coughs> Actually, okay, so that's five failed. Or, in the and you also tried to kill David Impact Arquette. Fan, Anderson. He tried to kill David Arquette, so fuck him. Who? They, uh, Mr. Anderson. Oh, I thought you were talking about the dude According to this, John Cena. Yeah, I hit him with the light thing and fucking cut his juggler. John Cena cashed in and no, failed. That was fucking oh, that was Nick Gage, Nick Gage buddy. Yeah, when he came back from that, he now had you're a match with Mr. Anderson. For, yeah, you're blaming Mr. Anderson for other people's problems. Did he let him? Did he let David Arquette go over in that match? I have no idea. I think he's retired yeah. completely from wrestling, though, and it makes me sad because I really, there's a hillbilly highway in the background. Dude, that was a four wheeler stacked on top of a fucking Chevy four x four. On top of a car on the back of a 26 foot gooseneck. You have just entered like Mason stacked County. Up by di- <laughs> dominoes. <laughs> it's not the Twilight Zone. It's Mason County. <laughs> oh, we got another one. Oh, here we go. Oh, he's definitely following them. We're going out the country and do some no good. <laughs> up to no good. I'm going to steal some horses. Let me unstack your four wheeler real quick. <coughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you got a rumor roll up for us I this do. week? The rumor roll up. I do. God, ah, oh, it's a big green one stacked up. I can't handle your window. We got to close uh, your I can't. I'm not turning the air on. It's not hot enough for that bullshit. Uh, dude, it's like, like 80% humidity. Close the window. It's going to get too hot in here and everybody's <laughs> going to be real tired of talking to each other real fast. 
It's air conditioner weather, dog. Uh, so WWE wants to bring FTR back when their deals are up, of course, now that they're fucking yeah, super popular. I, I read that. And, uh, but they don't, their deals apparently with AEW have quite a bit of time left on them. Uh, if they're smart, they don't go back. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Depends what the paycheck is. Fuck that. WWE don't have a tag team division. They'll wrestle once every six months and then they'll fucking hold the they're titles established, and never defend though. them. I mean, it don't matter. Their uh-huh. work recently has established them. It doesn't matter if they spend two years. They should go back to WWE. Spend two years getting paid out the fucking ass, and then go wherever the fuck they want, or just use it I to think make. They already can go wherever they want right now, or, or just use done. it to make Tony Khan pay you a shit ton of money. I guess they could, but I I don't know, man. If they want to do good work and they're workers, I don't think you go back to WWE. And they've been a part of that system once, and I don't think they. I like bet that. you Cash Wheeler does after they split them up, and Dax Harwood is the Shawn Michaels of it. WWE takes Marty Jannetty back. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad that they're both about to wrestle in the tournament, though, even though they're wrestling each other, which is what I said I'm a couple looking, weeks ago. Even I'm if they had to wrestle to each other, I said I thought I think Dax will go over myself. But Which the IWGP uh, Tag Team Champions actually put a comment out a couple weeks ago and said, FTR has never held these titles. Bring them on. Hmm. Is, that, uh, is that who we're doing the Super Show with, or that's a different That's the other company. No, it's New Japan. Oh. Io Shirai was caught wearing a walking boot. So it sounds like a stand and deliver. She might have broken something or hyperextended something or sprung something. Real she bad the one that she had blue hair. I don't know. I didn't watch stand and deliver. No. What color hair she got? That's the only way I can tell them apart. She's slightly better than everybody else. Her hair is normally like red or purple. Okay. But anyway, she's hurt again. She just came back to, I believe not too long ago. Didn't she from a break or an injury or something? No. I thought she'd been gone for a little while. Now she's been tag team, right? Yeah, she was with a chick that got hurt tag teaming. She was with the uh, Zoe Stark chick that you we <laughs> you were watching the match when she did the uh, moonsault or whatever off the top rope, and you instantly go, yep, her knee's out. <laughs> so I guess within WWE, because she does, Sleevan wasn't a secret, only everybody else didn't know it. I didn't uh, even know he was in NXT. And That's the funniest thing ever. Von Wagner, Von Bogner, however, beating him up was his right off to go away. And that was just, everybody knew he was leaving. They just didn't yeah. tell us about it, I guess. So I don't and, know how they then keep right, that a secret. I don't then, think they told us about And then right after that, he roster. beat up the other member of He's Jacketon. only on NXT. He never was on the main roster. So I don't think they did a good job of telling me he was on there. He wasn't I didn't good enough. That. I didn't like watching him on NXT. I thought he was terrible. Came out dressed like Marty McFly and shit. Hmm. The fuck? He won the uh, Cruiserweight Championship oh. once. <laughs> on 205 Live. Or I didn't see him NXT. put a good match on, on NXT. I don't think his style. He beat, he beat, Esco, he beat Santos Escobar for it. I don't think his style clashed with American style because I didn't see him in any good matches. None, no matches. I was like, God, that was just so fucking. I'm glad they hired this guy. Hmm. So he I guess it's big was, news that he's going back to New Japan. You think he'll be on fucking Forbidden Door? Probably if he's if it's 90 days up. I don't see why he should. Who was his big uh, rivalries with in New Japan? Well, he's uh, that would have been like Omega and those guys when they were in the junior division. It says Vince McMahon mm. was never interested in bringing him up to the main roster, so that's pretty much why he decided to take his leave and say, all right, I'm out of here. Kushida yeah. only won the uh, junior heavyweight championship. He, he's never been in the heavyweight division in New Japan. Mm. Uh, Kota Ibushi is 70 to 80% ready to return to the ring and should be back at the G1 Climax in July. Does that make you feel good in your pants, Brent? No, because Kota Ibushi is boring. Well. It means he's probably a good wrestler. I, probably somebody me and you would like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, he's fucking terrible. Maybe. Maybe not, though. We could both be wrong. He could be actually. He's Kenny Omega's buddy. 
Well, I don't mean nothing. He might be better than Kenny. Well, Maybe when Kenny's you, the Marty Jannetty in the pretty, group. That's a pretty low bar. Maybe when, Kenny's in the Marty Jannetty between those guys. When you uh, win the heavyweight championship and the whole crowd is silent, that pretty much tells you how boring you are. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Japan. They, these motherfuckers sit on their hands all the time anyway. There was like crickets. <laughs> so they at least make some noise. Apparently, um, the Wrestling Observer <laughs> people were in a tweet, tweeting, tweet, Twitter thing or whatever. So Uncle going Dave. back and forth, and someone was asking about um, Wyndham Rotunda, aka Bray Wyatt, and Uncle Dave has stated that his asking price is very, very high. So whoever wants him is going to have to pay him a fuckload of money for him to Did show up. Did you see the picture all. that was released today? No. So it's Eric Redbeard, Bray Wyatt, and fucking Braun Strowman. Or, or sorry, Titan Adam Shear. Yeah. And uh careful what you say now. He might show up in my house and control your I'm narrative. I'm trying to control my own narrative, it's, but it's not sanctioned. Well, he comes over here and controls You're the going narrative. to the pit. <laughs> he might come over here and control the narrative in my house. But anyway, they're holding up the four upside down, like four horsemen upside down, calling themselves the four horsemen of the apocalypse and hashtag uh, rest in peace, Brody Lee. That was the point of the original four horsemen. They were they were the four horsemen. If you listen to Arn Anderson ever tell a story, he thought they were the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So they're already <laughs> ripping the four horsemen back off from the old old school days. Yeah. So fuck them. Maybe Bray Wyatt's going to control some narratives. He's they're a, not. He's a writer. Oh my god, he's going to be one of them crazy fucking people too now. <laughs> he has an opinion. I'm not quite sure what it is. I've been watching him for a long time, and I've watched a lot of minutes of Bray Wyatt rambling, and I still don't know what the fuck he was talking about ever. Not Tri- at one point ever. Triple X looks weird when his whole face is shaved up, you know? I'd be, I'd be glued to the ring. I'd be glued to the TV listening to him like, oh, this motherfucker's got something coming up his sleeve. And then nothing. He had nothing up his sleeve. He didn't have no sleeves to have nothing up, first of all. But, like, he never got a run either. I don't know why his asking price is that high. He ain't proved at the top. Um, the only reason Sonya Deville's getting used right now is because WWE doesn't want to go right back to Bianca and um, and uh, Becky Lynch because that's the only people they she have. She is that being are, used? That's only, yeah, and that's the only reason she's getting used right now is because that, they that, only that the two l- people they have is Bianca and, Sa- and uh, not Sasha, but uh, Becky and like. That, that makes a lot of sense since can't you do know that for Al- the next six months. Alexa Bliss is not being used. Oscar's not being used. She just got married, dog. She's ba- on her honeymoon. Bailey's Ooh. not being used. Alexa Bliss got married to Ryan Cabrera or whatever his name is. You got a few other people just hanging out and catering, <laughs> holding down the Ruby Ruby Riot job. Uh, and then they're saying that the reason her stuff on Raw is going on is because that Rhea Ripley is going to go into a thing with Bianca Belair. Uh, what yeah, do you call it? A tet for tet, about a month long go back and forth. Who That's you said? Bianca Belair oh. and um, Rhea Ripley are going to start a, a is that feud. Why, is that why feud. they're turning Rhea heel? Pro- probably because Bianca is the Hulk Hogan of the women right now. <laughs> and I would imagine that that's... I don't I bet she just goes off and has a heel on Raw. That's the only reason I said that's because on Monday Night Raw, she uh, after she turned on Liv Morgan after the match that they lost for the tag team championships, they tried to interview her backstage, and she's like, "I don't know you anything." Yeah, but that's been a time tailed thing for at wrestling when they don't have a fucking reason story wise for them to give an explanation. They just tell them to go out in the crowd. And I don't tell think them they, they got they a reason for nothing for a couple of years though. I mean, yeah, but they used to do that shit back in when we were kids, too. Like, well, why'd The Rock turn heel after everybody loved him and joined Vince McMahon? That's he came out and he goes, The Rock did it because The Rock wanted to. That's why. That's why, <laughs> that's why I said you, know, you could have gave, gave Cody a money in the briefcase and fucking never had to explain it. <laughs> Just had him run out of cash, WrestleMania and cash it in. 
It's WWE, so that does make sense what he does say, but hopefully they'll do a better Everybody job. Look at that. That. Be like, you remember when uh, Cody won that money in the bank back in uh, 2006 the, or 15? I was and, thinking they'll do Brazil it. In like, Brazil and yeah. well, De Janeiro. No, I was thinking WrestleMania in not, 8, 9, whenever he did the uh, heart to fucking Yokozuna to Hogan. <laughs> oh, I thought it's another match. Roman fucking lose it to The Rock, and then The Rock will lose it to Cody. <laughs> yeah, right. Or the other way around. Big Rock show. Will lose to Roman, Roman loses to Cody. Cody right after oh, that. No, big dude, big show gets killed in Rey Mysterio. Yes, this is that was one of my favorite. I fucking, oh, dude, I guess see it again. Head smashing against the fucking ground. So we're watching Backlash oh, 2003 and uh, the stretcher match. Dude, he actually, he kept his hands at the side the whole time. Big just show. Right on the head. Yeah, Big Show and Rey Mysterio have a stretcher match and Big Show puts Rey on the stretcher, straps him in and picks him up and swings him like a baseball bat at the ring post. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty fucking gnarly to watch. Uh, and Taz also looks like a strapping young man, doesn't he? Got still, hair. still doesn't look like Hook, but <laughs> not at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, Hook I'm must not take... trying to say nothing. I'm just saying he doesn't Hook, look like Hook his must dad. take after his mother. Yeah. Height, <laughs> height wise and everything. All right. What else we got? Uh, let's see. Uh, WWE is no longer finding talent who are testing positive for marijuana. They have dropped it from their wellness program. Is they're that saying why they're promoting weed with. Well, they're saying Matt Riddle is a big part of why Vince McMahon has decided to drop the marijuana testing policy. Yeah, because he wants to stop getting high. He's a big, big advocate for it. And I guess he is in business. <laughs> business. Rob Van Dam was fucking. Well, he sells pot too, but now I guess Matt Riddle's like business invested wise in pot. So it would not be surprising if we don't see like Undertaker fucking strain of marijuana at some point. You know, in time that's why Mike WWE. Tyson was going well, to the Miami the, or whatever. He saw the four twenty RK. Yeah, he's, he's a big. Uh, he's big. He's uh, like huge in that industry. Out, out in California, he's got like two or three. I don't know what they're called, Mike Tyson's pot shops, but he's got fucking ears. That look like Vander Holyfield ears that have bites taken out of them that are gummies that you can buy that are fucking THC gummies. That's out of control. That's, well, you did. Dude, we got to go to California and check these places out. I was going to say, you did see the 420 RK Bro shirt that yeah, they put out. Unfortunately, yeah. That's why I said if they're going to do DX, I think they would pick RK Bro to be in it. Unfortunately, right now, that's kind of the dudes to do it with. And I think that New Day would probably go in there with them. You could put those four guys together, and that would be a decent little. You could call it DX, I guess, but I don't know if it would be. <laughs> oh, they just need some. They just need DX light, a, their own thing. It'd be, to come it'd be decriminal, decriminalize X. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't. I don't think you can ever redo that group. Unfortunately, I would rather see them try to redo NWO before I would I'm rather see them try the to redo the a D, a DX. I've been watching the return of the NWO my whole life. I get excited about it every Dude, time. If they did it right, they had Kevin Nash come out and fucking getting the band back together. Um, Eric Bischoff said he would like to do something with WWE again. What if he came in and fucking had a new NWO group with a bunch <laughs> of young cats? That'd be sweet. Maybe. WWE would ruin it somehow, though. You know they would. They ruin everything. Uh, let's see. WWE won't be taping an episode of an upcoming SmackDown on their UK tour. Instead, they'll wait for an April 29th edition in Albany, New York. I guess it's going to not... It's going to be a live show. These all these pre-taped shows or whatever. So there's not there's going to be a Friday night where there's not a SmackDown or it's going to be a pre-taped show in New York. And then when they're on their European tour, they're going to slot that in there. So they, they were in Albany last night. Be a, That's because we'd be watching SmackDown at fucking one o'clock in the afternoon. There'll be shit. a random SmackDown that makes no sense in the order of time. So it'll not be a canon SmackDown, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the Christmas special. Yes. <laughs> Christmas in July. 
I mean, they're doing all these weird fucking, uh, what's it called, <coughs> Saturday night's main events right now or whatever. Yeah, I got tickets to the one in Champagne. Brent, yeah, say Brent's going to the one. Has it been on, when's that, when's that shit start on TV? I have no idea. I think it's going to run on the network. The Saturday night's main events? Mm-hmm. I, that's what I was cock. just telling, me and Scott were talking earlier today, and I thought, I thought, you know, if they're going to do that, why don't they just you record them? it's going to be a summer replacement for Saturday Night Live like it's always been? No, with them having Peacock, probably not. Hmm. It always has been. It was for like a few years, and then they always everything. It always aired in Saturday Night Live's time slot during Saturday Night Live's off season. Every iteration of it. I don't know. I I'd say if they're gonna do this, it's probably gonna be a once a month thing they show on a Saturday night and make you think it's actually a live show when it was like taped <laughs> fucking two weeks before that or whatever. Spoiler alert! I was there. This is what that no. <laughs> Uh, so Pat McAfee's in talks with Amazon right now for a role in their Thursday night football position as an announcer. So um, what now? Say that again. Pat McAfee is in talks with Amazon right now to become a, an announcer on their Thursday night football show. They're going to start putting on. Have, did you know what? Have, um, did you see what their announcers their Thursday were night. previously? And they're wanting to air the Pat McAfee show on Amazon Prime as well. So he might be gone from WWE before too long. Mm. Well, Thursday Thursday night football airs on Amazon, so they're just looking for a. Have you seen who the announcers are? How it's presented? No. So it's fucking. Uh, Most of the time, the Thursday night football game sucks. So I don't watch it. The, the Mannings. There you go. The Mannings, but oh, on fucking about the USFL or whatever. No, no, no. I'm talking about Thursday night football on fucking Amazon for like the last three years. Is fucking Eli and Peyton. There you go, uh, Eli and Peyton Manning. I've never, I've never but it's it. uh, fucking uh, Zoom meeting. Fucking one's in the left corner, one's in the right corner on the bottom, and fucking the game's going on between it. Yeah, they have their it's faces in there for money. Super distracting. Yeah, they have to have their faces on there it's for money. It's presented and unlike have, any other. And they have like weird giant heads. Have you watched any USFL? No. I just, I, I do know right that now, fucking, fuck yeah, the Terrell Owens for being 48 years old and running a touchdown in. That's good, cool shit. But other than that, no, I've not seen anything. I just know it's fan owned. Control your narrative. That's if not, not we're taking you to the pit. Uh, Dave Meltzer is reporting that Kenny Omega will not be back in time for the Double or Nothing pay-per-view in late May. So your fucking Uncle Kenny still won't be back. He's still got a couple surgeries to do, I think. think. Will he he be back by Forbidden Door? I don't know. And they ain't said shit about about it. it. They ain't said shit about his vertigo yet. He wrestled that whole last year with vertigo, like having to know ring awareness but have vertigo at the same time. That shit's tough to do. So they're saying that the all-out show that's normally in Chicago because the Double or Nothing pay-per-view is going to be, or not Double or Nothing, but the Forbidden Door pay-per-view is going to be there, that the all-out might be moved to a stadium show in Toronto. <laughs> that's bullshit. So, I Tony mean, Khan don't like his home state. I mean, all it, I'm saying. if... if they have CM Punk beat Hangman in May if that happens. I mean, that's speculation. That I mean, in our world, maybe I don't know. I, 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 so it makes can, the most sense to have him wrestle. But say he beats Hangman in May, so he can they defend, could still have him defend the def- title in Chicago against somebody from New Japan. Kenta, I guess. Go to sleep versus go to sleep. Or you could have a random fucking CM Punk versus Adam Cole or somebody. But I would assume they're all going to be wrestling the opposite. Or I'd say take CM Punk versus uh, the Switchblade. That'd be a cool match for the AEW title. You'd see it, wouldn't you? Yeah, you I still would. haven't seen Jay White do I'm nothing. still contemplating whether I'm going to buy tickets next Friday or not. I don't know about all that, but I'll probably buy the pay-per-view and watch it at least. So, tickets to what? Um, Forb- Forbidden Door. Show oh. in Chicago. 
It'll be a lot of wrestling shows in a small amount of time for you, my friend. That'll be you with us on the 15th, and then you'll have to go that very next weekend Fourth, in Chicago 15th, pretty much, right? 24th, And the weekend before that, I'll be in Champaign. Right. And then the, what, two, two or three weeks after that, you'll be in fucking Summer Slam. you'll be so much fucking wrestling in your life, you won't want it no more. Brent will fucking come and he'll cut his arm, and there'll be different wrestling fucking things bleeding out of his arm and shit instead of blood. You know how this ends, right? No. Him in the ring with his pants off? Brent gets a sting tattoo. Oh, you should. How come you don't have a scorpion already, dude? What are you fucking around for? I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe you don't have a scorpion by now, dude. That shit never. That doesn't. Why? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? You should have a giant scorpion <laughs> on the back of your calf, looking real ridiculous. All right, let's go. Get one on your neck. Actually, that'd be the shit. No, I'm not like Cody, Cody Rose. Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody should have a tattoo above the neck. Or you could just get a sweet '80s sting on Unless your back. Bam, bam, Bigelow. Get the sweet '80s sting on your back. With like him doing the fucking pumping iron thing, and then when yeah. you take your shirt off, everybody sees this giant eighty sting. I'm not taking my shirt off. Blonde hair. I'm fat. I'm not taking my shirt off. <laughs> uh, scorpion around your belly button. I got, I got a whole arm right here. WWE has filed for a trademark on the name Tiger Tehran. Oh not Tehran like that we know from Petersburg. T U R A N. How's Tiger spelled? T I G E R. R. That's disappointing. No, <laughs> <laughs> tiger. <laughs> so does that mean Tiger Ali Singh's coming back under the name Tiger Tehran, or did he have a kid that they're bringing in? They're gonna call him Tiger Tehran. Tiger Ali Singh, like from back Maybe. in the day. Yeah. Maybe oh, they're just he, gonna promote. Uh, he dead? No, he ain't dead. He's just fucking shunned from the wrestling world. <coughs> maybe His the, dad. Maybe the they're just going tiger. to. Uh, maybe they're just gonna bring Sangha up already, real quick, and then call him Tiger Tehran. Yeah, and he could Who's be Sangha? part. He could be partnered with the Veer Mahan. they the other dude that was in the original group with Veer before they broke him up. They were all together with oh. fucking. Uh, Which, by the way, uh, Jimmy Smith uh, ca- called uh, Veer's clothesline the uh, million dollar arm the other night on Raw. <laughs> oh, he's not even that big. Uh, Darius Martin suffered a leg injury and is again out for action. Yeah, that's so he just came back and now he's hurt again. Yeah, that's, why Don, that's why Dante's getting paired to job out to uh, well, he's Blackpool Combat Club. Jobbed out because he's fucking He should join Blackpool Combat Club, to be honest nah, with you. Nah, I don't want He was that. good, dude. He was on a good single run not before good, his brother came back. He, not that he's not good, but he just... Uh, I didn't like the look at him at first. He's he too know. much of a high flyer. He don't know. He, he can't talk. That's what they don't have in that group. They got a bunch of other shit. They're he, all about beating the shit out of people. You don't need somebody jumping John around. John Mox yeah. is about that. Dana Bryan's about the wrestling. Fucking Muta like super wrestles. But none of them do flippy shit. That's what I'm saying. That's the best part about they it. Don't need a, they don't need a flippy shit. No, I don't like that. Um, it, they could take Dax, though, and get rid of Cash. That'd be neat. <laughs> that would be um, sweet. I'm in, but you're not, Cowboy. Oh, your first mission is to beat up your tag team partner. Oh, that would right. be super. Dude, they needed their own song. I'll give it time. <laughs> you know what AEW should really do is they should. Come on, TK, I know you got that song money. After seeing Rick Flair and on Dynamite, not Rampage. After seeing Rick Flair and fucking uh, Jay Lethal wrestle the other day, I think they need to have uh, Macho, uh, Black Machismo versus uh, Rick Flair in AEW. I need <laughs> another. I need another woo off, dude. Uh, I don't know if I need another one, but Rick Flair should be managing somebody that. I can't believe he can. St- dude, he's old, old, old. Like he's, he's gonna- only seventy three. <laughs> Did you see what he was doing? <clears throat> I was half expecting him to do the fucking turnbuckle gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think the other day, somebody, or I think it was Andy. He's like, 
how old is Ric Flair? I'm like, like 73 or something. He's like, no way. That dude's got to be like 90. I'm like, no, <laughs> he's like 73. Seen another video of him dancing in the bar last night today? <sighs> yeah, I've seen that. Uh, so Daniel Garcia was originally supposed to be a part of the Blackpool Black and then, uh, Jericho Pool Combat Club. Him. But then Jericho, Jericho said, no, no, no. Him. I want to make him. Give me him. But yeah. Jericho paid for his leg to be reattached. I think this is the one thing that whatever, Jericho right? doesn't get over no more. And yeah, did, this group sucks. Didn't Jericho pay for his leg to be reattached or whatever? Who? Daniel yeah. Garcia. So, yeah, that's why he picked him personally. His leg for, to be back at the... Got Garcia got in a car wreck like four or five years ago and fucking Jericho paid for his... GoFundMe and shit. Yeah. He, he does, almost yeah. lost his leg and shit. He does that shit a lot. Jericho does. And so him and then... 2.0, I guess, or whatever. Jericho knows them somehow outside of wrestling. That's because they're Kevin Owens' friends. And fucking, so he's, but it's because he the, goes, My friend Kevin called me about the over the top, like New York accent for the Jericho Appreciation Society thing when they get ready to come out. Yeah. It's almost too much for me. Yeah. It's almost like they're trying to make fun of NXT in general, specifically. Like, they're over the top. Yeah, wait. I mean, they're supposed to be. They're trying to make fun of WWE or whatever, but... I gotta give it a second, because Jericho can get anything over. I've never seen him fail anything, and if this is the last thing I see him do and he fails, that'll make me sad. And then the last thing I got is that Kushida is going to be changing his name and character upon returning to Japan. He doesn't want to be a different character going back to work with the same high-profile He wants to be a different... Sorry. He wants to be a different character going back to work with the same high-profile people. So he's going to probably be like Undertaker version put of himself him, put when him he under goes back. WWE treated me bad and I want all your souls. Put they probably told him not to fucking go there. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Come on, you're the junior heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. So is, El, so is like El Dosperado. He might have made a good choice by going to WWE, actually. So he could be a cruiserweight his entire time? He I mean, screwed? he was a cruiserweight in New Japan. You said junior heavyweight, right? No. I mean, he's not as big yeah. as the regular heavyweights. He's a junior size. I don't think I care about Kushida no more. I didn't in the first place, but... I've read his name for a long time. I didn't know he was in NXT. He's a submission type. He's a submission guy. The, uh... Oh, what the hell do you call that? It's the hammer lock or something like that that oh. he did. <laughs> uh, it's a wrestling move? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Hammer lock. Or... <laughs> Armbar. Uh, he was lame, dude, so I just didn't ever pay. I never, I'd be honest with you, I never, when I seen him come out with the Marty McFly gimmick, he lost me immediately. You know what I mean? It was just too, too <laughs> Man, he, he, had a, lame. he had a paper watch. Right. It was lame. That's what it was. <laughs> he, and that's how he comes out in uh, WWE 2K22. Comes out lame. If he had made it to WrestleMania, he'd come out in the fucking. That guy buried himself because they gave him every advantage. To, <laughs> and Triple H was like, hey, you do what you want. You come here because that's the type of guy I am. I'll let you get yourself you guys, over. You guys don't watch New Japan. They do shit like that and over they there. They say, well, I'm going to bury myself by fucking putting some Mark Re- McFly's on. Wrestle, was it Wrestle Kingdom 11 or 12? Would have made more <coughs> sense if they would have had an old dude with white hair be like point to the ring when he came out. And then he would have, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> fucking, uh. Said you're playing Ken, to a crowd of people who've never seen probably Ken, fucking Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega came out as the uh, Terminator. So. Yeah. And, and look where he's at. Didn't Triple H do that shit? Finn Balor. Yeah. Finn Balor came out. He did the, the Terminator thing. Finn Balor did cosplay over there all the time. So, well, I guess that's uh, Clint's rumor roll-up for this week. We'll uh, move on to the uh, Indie Mud Show report. And now, the Indie Mud Show report. 
So I guess I need this clipboard, huh? Uh, big story coming out for uh, <coughs> GCW. Uh, they, them, and IWTV, the ind- independent wrestling television, uh, settled their lawsuit that they had going on. Uh, the same guys that own the Control Your Narrative now. Mm, I don't oh. think so. I think it's. I think that's like the Independent Wrestling Network or something like that. Hmm. But uh, Brett Lauderdale and them had a deal for shows, from what I understand. And Lauderdale didn't want to do them, and wanted his library back or whatever. And uh, they worked it out to where. Brett gets all the shit back, but he has to do eight specials for IWTV. Hmm. That's going to be exclusively just on that channel. And I think it's like 10 bucks a month for that channel, and you get a shit ton of independent wrestling hmm. uh, shows. Like, uh, well, I, I know at one point Warrior was on there, and I think that AAW is on there, and uh, the new... Uh, Northeastern wrestling and all like those type things around there. Monster factory and shit. <laughs> uh, actually, Wheeler Yuta was their heavyweight champ. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alex Alex Shelley, I think, is champ right now. Uh, Orange Cassidy's been the champ. Chris Statlander's been the champ. Their heavyweight champ? Yeah. That means I could be champion. Uh, War Horse. Like Orange Cassidy, motherfucker. I would make Orange Cassidy look bad. War Horse <laughs> is their longest reigning champion. That's Dan Housen's tag team partner. No, Dan Housen's yep. his tag team partner. It's War Horse. War Horse is the actual mm-hmm. wrestler. Dan Housen's a permanent fixture of your favorite part of AEW now, bud. He's a shithole. And as soon as ROH is up and running, they'll send his ass back there if you don't get broken again by somebody. <laughs> He's terrible, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting Brent hot. Yeah, calm down, Brent. You're going to snap the clipboard in a second. No. Uh, if this... I can spill chips on my floor, I'll flip you out of that chair. Calmer than you are, dude. You like what I do with the source of your power? <laughs> uh, this weekend, actually tonight, 7 o'clock, Fight TV. Uh, we have Impact Rebellion, one of the pay-per-views you have to pay for. Not their Impact Plus pay-per-views. Uh, main event, you got Josh Alexander taking on Moose for the heavyweight championship. That's tonight? Yeah. He was on the radio talking about I'm this match the other day. I'm calling Moose. You think You think they're not going to give the belt back to Alexander? Moose is still hurt, ain't he? Yeah. Labrum. Is he yeah, still hurt? Maybe Josh Alexander taking it tonight. That, is that his second, right? It'll be his second round? Yeah, because his first one was three minutes. <laughs> Moose, Moose came out, up, bro. Moose came out, <coughs> cash, no. cashed in his call your shot, oh. speared him in one, two, three. Uh, you have Rosemary taking on Tasha Steeles for the Impact Championship or the Women's Championship. You have a uh, eight man elimination challenge match for the tag team championships. The current champion is Violent by Design. I didn't even write down the other seven teams because I really do not give a fuck. <laughs> uh, Taya Valkyrie takes on Deanna Peraza for the AAA Women's Championship. 
the tag team championships for the women are on the line. The influence against the inspiration. Ishii and uh, Jonah have a match together. Ishii's wrestling a lot this week. Oh well, yeah, he's been on like every fucking show pretty much. Uh, the X Division titles on the line. Ace Austin, Mike Bailey, Trey Miguel. Uh, and then Jay White is taking on Chris Saban and Steve Macklin. Uh, Jay White's winning that shit. Indeed. Probably. Moving on to New Japan. They had the uh, Windy City Riots last Saturday night. So just kind of a quick recap. Scott Norton returned. Teaming with Bullet Club. I told you guys that. Did I? No, you weren't here. Yeah. I didn't know that shit. Scott Norton is the first ever member of the NWO and is now a new me- the newest member of the Bullet Club. The only person to do the crossover. Damn. The other day on Busted Open Radio, the Good Brothers took over the last hour of it with Dave and Bully. It's fucking one of the best hours of, of wrestling talk radio I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire <laughs> life. But they broke the news on there that he is now a new good brother and a part of the Bullet Club and that he is the first ever NWO member to now be a part of the Bullet Club. So Scott Norton once again makes fucking wrestling history, dude, whether you like it or not. So hopefully Scott Norton will be at fucking Forbidden Door. That's why I said that shit the other night. I thought you knew. I didn't know. Yeah, he's a part of the Bullet Club. That means he's got to be at the fucking Forbidden Door, right? I hope he at least makes it to Impact with the good brothers. Scott Norton back on American I might, TV. I might pay. How much is Rebellion? 40 bucks. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Scott <laughs> Norton ain't worth a cool yeah. 40 for me, bro. I'll watch Thir- it on YouTube. 39.99. Ain't that cool, though? That is sweet. Uh, get you some, Scotty Flash Norton. Does he have the bricks on his singlet? I have no idea, buddy. I haven't seen him wrestle in a long time. But I know he's bald as shit now, but still in real good shape. He was bald back then. I know he had like a mullet. I mean... T- until he joined the NWO, then he's completely bald. Baldish mullet. Yeah, he shaved his head. <laughs> uh, Ishii had a match on that show, too. Taking on Suzuki. Uh, 15 minutes of straight up slapping each other around. So, uh, I don't mean to go sideways for a minute, but speaking of mullets, uh, Keeper Sutherland did an interview the other day, and he said he thinks... Speaking of mullet. He said uh, he wished he'd never done a mullet in Lost Boys because he said he thinks he was a part of the uh, trend with mullets in America at the time, and he, and he wishes he wouldn't, but he wanted to look like Billy Idol. So he said he's sorry to America for bringing the trend of mullets too. People love mullet right now. What's he sorry kinda, for? Kind of after that movie is when it blew up because he thinks it's the worst haircut known to man. Well, it is, and he's ashamed that he wore it on his head. It is, but <laughs> th- I think he has Billy Ray Cyrus to. Uh, okay, you can go back to wrestling. Now. I yeah, just thought, sick. Billy Ray Cyrus about had way more to do with mullets than Kiefer Sutherland did. He was what Kiefer Sutherland was before Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, but Billy Ray Cyrus was the big one. He Come brought on, a mainstream. Man. I don't think he that's brought true. a mainstream. I don't think that's true. Part. I think he just brought heart. it to middle America. Mike, you break your heart. I think he brought it to middle America. I just don't think you'll understand. Because if you break my heart, <laughs> we're about to get sued, man. I think they're getting divorced. Oh, yeah. right. There's only they, a couple. They need the money. He's only a couple seconds in. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> Where the fuck is I talking? Uh, Ishii <laughs> and Suzuki slapped the shit out of each other for a good 15 minutes. It makes me sad Mullets. that I know who both those people are, and I just seen that same shit last week with Samoa Joe. Yeah, but. But this one was Ishii instead of Joe. So he was headbutt slapping him, and Ishii was no selling it, and and mm-hmm. then motherfucker walked away with a big slap mark on his chest. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. And then uh, <laughs> main event, you had John Moxley taking on Will Ospreay. John Moxley. Yeah. What show are we talking about? Windy City Riots with NJPW. Yeah. 
Mox was on it? Yeah, main event. That happens sometimes. Hmm. It's not WWE, but they let them go do other things botch, AEW. botch finish. I think I'm too far down the indie mud hole, because that shit, shit seems mainstream to me right now. Uh, Total botch finish at the end, guys though. Guys, have ruined my view. It's because everything except WWE for WWE probably is, good is right really now. good right now. No, Mo- it's not. Moxley uh, ended up winning the match uh, when Osprey kicked out at two. And then uh, the United Empire drug Osprey out of the ring, and then Moxley took the mic and goes, Tanahashi, you've been avoiding me for so long. He goes, May 15th, Washington, D.C., show up. It's your turn. I'm ready for Will Ospreay to have a run on American television. Didn't he try to have one once it got hurt? He freaked out. Oh, well, he doesn't deserve one then. Can't uh, handle it. Man, I don't know. Can't. Sorry, I showed him once. Can't handle it. I mean, he's still like the biggest thing in Japan has been for a long time. He deserves at least a fucking run on NXT. You mean the biggest thing that's not in Bullet Club? No, he'll make uh, he'll make Braun Breaker look bad, and then they'll take honestly him off TV. before. I mean, Bullet Club was a thing, but honestly, like when they first started, like Finn was the only one that was the shit, Prince David or whatever. But like the wrestling world was on fire about Ricochet versus Will Ospreay, and the fucking same thing with the Bucks thinking they're better than fucking <clears throat> right. uh, the Briscoes and shit. And then like Will Ospreay showed he couldn't handle fucking got, the mental stability of him. He Americans. never got a chance. I mean, he did a little, and he couldn't handle it. He freaked out. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I can't handle it. I gotta go home. I'm fucking chalking it up to COVID, dog. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's too much. It's too much for me to. It was handle. all during COVID and shit. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, to give him a scratch. The walls are closing in. You should get a run. I just gotta go home. Fucker, LA Knight is managing Mace, and Seven. and fucking Will Seven. Ospreay can't get on NXT to get fucking powerbombed by Brock. No, Brock they'd Breaker. have to let him keep his name. <laughs> Will Ospreay is too busy running his own faction in Japan. <sighs> Got Jeff Cobb. They would just call him Offspray and he'd be the bug guy. <laughs> <laughs> that That'd be good. the gimmick. That was a good it. one. And he'd still be managing me. Mm, fuck, what's his name? <laughs> Actually, well, be like, Offspray, we don't have a good bug guy. <laughs> That's what we need, an exterminator wrestler. I fucking love it. I'll just call him Offspray. <laughs> or they just, or they'll just change the name of his, or change his last name to a different bird. Someone call off. We can market it. Ha ha! Love it. Good shit. I totally forgot where the fuck we were. <laughs> Somewhere in Japan. <laughs> no, that's over. I think, I think it's time to go to NXT 2.0. <laughs> Somewhere in Japan. <laughs> that was in Chicago last oh. weekend, dickhead. Oh, my bad. If you were here, you would have known. I knew everybody on that fucking... You should be proud of me. Well, the match I didn't talk about, you had Tom Lawler taking on Yuji Nagata, but you'd know who both of them are, too. Yeah, Tom Lawler. Nagata's son! UFC wrestler that didn't fucking pan out. He's the open... Actually, I don't know who won that match, because I got home late when I bought it, and that match was already over, and I never went back to watch it. You know what? It means it doesn't matter. But who's the open neverweight champion, then? Who cares? The American never open weight champion. I'm still not sure what a never weight is. It's never mattered is why. You don't know what a never weight is? That means your weight class doesn't matter. Junior. Right. The whole entire thing doesn't matter. Ju- junior or you wa- heavyweight. If you watch it, it'll be 15 minutes of your life you can't get back. That's that's what'll matter. It's a championship you can win if you're in either class. I'm trying to help you out. I don't care no more. I wasn't even paying attention when you were explaining it. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> right, uh... Brand new NXT Tag Team Champions, Pretty Deadly. Kicked off NXT 2.0. The Grizzly Young Veterans. Oh, wait, they don't exist anymore. Uh, 
What are they called now? Drake and Gibson oh, came out. They don't even got a name no more besides that? Yep, that's because their name now. Hmm. They came out and told uh, Pretty Deadly the only reason that they got to come over here and become the new NXT tag team champions are because uh, they left the UK and came over here and never did shit after that. Um, somehow this turns into a brawl between the veterans and Legato Del Fantasma. And that became a match later on in the night. And Pretty Deadly ends up defending their tag team titles later on in the night, too, against Dexter Loomis and Duke Hudson. Uh, also, speaking of Legato Del Fantasma, uh, Carmelo Hayes and Santos Escobar had a fucking killer match. Actually, the best match of the night on the card. Uh, Carmelo Hayes ends up winning. Solo Sokoa shows up and fucking <coughs> super kicks Hayes right in the face. Payback for last week. Uh, and then, I mean, Escobar is going to go into a feud with Tony D'Angelo, the the mafia leader against the leader of the cartel. Don't say that. <laughs> uh, Natalia back on NXT. And still botching the sharpshooter. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> She's not a good wrestler. I've been trying to tell you guys for like uh, 100 and however many episodes we've had. <laughs> Nikita Lyons. <laughs> Nikita Lyons is going after Natalia next after she fucks up Lash Legend. They got Wesley, the only rascal remaining in NXT, uh, jobbing out to Zion Quinn. Uh, Roxanne Perez had her debut against JC Jane, the former Roxy, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, trained by Booker T. Uh, then, like I said, pretty deadly, defended the tag team championships against Dexter Loomis and Duke Hudson. Which, I mean, that's them building off of Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada because now Persia Parada's dating Duke Hudson and Indy Hartwell's married to Dexter Loomis. So they got to be a team together because Johnny and Candace are gone. Just got to stop it. <coughs> everybody there's an ice cold killer on the screen. No, right is that why? Why would you say that? Look at him. I'll break your neck off. He Look, did. he tried to snap it right there. He did do that. Crying like a baby. Beautiful, <sighs> isn't it? Him holding that title with the confetti. Stop it. My chest hurts. That's forgotten things. I'm surprised they're showing this they're right now. They're giving me palpitations. You know, well, the, they, you know what the whole fucking the whole thing around this match was? Lightning can strike at a bottle of water at once. They had to show it because they're going against DX. No, Who it's is? a three-way match, bro. It's just... Well, no, I'm saying they showed Shawn Michaels and Triple H. So. Yeah, it's a three. It's a three-man dance at fucking WrestleMania 20, and this is a rematch for that. Because lightning can strike at a bottle twice. Crispin what pay-per-view is this? Backlash 2004. <sighs> Had to be 2003. It... 2004, motherfucker. Is we it? just watched 03. Are you going to challenge my motherfucking WWE knowledge, dog? <laughs> no, never mind. Yeah, you're yeah, right. I know, cause I, know, Gar- I know. Wait, no. Because Eddie was early 2004 and Benoit was 05. WrestleMania 20, Eddie wrestled Kurt Angle in a championship match and he rolled the boot off and cheated to win. Beat Eddie, he beat uh, Brock Lesnar at the pay-per-view before that for his first ever title. Okay. All right, and then uh, Ron Breaker was searching the whole night in the uh, studio trying to find Joe Gacy. Uh, end of the night, Joe Gacy appears on the scaffolding thing that they have above the crowd. Fucking Joe Gacy kills Ron Breaker by pushing him off of it to the concrete floor. Killed him. Well, I mean, it would kill a real person because that's like a 40-foot. He's not foot, a real person. He's a Ron Breaker. It's like a 40-foot fucking drop. 
Sting could survive it. Hey, Big Show got thrown off a roof and came back and won a, chi- and won a title <laughs> after that. Yeah, so, so did so did uh well Rey Mysterio didn't win a title, but he got thrown off the top of Titan Towers. So there's another one that got thrown off of it too. He survived that shit, did he? I uh, didn't. Ot- oh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, it was Rey Mysterio and Otis, right? No, it was Otis won that money in the bank. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I just remember looking at Clinton being like, "What are we Cobalt watching right Hall, now, dude? Cobalt Hall." Well, Corbin's the one that threw both of them off. It's terrible. Either way. I don't remember who it was. Uh, now Joe Gacy. Now Joe Gacy is also like a cult leader because there's a bunch of druids that like circled Braun Breaker at the end of the night. Well, I thought he was a mafia don. No, no that's, that's, that's Tony, Tony D'Angelo. D'Angelo. Oh, who's Joe Gacy's the woke guy, right? Yeah, yeah was, he's the one. No, is he? Yeah, he's the woke guy. That, so uh, then, why does he we haven't need, seen we haven't seen Harlan since like. Need, why does he need druids now? I thought them woke people wanted their faces seen when they made statements. Shoot, I want you to I'm see so my face so you know it was I thought me. it was Harlan. No, Harlan's nails. He's with... Uh, That's what I was saying. I was he's, with Joe, to, he's with Joe Gacy, too. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, and he's a woke nails, so he's got his face out, so why don't the druids and have they, their faces out? And as soon as they druids. decide they want to move Joe Gacy up to the main roster, if they do, they got to change his name because his real name is Joe Gacy. Yeah, how be, they fuck that up? They've had these rules, Joey, rules thing in place yeah, Probably forever. Joey G. <laughs> we can call him Shorty G again. I don't know if they'll do that twice. Uh, but. I mean, Chad Gable is sweet as Shorty G. Or they'll still call him like, I don't even, dude, I'm not even going to speculate. Or he could <laughs> or he could be <laughs> Tiger Tehran. It's like no. what Bruce Pritchard says dude, on Dude, they put a mask or... on him and send him up to the main roster, call him Tiger Tehran, I'd die. It's like when Bruce Pritchard says that uh, he's like, "Be careful what you pitch in a meeting, like, because it might just end up on TV. <laughs> like, you'll be sitting around pitching that's, ideas that's how, and uh, small for all crazy McClane. shit." And that's how. That's how uh, NXT or not NXT. That's how uh, 2K22's uh, My Rise starts. You literally show up to this uh, performance center and you design your character and pitch it to them, and then they're like, "Oh, we'll start your training pitch now." It to who? The fucking lady that recruits you. Oh. It's not a lady. It's Johnny Laurinaitis. No, it's actually a chick in the game. <laughs> okay. But, so a yeah. fictionalized character? Probably. They have yeah. all these motherfucking characters to pick from to try to get over, and they make a fictionalized character. And then right, video and then right, you, and then oh, right after. I think you're going to be a really good fit to our roster. I'll hire you right now. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, and then right after. Grab some chick like, oh, my God, that's right going to be a great thing. Let's have you on the roster. It's a great idea. You're looking very vascular. And then right after that, you're getting <laughs> right after that you're getting trained by HBK and Road Dog and Beth Phoenix. Wait a minute. Road Dog. Your arms are glistening. Does Road Dog hit you with, a, oh, you don't know how to wrestle? Yeah. <laughs> That would be fucking awesome if everything you said was like a song. <laughs> Honestly, not a lot happened in uh, the Indie Mud Show report this week, so that's what we got. So Look at Shelton Benjamin like 100 pounds down than what he is now. We are going to take our... This is a great sh- match. What do you, sh- fucking shut up so I can do this real quick. Oh. We'll, be, we'll be right back after this quick break. Did I hear a niner? I, I don't know, man. Like The only thing I... I really don't like about it is like you know clicking the link, and and coming to where our show's at, and we can't even I don't, like it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker. Castbox, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, Radio Public, 
We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. And now, for the main course. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. It's time for the main course, because Dick still hasn't done fucking cream of the crop yet. I think that's just the name of the segment now. Fucking Dick. <laughs> you guys had a story you were talking about to Jerry, Triple H, so I, I want to hear the story now. I don't want to tell you now. <laughs> yeah, you kind of ruined it. I didn't uh, ruin shit. Well, we said the whole story, there's nothing else to say. Yeah, I just see... It, so when it was we a were, preview. We were both at the sh- three. a live show in Peoria, Monday Night Raw, it was in Peoria... And it was a really fucking lame show, pretty much. And oh, that's not true. I slapped Ric Flair in the chest. Whatever. It's still. It wasn't the best Monday Night Raw anyone had ever seen in their <laughs> life. Um, Everybody wanted Triple H to be there. He wasn't there. Coolest thing was when Benoit beat up Edge, <laughs> or was it the other way around? No, Edge beat up Benoit so, till he bled, and then Benoit so got a standing get, yeah. ovation. And three months later, he killed his whole family. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so let me get this straight. You were up front slapping Ric Flair. Where the fuck was? Where were you? About what we were sitting when we watched the AEW show. So Dick was an asshole and didn't he, hang yeah, out with you. Yeah, tickets from the I ran tickets. Yeah, yeah we've heard oh. this story a million you were, times. You were busy looking at people's buttholes. Yeah, eating, <laughs> eating pumpkin and shit. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but no, so, you know, from my angle and shit where I was at, Tajiri was far enough up the ramp when the music hit and he came out, like he came out with his hair down old, old school Triple H style. And it, like he legit from that far away looked like it could be Triple H with the way the lighting was. The whole crowd was like, <coughs> oh my God. And then like it showed that it was Tajiri and the whole crowd went, oh, all at the same time. <laughs> But uh, it, I don't remember what was going on that night, but he was filming Blade 3, and he did like a vignette at the beginning of the show where he was telling everybody that he was too good for Peoria, basically. And, and, uh, <laughs> and then showed a sneak peek of uh, Blade 3. Yeah. Blade 3. It was just him fucking power like, slamming a guy. Ryan Reynolds in Blade 3 yeah. with Triple H. And then it showed him power slamming Wesley Snipes to the table. I remember that. I was like, oh my God, he's doing wrestling moves. It's so typical. So he could have a, <laughs> so he could have a silver vampire girl, man. He had a like a Pomeranian that had like a fucking six yeah. head, six heads or some shit. Crazy. Well, no, it's like his jowls opened up and it looked jowls. Like, all I'm saying it looked, is it looked like it looked like the fucking dinosaur that eats the dude from uh, Seinfeld. That's what he said. It jowls. All I'm saying is Hulk Hogan never got beat up, beat up by Van Wilder on the big screen. Yeah, but I mean, now Triple H can say that he got beat up by Deadpool, though. You know what I'm saying? So at the same time... Is Triple H in the MCU, huh? I mean, if you... If you think about it, if, yeah. If that guy if that guy is Wade Wilson in some sort of future Blade, way or well, fucked no, up Blade, way, then... Blade's coming to... He's in one of the He's in one of the many... It's just not, it's just not the Wesley Snipes. ...of yeah. the Marvel. He's in one of them, right? Yeah. So whatever version of Wade Wilson is in that universe of Marvel is, yeah, the guy he got to hang out with. Because he uses... Doctor Strange with the Triple H cameo. I mean, if you think about it, he pretty much is Deadpool in that movie. If you've seen <laughs> Blade 3, that's who he is in I'm that movie. is that character in every movie. Kind of. But he has swords. He has... <laughs> but in, in so he, Blade, play, he plays Van Wilder in every movie he's ever been in? Right. No, I mean, he is... He just gets tougher and tougher. I mean, he's Deadpool in Blade 3. <laughs> He has the swords and the guns and shit. He's just Deadpool without saying he's Deadpool. He has, runs his mouth. I mean, that's what Ryan Reynolds does. He talks shit. But, like, you know, he was in X-Men or X-Men Origins Wolverine. 
yeah. as Wade Wilson, not Wade. Wade so Wilson. are those all the same? Oh, but so he was basically the same exact character he was from Blade Three and X Men Origins. That makes sense in the comic book. He always jumps back and forth, talks people up, can break through the fourth wall. wall. So why can't it just go ahead and be Wade Wilson in all the universes <laughs> all at once? I mean, if you watch Blade Three, is that exact character just without being Deadpool? So so here's hoping for a Triple H's cameo and Doctor Strange. What do you think Triple H gets a cameo in Thor? <laughs> no, I don't think he does much anymore. No, he can't. It's hard all. Can't do too much. Just, He'll get a zap, and that wouldn't be good for people to see in the <laughs> ring. So that's John Stephen A. Just let you know. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, I actually have a cousin uh, who <coughs> just had a kid like a year or two ago, I think, and uh, he she named him a uh, Cooper Wade Wilson. Hmm. Could just call him Wade Wilson. <laughs> well, Cooper was her last name or last maiden name, so she decided to make it his first name. I just, yeah, I would have just called him Wade Wilson. I mean, <laughs> actually, he would have been Wade Slade Wilson, or you could have called him Wade Watts, like dude from Put Ready Player One. <laughs> All right, her last name's Wilson. You guys were talking about a Raw you went to, so we might as well. Yeah, Wade Watts Wilson. Might as well just start with a uh, Monday Night Raw. Oh, he's been working on his transition. Triple Dubs. <laughs> Started out with uh, Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. Uh, rematch. WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, Wait, that's not until the pay-per-view, though. Yeah, but it started with a promo between the two. Oh, you're saying they're having the match at WrestleMania Backlash. Right. I yes. thought you just said they had a rematch and you were calling it WrestleMania. Nope, they're having a rematch like, no, 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 at wait. WrestleMania Backlash. That's not for another two weeks or so. Yeah, it's Mother's Day Sunday. You know, Seth Rollins is going to go over, and it's going to be fifty-fifty booking, so. and he gets lost. I think. I think uh, Seth's going to. So then, lose. so then, at Money in the Bank, we get Rollins and Rhodes round three. Yeah, right. I do. I think they make a three for out of it, and I think that Seth Rollins loses all three times. I think so. Unless the third time he wins, it's by shenanigans, and then uh, whatever that shenanigans is, probably the Miz. We'll have Cody Rhodes, <laughs> Cody Rhodes segue off and do something else, so that way they can split them up without having to say well, yeah, it's you were, a definitive. You, you weren't here for last week when it was Cody versus The Miz. So that's what I think. And they've already started it with him being on Miz TV and him talking shit to him about the belt. The, th- the, the thing is, though, Cody's promos, Cody's still a straight-up fucking heel shitbag, but everybody loves him. Or maybe that's just Cody and <sighs> you think he's a heel shitbag because that's the way you feel about him. <laughs> the, all, I, all, I've, all I've been saying for the last three weeks is every time Cody comes out, I look at Ashley, I go, now where the fuck has this Cody Rhodes been? <laughs> I mean, I think he's always been there. He, you know, he talked, him, uh, talked himself into a creative corner in AEW. And that's, yeah, and he said that in plenty of interviews at the point where he was fucked. He backed himself into a hole he couldn't get out of, kind of. I'm liking this, Cody. And plus, he wasn't ready to be a manager. He said that a bunch of times, What makes too. me laugh, too, is when he come out and he said, it's been a while since I've been in front of a crowd like this. <laughs> oh, shots fired, I think, immediately, right? The best part is, Who's uh, I love it. Who's this blonde motherfucker? Best part, I love it when they... Goddamn uh, Lance Cade. Oh. When they pan out to the fans and they try to pick the people that are cheering for Cody, and then they pick somebody that has a fucking straight stone-cold face, and then they just <laughs> go off of them real quick. I think he might be dead. <laughs> yeah, what, Lance Cade? Yes. Yeah, he he gone. Yeah, he, he's gone. This wasn't Lance K, tag team partners with Trevor, uh, Trevor Murdoch. Murdoch. Yep. I think we've talked about it a few times on this show. Died in San Antonio, Texas. But speaking of Triple H, there's Triple H. Sunday Night Heat earlier tonight. It's pretty boy Triple H. Look at that ironed hair. He still had hair. Damn, they let him go because he had a seizure. 
on an airplane. <laughs> How do you have a handicap match when Trish Stratus is one of your... It's it's Trish and Christian against Jericho. That's not really much of a handicap match. Jim Ross, this is now. some weird shit now. In 2008, when he was released from WWE after having a seizure on an airplane while on tour with the company... And then it says the episode was fam- infamously described by Jim Ross as Cade making a major league mistake while utilizing bad judgment. The fuck does that mean? He had a seizure. Uh, on an airplane. Seizures can be caused by things. I guess, but. And those things were, in Jim's opinion, what? A major league mistake. <laughs> Based on poor decisions? By utilizing bad judgment is what oh. it says. I'm going to try to see if I can dig a little deeper. Here. <laughs> By the way, Jericho is just making out with Trish Stratus. Heart failure is what he died of at age 29. I'd say probably pills he was into then. Or the cocaine. What the fuck else happened on Raw? <laughs> Nothing. Cocaine makes your heart go Is faster. this the wedding episode? Yeah, but it can also make it stop. Yes, this is the wedding episode. Did you watch friend. it? I did. It's fucking poor. It's very poor. Uh, we have the Rhea Ripley heel turn. She's going to fucking Edge's New Blood 2. The House of Purple. <laughs> uh, you, had the, you had a KO show with uh, Chad Gable, who had a 4.0 GPA. Shoosh. Shoosh! Uh, being the person that ran the lie detector test on Ezekiel to prove <laughs> that he was Elias. And he, he was not. He's not Elias, no. And then he had a match against Gable. Elias won. Or Ezekiel won. It was brought on by pain pills, but they were ones that were already prescribed to him. Hmm. So he just took an excessive amount. <coughs> they, they redo this storyline all the motherfucking time. And there's only one good time that ever... Made sense. The wedding angle? No, no, no. Lie detector. Oh, uh, we're talking about what's the, the we're talking about the KO show. Yeah, it never has it made sense to yeah, do a lie dude. detector on a wrestling show. It's stupid. But it's been entertaining exactly one time though. What? Which time? Mister America, when he took oh, the lie detector test. Yeah, yeah. See I if forgot he was Hogan. all about that shit. Vince flips out, puts the fucking thing on himself, and is like, "Oh, what's wrong with this machine?" Blah blah. And Hulk Hogan's like, "Hey, are you an asshole?" Well, no. Yeah. See, he's lying. <laughs> Yeah, that was that. Remember a couple weeks ago, I shared that uh, old thing that WWE had put up on the website a long to- time ago. It said, "Who is uh, who is Mister America?" And the one dude was like, "I'm pretty sure it's Mark Henry." <laughs> <laughs> Other than pirate, it's definitely not Hulk Hogan though. Other than pirate Hogan, man, fucking Mister America is he ruined that one himself though, just like Hogan ruins everything. <laughs> Stupid ass pulled his mask up and showed his face to the crowd. <laughs> like already, everybody didn't know. <laughs> I remember watching that that night, and I was like, I can't believe he did that shit. And then, you know, a week later, it was like, no more Mr. America. <laughs> okay, we had RK Bro taking on the Street Profits. Yep, that's that's the just of that. Brand new United States heavyweight champion. Uh, RK Bro lost, didn't they? Yes. That's like the third time they've lost, though, right? Riddle. Riddle took the pen to so you know Dawkins. Means. You know what that means. They're breaking out? Yeah. And it also means they're SOL. I've heard this before. They're going to lose the titles to the Usos. The Bloodline's going to hold the titles until WrestleMania next year. Or they're going to lose them to the Street Profits, and the Profits will lose them to the Usos. No, because the match has already been booked for Backlash. Okay. RK-Bro, Usos, title unification. Oh, yeah. And then RK-Bro. talking about shit on SmackDown. I did watch SmackDown. And then RK-Bro breaks up. 
And then at SummerSlam, you get you know Randy what? Orton and Riddle. And you know Randy Orton's going to blame all their, their losing on Matt Riddle. We lost because you did the pin, and I mean, if I had a pin, we'd have won. Just like Bully Ray said on fucking... They're already stealing ideas. I'd rather them be the new DX. They're already stealing ideas. No, that shit can't go forever. You know how Vince McMahon feels <laughs> Evo- about that. Evolution shit. 2.5. Make more money off these two separate than I can together. And besides, they're going to need someone for Roman can't, to wrestle. He, he, he Randy Orton. It can't be okay. Evolution 2.0 because there's NXT 2.0. So I, it's got to be it's got to be Evolution 2.5. I know he said what he said about Drew McIntyre, but I'd much rather see Randy Orton and Roman. Than you Drew haven't McIntyre got there, asshole. You said this shit like three on weeks Sma- ago. On SmackDown last night, Drew and Randy. For the last You cool, shows. bro? Yeah, I'm cool. You cool? We're cool. <laughs> yeah. So you said there's a live event like last <coughs> week or the week before that they're pushing later this year. That's Randy Orton versus or Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, it's the Saturday night special I'm going to. I'd much rather see Roman and fucking Randy Orton. Randy Orton wrestling. Actually, I did see a rumor mill earlier today that says SummerSlam will be Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. That would be a good match, I think. Randy Orton's always in the title matches. That's a good thing. Like, SummerSlam's his show. It's where he won the title for the first time. Yeah, and not that he'll that. beat Roman, but like I think he would be the best contender. That was the last right action now. figure I ever bought. But you got to get him away from Matt Real. I'm looking forward to that trip to Nashville. That was the last action figure I ever bought. Unless they Randy keep Matt Riddle Evans. with him, and then you know they sacrifice Matt Riddle to the fucking bloodline, have him get beat up, beat up, and then Roman Reigns. I mean, Randy Orton's like, I gotta do it for my little buddy, do it for the Gipper. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Brand new United States champion, Theory, theory. not theory. Austin, just Theory. Theory beat Balor. He he dropped his fucking first name because they made Vince McMahon look bad at WrestleMania. So fuck the Austin name. What Austin theory do to make Vince McMahon look bad? No, no, bad? no. Stone Cold made him look bad. Stone oh. Cold Steve Austin. So, so fuck all the Austins. Of, right. He tried to updo the rocket for the stunner and it didn't work. Yeah. So <laughs> he had to drop that Austin name. It looks, makes him look bad. Holding him back. You got to get stunned to do the bicycle kick. No, you got to get stunned to do the somersault like the rock. That Austin name's holding him back anyway. <laughs> He's like, you took a stunner better than I did, pal. See, this is where I should take the time to just call Breaker or just Steiner then. Instead of just Braun he ain't on the main roster, yeah. So when he gets to the main roster, he's just going to be a breaker with two Ks. Probably no, three, when he gets probably, there, he's going to be Braun Steiner, and he'll just be he'll be a breaker with three Ks. It's probably going to be Rex Steiner. I, I think he'll be a breaker with three Ks, and then they'll give him Scott Norton's fucking uh, outfit with the bricks on the side of it. I'm okay with that. Scott Norton shows up and beats his ass. I'll be even better with it. <laughs> Trying to steal my gimmick, bitch. Going back to uh, Breaker and Gacy at Spring Break in two weeks from now. Break into what? No, that's what's called spring. spring breaking. Right, I get. They get, but they mean like break breaking in, right? No, they took the like G. In they the they took they took the G off of spring, or they put I N on the end of spring break. So like spring break actively in. in the in the action of spring breaking. Yeah. No in. Right, the spring breaking instead of spring breaking, like going cow tipping. We're going spring breaking. Are they having this um, cow tippins? The fucking I was just using the example that I was you just come using up with. Example, Are they yeah. having this? Uh, <laughs> or or how about we're going to talk about put in? We're going to take the G off the end of pudding. Or does spring pudding. break in uh, secret not... secretly mean that we're all going to be stuck inside because of COVID? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, figuring spring break for schools was like three weeks ago, right? Like I, even colleges. I don't like what they because do. two two weeks from now is pretty much May. Well, it's May 8th, so colleges are already in fucking finals. <laughs> Where's this pay-per-view taking place at? It's not a pay-per-view. It's just one of their NXT specials. That's on, it? on the cock. What, yeah, but what city? 
Is it Midwest? The fucking. Then, <laughs> then it would question. make sense why it would be spring breaking. Because it the, sounds like somebody from the Midwest is saying, "We're going spring breaking." It's at the Performance Center. So it's in Florida. Yeah, and definitely doesn't make sense why they'd be using language like that. <laughs> you know, it's the shitty part. I'm gonna miss spring breaking by a week in Florida. I could have went to spring breaking. I don't think you want to. Are you gonna oh, go? Are you gonna oh go? Do just... they let Braun Steiner come out with the fucking dude? I get down there, around his neck. I get down there Monday night. I could totally make the NXT on Tuesday. They should let him <laughs> do the chain with the fucking bolt around his neck, real tight. Come on. <laughs> he broke off the dog chain. I'm making a trip. I'm going to Hogan's Hope. I'm going to Hogan's Beast Shop, and I'm going to NXT. I don't even want to talk about Hogan's Beast Shop because this motherfucker keeps ducking me. Every time I talk about going there, he fucking tries to, find a way, tries to find a way to go to Mexico. I would rather instead. go to Mexico. Fuck that. We had the deposit bag earlier. You get a chance to go meet your fucking hero Hulk Hogan, who's two inches shorter than it used to be, because they had to take sections of his spine out. Yeah, but he was also the bass player of Metallica. You'd rather go to Mexico and get I've snatched off the streets. I've been very careful not to meet my hero. And burned sir. in tires. I was a warm I gotta, Cause you'll I gotta be make fucking sure. let down Is that why <laughs> I, gotta make, I gotta make sure he's there On the day I go Just so I get a picture of him Once I send it to Dick And be like Him standing all awkward Next to Hogan Fucking Be like You'll, you'll make me sad I'll be the saddest person yeah. In the world I'll be like I paid a hundred dollars For this motherfucking picture <laughs> I'm sitting in your office Fucking With a giant portrait Shuffling some paperwork I'm gonna come I'm gonna come back to a text I'm gonna come back To a week's worth of shit On my desk <laughs> Amber yeah. Heard style Him and Jimmy right. It'd be him and Jimmy And Hogan sitting at the bar Drinking one of Brent's beers That he brewed He sends that to me and if I'm in that county market building, I'm fucking be pissed. I'd flip oh. his desk over and leave it that way until he came back. I'm dragging pallets of shit to the floor and just knocking them over. Nah, dude, I'd destroy his. <laughs> I, I'd fucking destroy his whole side of the office and just leave it that Knock way. Knock over the filing cabinet. He came back. He'd be like, "What the fuck is this? I don't know, dog. I wasn't here." That's what you, that's what you get fridge. for eating all my jelly beans, you asshole. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know, dog. I had yesterday off. <laughs> I wasn't here. I don't know why your office is destroyed. By the way, fuck you. <laughs> All right, now we're to the point that Clint wants to talk about. We're at the 24-7 wedding. Double wedding. I don't know if I want to talk about it. It's just really bad. That's all. It's, it's to bad it's, TV. It's Tamita and Tazala and then Dana Brooke so and Reggie. Bad. It's stupid. <laughs> was there Tamita being a lesbian in it? Oh, yes, there was. Well, very close lesbian action, but then they stopped and switched. They got they, right up Tamina, there like they Tamina were changed, Tamina changed partners with everybody. Yeah. She didn't want to marry Tazala at the end of it. The fucking two weeks before that, he couldn't get the ring on his finger. He took it off and like licked her finger and then put it on her finger. And I was like, "Ew, COVID, man! What the fuck?" <laughs> right in the middle of the ring after a match, it's like you know she'd been touching that dirty old mat, and you're gonna put it was just icky. You can put your tongue on that. Shit. It was icky. <laughs> the fuck. It was a bad bit of TV, man. People the are best, saying it's one of the best the, segments the they've best done in a long best time part, because the best it's, part of the whole so bad. The best part of the whole thing is when our truth told Tazawa his fly was open. The best part about it was when it went off the air. And they came back and there we was had, nobody in we the had, ring. We had four title changes during that <sighs> wedding, it too. It was fucking terrible, dude. Re- Reggie uh, beat Dana. Tazawa beat... Or wait. Tamina beat Reggie. Tazawa beat Tamina. And then Dana beat... Uh, Tazawa... Yeah. Tazawa. Yep. And then she jumped on R-Truth's back and R-Truth ran up the ramp with her on his back. Yeah. It made no sense toward the end. Which is a lot of things that WWE don't anymore. <laughs> and I realize you got to have that sports entertainment part of it, but that was not sports entertainment even. Missed out on their chance to have Dan have. Um, for some reason, shit. people are saying this is like one of the best segments that WWE's done in a long time. It's just because it was fucking Outside stupid. of like a wrestling segment, obviously. Um, they obviously didn't watch the Jackass. It was so funny because it was so horribly fucking done. And that's the only reason I could laugh because it was like watching a, I won't say laugh like that, but it's like watching a really bad car wreck. 
you just can't take your fucking eyes off of. Then afterwards, like the aftermath of the body parts all over the fucking place and shit. <laughs> or like the four pins and shit, right? You know, it's just... I, I do that. It was just laughable because it was so badly produced. And if that was like... If like that, like if that's what's going to happen now that Pat Buck is like gone or whoever was yeah, producing was all their so, good shit. He was so, yeah, he was all the great shit in the last three years. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I... Not that the shit's been too much better than hey, that, but two, like his two weeks of AEW, it, it seems like it's cleaning up. If <laughs> if well, he's helped with some finishes, maybe. But if like the the reason their shit's so unorganized right now is because that dude was helping keep it organized, and that's how organized it was before. Like we're headed down a long dark road this year of some crazy ass shit that ain't gonna make no fucking sense. We're approaching half a decade of long weird shit. Yeah, but this is the most out of control nonsensical WWE I've ever seen in my entire life. Like you can <laughs> it looks like it's being ran by an old man who should be like who can't remember what day it is. Worse than the Billy and Chuck wedding? Yes. <laughs> At least their shit was halfway believable until they like we're not gay. No man, I'm not and then they're like, what the fuck that's and what you sudden, thought this whole time? Eric Bischoff that got those guys people face. That had those two dudes on Good Morning America. <laughs> Billy and Chuck got to go on like Good Morning America and talk about this whole angle that they were doing because they were doing this wedding and WWE, you know, it, was, it became a big deal. To the point where they ha- I think they had to say that they weren't gay because people expected them to actually get married in the ring and like kiss and shit. <laughs> That's I do think that's why that they ended that where they did because the people expected them to legit like they thought it was a real deal, mm-hmm. and it wasn't called a marriage. It wasn't te- technically called a marriage. It was called a uh, en- engagement of friendship or some shit oh. like that's what it was called. It might have been something like that. It was pre uh, engagement of union friendship. Pre that shit being legal, huh? some kind of shit like that. Yeah, basically, it was bad. It was a bad taste. It wasn't as bad as this though. Even <laughs> the um, the wedding where Eric Bischoff was hiding underneath the skin. That's and, the like, one. Kane came out from underneath the ring and all that. No, no, the one with Lita and Edge where Kane came, came out from underneath the ring and all that. That's the one where Eric Bischoff has the makeup he, on. I don't you think realize the, check. Like the only wedding that didn't go terrible in the history of wrestling is Macho Man and Elizabeth. Well, Triple H's and Stephanie's went pretty well. <laughs> yeah, for Triple H. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, Vince, I got to show you something. Vince and, uh, Testa, Vince and Tess didn't care for it very much at all, but I think it went good for Triple H. That's terrible. I, I thought at the time, too. I'm like, hey, you can't get married if you're knocked out. Roofy, bro. The, fun, the, funny, the, the she, best part she of was that. Next, remember when he was like, yeah, I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Been hanging out with Bill Cosby. She wanted to get married. The best part of it is that was all fucking storyline, and then they actually fell in love with each other. <laughs> No, the best part of it is that he I got away with by that time. He got away with Rufy in her, and they haven't ever said it again. He's never been canceled for it, and he's also got away with having sex Wait. with a corpse yeah, and never been canceled for it. He also put used to pull out giant kill bosses and put them, and he he paid chicks to put them all the way down her throat. In the well, shit, his boss well. said the N word on live TV. That is true. Canceled. That is true. <laughs> it's the power of one Vince McMahon. All right, main event, Raw. Cody Rhodes had to take on a mystery opponent. It's because it's sports entertainment. It's not real. Uh, Seth Rollins stole Cody Rhodes. The only reason that he won at WrestleMania is because Cody had time to prepare for his opponent because he knew he was wrestling Seth or Seth Rollins. I mean, Rollins didn't have time to prepare. So, how would you like to wrestle a match if you didn't have time to prepare? Cody's like, bring it on. So it was Cody and KO in the main event. Good until the end. Yeah, it was a it was a actually real good match until the end when 
KO gets knocked out of the ring, and Seth Rollins told him to get his fat ass back <laughs> in the get ring. Get your fat ass back in the ring, and KO's like, you know what? I don't need this, and just, I'm out of here. <sighs> got counted out. And then it was like, damn it, it was such a good match, and you're going to give us a finish like that. You know why? Because they think nobody cares about the finish. Instead, you had him and Seth Rollins in the ring doing People weird. only remember the finish. Seth got in the ring and started doing weird shit. <laughs> doing his little dance thing or whatever. And then just kind of went off the air. Uh, yeah, because he threw Cody off the top turnbuckle into the... Do you watch all of Raw? Just the last two segments there. Hmm. I, yeah, I watched, I watched all of Raw. I watched the ups and downs, and then they were they gave it nine ups and one down, and I was like, me. you gotta be fucking shitting me, man. Me and, and, me and my giant bag of jelly beans that got spilt all over my kitchen <laughs> and i had read another article in the week about that fucking wedding segment and then simon miller talked about it and i was like oh, I, gotta, I gotta watch this wedding segment just to see what all the hubbub's about and Which i'm I, pretty sure simon miller probably told you made him feel all warm and fuzzy in his tum tum did but um <laughs> it just wasn't good but the cody rhodes and ko match was really good until the finish they gotta quit doing that shit in the main event of a monday night raw giving you a finish like that why haven't, when, why haven't we got this match in aew yet Jericho Trish, and Christian. Because that's two WWE guys. I want to see it. Trying to avoid it, bud. I don't give a shit. I want to see it. I've seen it way too many times. Exactly what he just said. I, I want to see it one more time. Yeah, well, that's why I don't give a fuck about the Hardy Boys and about fucking 30,000 other people didn't either the other night. You can't. You can't it might t- not have been 30. It might have been like 13,000 maybe, but. It's not even that. It's sad. 30 might have been an adjective, exaggeration. You're looking at like 6,000 people. Was it six? Wow! They don't. They don't. They don't do giant I, arenas. I gave them thirty and then took it to twelve. You're getting, You're dropping it to six, homeboy. I think they believe it themselves. You do realize the the Chavez Arena we're going to and got hold at least twelve, right? It's like six thousand people. I figured it was like twelve. No, six to twelve. It's a fucking. It's a college basketball arena. That's sometimes it <sighs> hold about twelve. About twelve thousand. On dynamite, not, not at Slu. Your shit you went to only had like five grand. The one that was inch. that was ten thousand. Yeah, there's like, like ten thousand there. I said I thought there was like eleven. I mean, they might have exaggerated the number. You know how they the do. United Center is like fourteen thousand. Huh. So there was fourteen thousand people at CM Punk's debut in AEW. I guess we'll go to SmackDown. That could be exaggerated. I watched a little bit of SmackDown. Started with Clint's favorite fucking segments of all time. I didn't uh, watch any of SmackDown. Started with a contract signing. God. I quit match between Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. Oh, boy. More contracts. They didn't have a contract, though. That's all they ever do with Charlotte. It was a contract. They eventually both signed it. Ronda signed it as she was tapping out. They were talking about signing it, and they looked down. They're like, oh, where's the contract at? That's like the. There's no piece of paper on the phone. Oh, yeah. Gulag or Drew Gulag brought it. (laughs) That's the only. I think that was a fuck up. Gulag is uh, now Adam Pierce's uh, intern. Well, they need someone to be able to take bumps for Adam Pierce when some bad shit goes. And so uh, he got Gulag put in a fucking armbar. Got beat up by Ronda Rousey. Was, so that's and like the, the week, and the week before that. Signing the contract. And the week before that, he got put in the figure eight. So that's so. like the only like segment that Ronda Rousey knows how to do. Then is the contract signing there's, segment. <laughs> there's Eugene. Or maybe it's because they keep fucking it up with her. Then maybe one time they're going to get. I didn't it right. know she was in that Entourage movie. Yeah, for a quick minute. Yeah, she beats up Turtle. She was, she was like billed as the as like a star in it. Yeah, she tried to be a movie star, but the problem is she can't act. Yeah, no, I watched her on that. That's she's the one that got. I haven't watched that uh, fireman show since she was on it. That's why WWE. I don't understand why they want her to smile and act all fluffy when she's a mean fucking that, fighter from UFC. Is that Gail Kim? Yeah, uh, and yes. fucking Molly Holly. And Eugene. Well, I know I know who Molly Holly is, but and William Regal. 
Kale Kim looks a lot better the older she gets. Hmm. And she's in <coughs> and she's under undergarments that she I think you're just old now. Yeah. I'm still the youngest one in this room. <laughs> still old. Besides the dog. I look youngest. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just because you look like a lizard person doesn't mean you look the youngest. It's not true at all. You're just trying to be nice, not call us fat. I'm just a <laughs> handsome gangster. I don't think Quince ever had that thought where he's just trying to be nice. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do, but then people are assholes, and it's like, why do I waste my time? <laughs> you <already know. laughs> and you already know me and him are when we want to be. No, I just mean people in general, and I'm not going to oh. get into name dropping right now because you know where we'll go with that. But <laughs> all right, uh, Jay. You had Xavier Woods taking on Butch. Xavier. The rabid Wolverine. Uh, no, he called him something else. Uh, he called him the rabid Wolverine. That was no, that was ago. that was two weeks ago. Uh, last like night, he Pat, called, you can't say that shit. He called him the rabid. Uh, shit, what he call him? I don't know. Pavlovian dog. Yeah. No, it's something smaller. Than <laughs> he's Wolverine. like, eh, might have. No, not something smaller. Rabid fucking Chihuahua. I think he's getting the butch over. But uh, he's getting the butch over. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xavier Woods won the match with his finishing <laughs> move, the uh, roll up. And then Butch, what His got into move the roll up? He got into it with a uh, Sheamus and uh, Ridge Holland again, and took off into the stands. Don't know if he actually officially really did like go ape shit and quit WWE, or they planned it for him to go through the fans. They wanted to look yeah, like he's this don't. fucking. Uh, they wanted to look like because even Pat McAfee's been saying stuff about oh you fucking he's like a firecracker you fucking unpredictable motherfucker. He's turning into fucking Al Snow or something. <laughs> he looked good. Well, I want my Pete Dunn back. I enjoyed him. He he's gone, buddy. He's gone. I enjoyed his match. Right, he want, he, he, want, he had a match, right? Yeah. He lost by the fucking roll up. Oh, that's right. Pete Dunn yeah. is done because if he doesn't want to be done, then he's not going to have a fucking job. So he has to be Butch. I thought he, he looked has impressive. To do the ridiculous shit that doesn't make any sense. He like, looks like Pete Dunn, like taking <laughs> off running through the crowd. And the Vince is just being fucking stupid. It was a good segment. I was entertained. I don't really know that it's Vince. I think it might just be the writers. And then <laughs> well, Vince, they're all fucking... And then Vince no, is no, like, it's Vince and his fucking name nah, bullshit. I, I think it's the writers and then Vince McMahon's like, okay, because he doesn't care about that character because he's not a top character in the company. Vince cares about Roman. Vince <laughs> cares about Brock. Vince cares about whoever's got a title right. belt. Outside of that, I bet you he has no fucking say in what goes on outside of that. He cares care. about cares about Randy. I, I bet you it improves everything. I, yeah, but I bet you he doesn't like. <laughs> Actually, I saw a thing. Super that, pay attention, hardcore, like like he does with the titles and all that. I guarantee. I it. don't remember who said it, but the other day there was a comment put out about the uh, FTR about bringing them back, and it's like I bet Vince McMahon doesn't even realize that they've already been this fucking tag team champions. Like he doesn't even realize <laughs> he already got rid of them once. He didn't even know Those that. Guys look good. He, Why don't I mean, we have them? He don't watch you TV. did, Vince. He, Vince <laughs> they were called the Revival. Bullshit. He's not a TV watcher. That's why we're getting this Peaky Blinders shit. Like Ooh, the fuck six. hired Johnny Polo. That's why we're getting. That's why we're getting Peaky Blinders six seasons in already. Me Scotty you know Flamingo. I mean? <laughs> he's part of the. He's part of the original Diamond Mind. <laughs> this doesn't make sense, dude. Half him and him and the Diamond Stud. Outside of whoever's <laughs> like at the very top spot, he doesn't give a fuck. That's true. He doesn't. You only got to worry about your top eight. Not even that. Top two. You don't even got to have a fucking tag team division. Cares about the two, top two paid guys in the company and maybe Ronda Rousey. twice as much. And Charlotte Flair. Outside of that, 
Ain't nobody else. I, I guarantee him and Cody Rhodes have. I'm really surprised he's never actually been like, all right, you guys are a tag team. I'm paying you this much money. You got to split it, pal. Right. <laughs> now that Cody Rhodes is Taking back, half him, the bumps. Now that Cody Rhodes is back, him and Vince McMahon might have a one-on-one about where his character goes and what happens as far as creative goes. I hope he but brings back a lot of that still. shit. I guarantee Vince McMahon's like, fuck him. Just put him in a match. Do this with it, because fucking they already shit don't make sense for them anyway, so no one cares. I think everybody pitches Bruce, and Bruce is like, hey, this is what we got. Okay, good shit, pal. And he never What's was Brock good doing? either. Uh, <laughs> What's Brock doing? <laughs> uh, he's being a Canadian cowboy. <laughs> Man. Going, he's going, doing the real cowboy shit. Going, <laughs> Wait, who ha- who's got another cowboy? <laughs> he's going Where the fuck it. is Bob Orton? Vince McMahon's going <laughs> to fucking bench press fucking thousand pound barbells and shit. <laughs> He ain't got time to fucking book wrestling. It's hard to get a thousand pounds on a on a bar. (laughs) You guys think that Vince may think that Randy Orton is Bob? (laughs) Yeah, give Orton the belt again. They haven't done the broken arm angle. Flashbacks. They haven't done the broken arm angle with him yet. (laughs) Randy comes out with a fucking vest and a cowboy hat. Yeah, we got. We had uh, Randy Duncombe Jr. We had uh, (laughs) Lacey. We had Lacey Evans vignette three. That's when I turned that. I watched the butt shit and Well this was this was a little bit later. And throw smart they'll pick up with Lacey Evans right where her and Charlotte left off. She was not, talking not, about guess, she's completely a different character. Not with the she was, baby. She angle, was talking guess, about she's about she was talking about going to school and wrestling. You know what they need to do with her? Work, working, Marine, working, a job, working a job and coming home to find her dad high, passed out on the couch with a cigarette burning in his mouth. You know what they need to do about with her? To burn the place down. Smartest thing they they could do with her is turn her into Sergeant Slaughter. They pretty much that's are. That's what I'm saying. That's what she is. Like yeah. Sergeant Slaughter didn't cry about his dad with cigarettes burning. I'm just couch. saying she's got Sergeant fucking camouflage pants. Get yeah. out there and do it, you maggots. Uh, she's got camouflage pants, a fucking drop and uh, give me fifty. Pink top or whatever she didn't wearing. say. You know it's a sports bro. When sports I came bro. home from school one day, my daddy was drunk on high and fucking cigarettes was burning holes through the couch. He never did no complaining like that. Yeah, you but hear, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter cry. Sergeant Slaughter's Fuck a no. dude, not a chick. He wasn't so? complaining. Chicks she's are so talking about everything she's overcome. We're going for the sympathy. So, no, she needs to be strong. Women are strong. I don't think she is strong. Thing. She is, then why do she I need, is strong. Then why she's does she need Marine. sympathy? I don't think she needs sympathy. Then why she's does, telling you what she's overcame. Right. She's saying she's a strong, independent woman because I've beat all these things. Because her dad was high and burning whole cigarettes. Yeah, the couch. it went from that was like one fucking thing. She had like a fucking six minute promo I'm talking about going from there to fucking college to the Marines they to lean, fucking they couple on, tours of Iraq and shit. They lean on people's and then sad, fucking, shitty backgrounds too much. Okay, I'm not yeah. saying. Okay, I'm not saying sympathy. I guess it would be. There's a lot of people that in you, their life you want her to look. That's exciting. It's exciting, and I can't wait because she looks strong as fuck. Well, no, but I'm saying there's a lot of people in their life that. Also have that same issue, and she's trying to empower them because she had no, it too. No, WWE is trying to relate with regular people yeah, when they can't. That's what I'm saying. It's been the best thing I've seen on WWE in years. She has honest. two. She has two red of red lipstick. This right is the best though. thing I've seen on WWE since Roman Reigns first come back and turned to you. I don't know about that. I don't know. You've been watching RK bro? <laughs> yes, I have. No, you haven't. Don't lie to me. I give it a C at best because she should be all straight attitude like she was before and just telling people, fuck you, give me drop and give me 20. Hey, don't you have a buddy that can make a t-shirt? Instead, they're doing the same exact shit (laughs) they did with Roman Reigns where he disappeared for a while. We we need a Hey Andy shirt, man. And then Roman showed up with a cream-colored turtleneck on. Well, hey, guys, I got this sports hernia and I'm going to be out for about three months suffering succotash. I'll be back to wrestle for you anytime soon now. Want some coffee from Starbucks? 
And that's exactly what the fuck they're doing with Lacey Evans. No, they're not. Her come she's back out there like, fucking hard as fuck. Look at my attitude. muscles. That's what she's Beat doing. You up, drop and give me 20. I just heard Brent say they want sympathy. That was one sentence out of a six minute motherfucking promo that you're babbling on about. But he said they want sympathy. <laughs> they don't. He well, wants okay. to empower them. I, I guess I used the wrong word. They're looking, they're looking to relate to normal people and. You're making shit up to get mad about and talking about exactly what they're doing. No, I'm not. They I'm are. She's out tough as fuck. Every time they do promos. the vignettes, they always got to go back to fucking somebody's parents were fucking shitty somewhere. All right, every Riddle, time. Let's Riddle, do something different. Riddle and Jay Uso. Riddle beat Jimmy Uso last week, so we got to put him against Jay Uso this week. Well, Jimmy's not a good singles wrestler. He took the L, right, though? Yeah. Riddle did. Bo- both Usos lost. Oh, both Usos lost. So they'll probably win the belts then. I would imagine Roman will probably help him win the belts or Paul, one or the other. Be some shim kind of shit. Go on, or Randy Orton will just turn in the middle of the match. Ha! <laughs> That'd be Rick the up. shit. Join, join the line. No, just fucking turn on Randy Talk Orton about, and leave, or turn I'm on a, Riddle. I'm and a leave. third generation wrestler too. Or if they lose, then fucking Randy Orton just hits him with the fucking RKO and leaves. Okay, yeah, uh, I guess Roman technically is because his grandpa was a wrestler too. Right. Because that's where the that's where the <laughs> that's where the bloodline actually begins. He's not a part of that family. But he is a third generation wrestler. Yeah, but he's not. The I origi- don't. That's he's the original a- third that's generation. That's AEW logic. Rock. That's AEW logic. <laughs> what you got going on over there? He had to have uh, uh no because Hawaiian blood to be a part of their group. No, I'm saying he Romans, reforms with fucking Cody. Romans, Romans, uh, Romans, Grandpa and Peter Maivia are the original two that made the blood bond. Right. Because like the Rock and all them aren't actually really related to. That side of the, the end. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I, was. I thought the mother was the bridge. Rock's mom was the bridge to him being related to all those no. guys. She, no, she's so Peter Maivia and fucking High Chief uh, Peter Maivia Alpha are blood brothers. Not Alpha. Alpha is the, the, the son of, of the original dude yeah. with High Chief. That's and then it goes. The daughter of High Chief is the Rock's mother. His grandmother. Actually, stepdaughter. Or adopted daughter. daughter. Yeah, adopted daughter. Okay. In Samoan, when you take the blood oath, you become family. Yeah. So they're not actually related. Related. But through blood, they're related. So who's the Rock's? They're really on an island smaller than Kilburn, though. So so then who is the Rock's grandma married to, then? High Chief. Okay, well, that's what I said. So then their daughter together would be the Rock's mom, but she's adopted. Uh Peter Maivia is not actually the Rock's mom's real dad. Yeah. He adopted her. She's adopted. She's their... She's their... Their daughter. However you want to look at it. She anyway, is. it's third generation. I don't see that. But Legacy is the group you were thinking of. Right, Legacy. Uh, they'd have to bring back Teddy Hart Jr. <laughs> but no. Be Roman. Or not Teddy Hart, I'm sorry. Uh, Teddy fucking uh, DiBiase. Roman's taking you know, some money. Roman is pay, technically third. Roman is a third generation, though, too. I think that'd yeah. be like a one or two off deal, though, if they did that. <laughs> but there, there was three of them. That would be a neat fucking little deal. Wasn't there a fucking bloodline member in their fucking group to start with? They got Jacob kicked out Fatu, for being crazy. Jacob Fatu, I think, who they had hired for a little while. And... Which if it? it's Jacob, if it's Jacob Fatu, that's the Samoan werewolf that wrestles for MLW. One of no, I think the dude that's on there is dead now. He was Samu, right? Samu Junior. He ain't dead. That guy. I just think he might not wrestle anymore. I thought it was Jacob Fatu. He was WWE nah, for a short, so. short minute. Samu Jr., I think, is who it was. I'm looking it up. Say, you look no, it it's Jake, Jacob Fatu was the MLW heavyweight champion. Manu and Sim Snuka. Manu was Afa Anoa Jr. 
What they call him WWE. <coughs> so, that, <coughs> so if he's off a of junior, that would oh, be Roman. Only like two or three weeks. That would be Roman. There. Wouldn't that be Roman's brother or cousin? Have to be. Bro- uh, wait, Sika is Roman's dad, right? When they first showed up, it was the Usos, Tamina, and that dude together. And then they broke him away from the Usos and them, and then he showed up on the Legacy group. Oh, there's a whole family. And then that yeah, shit there's, didn't, too, there's too many fucking members of that family. And then that shit didn't last but a minute either. He's the son of Afa and the younger brother of Samu. He's related to Roman Reigns, the Rock, the Usos, Yokozuna, Magu. So that means, that means Roman's dad is Sika. Yeah. That's right. why they came out and gave him the lay. The Sika came out and gave him that lay after that match. And that. Well, I can't remember which one of the wild. Oh Samoans yeah, dude, is. I forgot about this. Yeah, this is what happened to him. Uh, in August 2003, he was implicated as the getaway driver of a duo who committed an armed robbery in Bethlehem Township, Pennsylvania, there stealing money and jewelry worth over $150,000 and stabbing the elderly female resident. Fuck. He pleaded no contest to the charge of receipt of stolen property and was given two years probation. Which was in the last, hmm. I think it was like in the last two weeks too, is the anniversary of Roman's brothers. This goes to show you that Vince ain't Ro- paying them Rosie dollars passing well. away. So RKO and Cody join motherfucking the bloodline. And it's, uh, no. Yeah, it's, it's a gang because that's what is popular right now. It's called the bloodline. Let's have the bloodline versus fucking. The crip line? Team fucking House of Black. Nah. <laughs> or you can call purple. Or you call them the royalty. There's more than one royal family. The legacy I, bloodline. Uh, I think that was a jab at fucking Roman Reigns, not because when he says it in AEW, it seems like a Ric Flair type of statement. But when you come <laughs> to WWE and say it, that can mean Ric Flair's family, that can mean Roman Reigns' family. And I mean that could be a little bit of foreshadowing for Dude, WrestleMania Charlotte, next year. Charlotte Flair joins the group too. What if you, what if they had Charlotte and Cody <laughs> wrestle each other? I put in 2K22. I put I put Charlotte and you Tessa in a tag team together called the Prodigies. I think that could be a good match. I don't like the intergender shit, but to be honest with you, Cody and and Charlotte could put, probably put on a pretty good fucking show I'm against sure each they other. Could. Your dad was better than my dad. Shit, they could do a, a <laughs> run into each other in the back room type of shit, or one yes, interrupts the other's promos. I'm it's done. Gotta, it's I'm done hearing you talk about your dad's legacy. Mine was gotta, way better. Well, yeah, it's got to end with a bi- It's got to end with bionic elbows and no, figure fours. Twenty four seven title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Seems Drew Mac Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Lumberjack match. You did shit. I read about Goofy as fuck. Sami Zayn talks the Usos into coming down to the ring and starting shit with RK Bro because they were talking shit about Roman Reigns. And Sami got counted out pretty much in a fucking lumberjack match. He took the fuck off. So next week. He ran away. Can you guess what? He counted out in a lumberjack match. You can't get counted out in a lumberjack match, but he ran away. So what are you going to do? So guess what happens next week on SmackDown? The match is still going on when it comes on TV or something. I've never seen a lumberjack (laughs) match where anyone's been counted out. What what happens when a lumberjack match doesn't work? What are we going to put around the cage? There you go. We we also had a Hell in a Cell match with a disqualification. So how how the hell do you have that? That There's no rules. It happened with Bray Wyatt and fucking uh, Seth Rollins when they like what when the Fiend first showed up. Yeah. Something he gave Seth. He gave Seth Rollins. Uh, he gave Seth we've Rollins had a special. We've had Kane rip the fucking door off of the Hell in Cell and kill Undertaker. Don't ask. Cause send a letter to WWE, dog. I ain't the one who fucking booked the match. Well, maybe All we should go start <coughs> booking matches. Bray for him. Wyatt hit him with the fucking Fiend's move so many times that they had to end the match because it was just fucking too much for Seth Rollins and it was a disqualification. Too many finishers. 
Oh. Apparently right. that's a rule in WWE. If you hit them with too many finishers, you get disqualified. You're only allowed to do three finishers. That's Cody. You get three crossroads and it's a pin. You got to put the bionic elbow in between them. But it only put, it only took one or it only took one to keep Seth Rollins down though. Even though I gave him like six before he pinned him. All right, AEW, <laughs> AEW, Battle of the Belts last Saturday night. I missed it. Yeah, I did too. I you think every, I think it. every single one of us missed it didn't for the see. fact for the fact that if you didn't actually have your DVR set to record at six o'clock, yeah, it did not record. And you can't find it on demand. Well, just six a.m. Uh, six o'clock is too thing, early. I, watch it I can watch it on the TNT app or whatever, but like it was just too early. I didn't know it was on at six, and I, the matches on there didn't seem like I needed to turn it on and watch it. Only five hundred and twenty-five well, thousand well, people well, re- watched it, though. Well, you really didn't. You Nina had, Rosa, you had uh, a girl. Uh, you had Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan Gresham taking on Dalton Castle. <laughs> he got hurt too, right? Gresham got well. Yeah, he got attacked by a. Uh, no, he got real Sod- hurt. Sod- well, yeah, he got a concussion, but he was attacked. In the show during that Sodom Singh guy. Fucking injured somebody dude. already, yo. There's a Netflix documentary about that dude. Yeah, Million Dollar Arm. Yeah, he can cut. He got concussed. No, he was a basketball player. Yeah. Who's the Million Dollar Arm guy? Oh, that's, that's WWE that's guy. Beer. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> NBA guy is the AD. Yeah, that part the, is we have, like four, we have like four different Indian dudes right now. All and like one's a kickboxer, one's a ba- baseball player, one's a basketball player, and the other one is a judo Dude. So who do you think would actually win in a fight then? Probably the fucking judo dude. That's He's the, the only one knows how to fight. Going, That's the real forbidden door I'm going right with there. the baseball player. I bet you that, that would, match that takes place. That would be place. Veer Mahan. He's got the million dollar arms. cross-eyed. That match takes place in India within the last next three years. And he's cross-eyed? <laughs> I think he would probably bite somebody's nose off. I mean, he, I mean, he had killed Dominic Mysterio and a few jobbers. Give him a couple of scimitars. <laughs> Send him out there fucking wild. Jonathan Gresham retains the ROA's championship. But is out indefinitely. Yes. He was pulled from a rebellion tonight. They're not going to take the title away from him, though, because they don't have a TV show and no one gives a shit. So they're just going to let him keep Listen, it. Listen, I've been reading this you can just give, name. You for... can just give the title to Dalton Castles. Or they'll do what ROH is good for doing and make a fucking interim title for a guy who's only going to be gone for a month and then have a fucking unnecessarily next title and have another title match to get rid of the other I've title. been li- reading this motherfucker's name for three years. ain't really ever watched him at all. This is the first time... He's fucking Dean Malenko of ROH. Him. Can't talk where the fuck. Yeah, I didn't really realize he was five foot two. He has He's no Dean Malenko of ROH. Zero personality. That's bad. He it's is a third-rate st- Dean Malenko. He's a straight-up Iceman. Um, but can wrestle. He's And, and he, his wrestling he definitely is where he does his mic work. It's his wrestling. And hmm. in, in ring, the dude is fucking... Uh, I would say five stars. He's fucking not against everybody, but I mean, honestly, he works with anybody and everybody. He's I good. I don't want to talk about that. I'd rather avoid that. I didn't uh, watch it. And, and um, it's it just when someone gives him a mic. Print is a penis. Or he has to make, like, like put somebody over. It, uh, this is that, 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 that. That 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 that, that. And it's like no, dude. You gotta and he's like he's got braces, so he kind of kind of like this, this a little bit when he talks. Who's that? Jonathan Gresham. He has blood oh. braces, and he comes out with like a Cthulhu head on. Like like uh, the giant octopus head, the Cthulhu. Yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of strange. Uh, so I don't know exactly <laughs> what character he's supposed to be or what he thinks he's supposed to be, but it's not a strong showing. N- no, first time. But I, he, I actually haven't even really seen him yet. Fucker's a good wrestler, but I don't understand why he's the champion. 
other than we just need to put the belt on somebody who's dying. Like, well, that's what I said. Other than them throwing the belt on somebody just because he's 100% ROH and won't be anything he else. He was the ROH champ when they shut down or whatever. Like, no, Bandito was. No, he, no, yeah, uh, he got pulled from the fucking, Bandino had COVID, had to go home. Right, so he never lost the title. No, 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 Jonathan Gresham fucking had a tournament for it and he had it. And he had it for like the previous like two years before that too. Because I thought at this pay-per-view in April is when he actually was, became the legit ROH world champion. Because Bandito so. lost and then that Jonathan was Jonathan Gresham been the ROH champion for a minute, right? He was the interim champ yeah. and then a supercard of honor. Yeah, interim. Yeah, see, our Bandito was the title holder because he got COVID and couldn't defend it in the last match. Right. And so they gave him Jonathan super, Gresham a fake title. But Bandito just beat him for it, though, I think. No, he, he no bought, Gresh, he, Gresham, Gresham won the match to unify the titles Yeah, at, at Supercard. Yeah, and then Bandito said, I'm out, peace, I ain't re-signing. Hmm. But um, he just, there's no, I, I think that's why they gave him the belt because they know he's going to be 100% ROH and so I don't have to worry about him going to signing he's, to he's some place else. He's signed with AEW. He's signed to ROH. Fucking, <laughs> they're all signed to AEW. It's going to be a ROH, well, yes, AEW but banner. I was going to say, he's he's got that thing that said, I'm all elite. Yeah, so. well, they all are, but they're, are, he'll be under ROH, but I think that's why they gave him the belt because that's where they'll show him. I don't think he's going to be on AEW TV. I don't once think he lasts long. Once they, once they get a... Unless they just don't do this, which I think is, I think they should just liquidate them into AEW at this point and just call it even. It seems like when WWE bought NWA and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna have NWA on another TV station," and then it became like <coughs> Sunday Night Heat, and then there was no NWA at all, and they carried around a bunch of belts for half a year that made no sense. It made Jeff Jarrett look like a champion that he wasn't. So the ROH six man tag team titles become the AEW six man tag team titles. No. They could just get rid of them. And then after that, everything just Everybody's becomes... Everybody's about the six-man... Melt them down. Six-man tag match. Melt them down into a giant fucking golden ring and then put that up where the brass ring is at. If you want to watch, watch six-man, eight-man, ten-man, twelve-man, fifteen-man tag matches, I watch New Japan. No, dude. Lucha Libre. I don't want to see that shit ever. And they're about to have one next week on Dynamite. Yeah, the Undisputed Elite against Jobbers. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa retains her championship. Moving on, TNT title match. Scorpio Sky defending the title against Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is now the three-time <coughs> TNT champion. Yeah, I'm bored out with his shit. Now well, too. that's because they're trying to turn Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page into like face characters now. They already have. Kind of. Dan, yeah, Dan Lambert ain't been with him, has he? Yeah, he has. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good guy, Dan Lambert. No. He was with him on Wednesday There's no night. such thing. Yeah. He's, Dan Lambert's not a good guy. Yeah, he is. He's, 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 he literally <laughs> had a double turn in 20 seconds. Yeah. Everybody's cheering for him. Sa- Sammy and Ty are now heel. It's because people don't want to see. Men of the year. I wouldn't say and America's real, top team are face. I wouldn't say Sammy and Ty are heel. They just came out and Sammy cut a very Ric Flair-esque promo and had like a jacket on with feathers around said, him. He looked like a very young. Ty, Ty, Ty Conti literally turned them a heel because everybody's like, she's fucking annoying and stupid and needs not to be with him. When he like, like, yeah, I mean, he treat them like, treat them like Cole that. and Baker and keep them separate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they came out on Dynamite and uh, he basically cut a promo in the ring. Sammy did with Ty Conti out there and the people were booing him immediately. Yeah, no, I watched that show. And he completely like ignored, you know, the fact that the crowd was booing him, but it was and totally he had, a heel promo. And he had the Monday Night Messiah fucking jacket with the frilly 
Nah. <laughs> yeah. Ric Flair 2.0 is what I felt like when he was in the ring. No, that was fucking Monday Night Messiah. He had the pretty girl on his arm. He had the. He came out. He said, "I am the three-time TNT champion." He <laughs> well, that was fucking, a very Ric Flair-esque promo. Yeah, but his fucking jacket was fucking Seth Rollins Monday yeah. Night Messiah. Maybe the the feathers reminded me of something like a big ass Ric Flair fucking boa, but it was a short leather jacket. That's instead. a Hogan boa. So. <laughs> nah, maybe I guess I don't know, but the, the promo was just I thought very Ric Flair esque. You know, I got nah, the no, that even I got the chick on my arm. I got three and three, you know, three time TNT titles. Waiting for him to start talking about gold rings and Rolexes and shit. You know, <laughs> paying alimony to four women at the same time. And I love it when he's That's like a world record. <laughs> and I love it when he's like, I don't give a shit about anything. And then he tells, uh, "What do you tell Scorpio? Hey, I'm going to beat your ass or something like that next week." Or pretty cool <laughs> opening a dynamite we had cm punk taking on dustin Rhodes. it was good it's a good it, match it, it's gonna I'm, be good you got you got two of the best in the world wrestling each other even he's old now 52 right dustin dustin, Rhodes, yeah. dustin's still one of the best workers i think he's on his way out of aw though i think he'll be in wwe for the end of the year i think so yep i think he'll take his hall of fame next year and wwe will try to get him to go on be a jobber for about a year for people dressed in the <laughs> horrible gold dust paint and then he will uh, clog his pores some more and join the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I think he's like just training people, working backstage. And then that's exactly what they'll try to he use He said him for. that, uh, I know that wasn't him that said that. His backstage mind. agent or some kind of shit that he ain't going to want to do. <laughs> and then in two or three years when Cody Rhodes is able to go back to AEW Which and actually win the world he's title. The, he's the only Rhodes that doesn't have a lisp. This is what's going to happen. You know this, right? Is when Cody Rhodes' contract up, he's going to go back to AEW, sign a new contract, and he'll be able to win the AEW title. And then he can go and he can win the AEW title. And he can, oh, I came back and saved your company now. You know, type shit. I don't think he leaves until like a significant amount of people have jumped, also, though. I like, bet it's a three to five year deal he made with AEW or WWE. Probably, I mean, it's probably three. And I bet you'll see him in AEW before. If AEW is still open. He'll he'll jump again. His I think he'll all go, over the place. I think he'll go back there, either with that New York Yankee attitude, like his dad <laughs> did when he came back just, from WWE. I just like that. I just like when he came back. His first match was Seth Rollins because I can just hear him. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bl- Blackpool Combat Club taking on Brock Anderson, Dante Martin, and well, it's just an Lee Johnson. It's so good. The whole presentation's good. The but evolution. The best part about that match was the whole entire time who was fucking William Regal talking about on the microphone? Brock yeah. Anderson. Oh yeah. Talking about how much fun him and Arn used to have back in the day and how <laughs> how he he's super high on his son, this and that. Wouldn't surprise me if you don't see somebody like Arn Anderson's son join the Blackpool Combat Club. As much as he talked about him, that's the only other wrestler from the other team that he talked about the most other than the guys on his own squad. So I assume that they're going to keep going after these real young and experienced guys. And I wouldn't surprise me if you don't build see Brock. Why sh- not? Build them into shit kickers. They need to do something with Brock Anderson anyway. You can't keep doing that shit with him or he's not going to be a, he'll be a nobody. I don't think he's, I don't think he is not anybody. But that could be why they need to put him with the Blackpool Combat Club to Maybe. try and help him. Put him with Danielson and, and them guys and let them train on him a little bit. He might get better. Uh, he don't even work out. He's pudgy. Hey, you see how oh, well... Look at Arn. Hey, he I, was pudgy back then, too. Hey, I don't like Jade, but you see how well she's coming with fucking Danielson. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I think he'd be a neat little fit to their group, especially if they're trying to train, you their new shirt? train people. Who's new shirt? Blackpool Combat Club? I, I've seen U- Yuda's, but is that the same one they're all wearing, or is that just Yuda's shirt? Uh, I don't know if it, Yuda had it on or not. I think Moxie Maybe had. it was his trunks. Yuda had the BPP on the trunks. Was that it? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. red BPP on the trunks? Yeah. Uh, Mox had a 
black shirt, uh, BCC, and then uh, it's like stamped like the fucking NWO or whatever around the edges. Oh yeah, that was that was the uh, top. That was the uh, top. Uh, it's not top completely all the way around. It just has like every two big every every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, Pro Wrestling Patisse puts out the top rope Tuesday one one week limited <laughs> edition. Tuesday. One one run limited from Tuesday to Tuesday, and uh, pretty sure that uh, hoodie was last week. Hmm. I mean, it was still like forty bucks, but come on now. I did like you just new ring gear though. It's a little bit better. The than bloody shit, the bloody white pants, white and red kind of uh, wolf packish looking. I shit can't wait bit. for them to get us music together. Come on, TK, open up that pocketbook. <laughs> Give me fucking ACDC or something. I'm still ready for them to change. <laughs> That'd be cool, fucking thunder. Actually, I'm going to say, <laughs> if you change John Moxley's fucking video on the screen and make it fit, wild thing, I might get behind it, but I can't get behind it with his old thing, so I'm sitting here going, da 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 I don't think the videos will make any difference. It does to me. Because that, you <laughs> don't, all, all you, see, you, you, see, you see the video before you ever see Moxley because he's coming through the crowd. Honest with you, every uh, time I see it, I hear the from Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. WWE. Not me. I just, uh, <laughs> they always show the crowd, so I don't ever pay attention to the video. You did see Sasha Banks' uh, comments on a podcast from a, like a week ago. <clears throat> she misses. Yeah, she's like, Dean, you can come back. And then she says somebody else, and it's like, you're all welcome. So come make <laughs> us better. Yeah, no, they don't want that shit. Can't, can't <coughs> make Moxley people better. Will. Can't make them better when they continually make themselves worse. John Moxley will be there back again before. Maybe. Yeah, but he's got to be John. He he's not coming back as Dean Ambrose. I bet you he does. Has have to be Moxley. Shit. He's if, bu- he's if he stays he's away built him, for a long ass time, himself at a, least come back as Dean Ambrose for the Hall of Fame. Be Dean Moxley. It'll be Dean Ambrose, dude. It was Razor Ramon. He's, he's for re- the Hall of Fame. He's rebuilt his career. And Scott Hall is going to get put in post. No, I'm pretty sure he was Scott Hall slash Razor Ramon. No, no, it was Razor Ramon. Same as fucking Kevin Nash was Diesel. I was like, it's ah. Kevin Nash slash Diesel, I'm pretty mm, sure, no, buddy. I'm Look it up, buddy. It's not. It doesn't matter. It's still Scott Hall, right. Razor yeah. Ramon. It's still Diesel, not Kevin Nash. Not a chance in hell that fucking Vince McMahon uses John Moxley. It is The Shield is too big of a group, too much is spun off of it. Not keep we haven't seen we haven't seen John Moxley. And to be fair, they went into the Hall of Fame for their whole entire wrestling career, not just the Diesel part of his wrestling. It career. was dude. Look at dude, the fuck we got a Texas, talk show. We got a Texas Deathmatch going. One hundred percent. They came in as those characters, and they only showed videos from fucking their early nineties run until they got inducted in the NWO. All right, moving on. Dick started the. I, I think you tried to start the show with this, and then this went in a totally different direction, but. We had Tony Khan's big announcement, the Forbidden Door, which got interrupted by Adam Cole <laughs> taking it over. Stupid name for a pay-per-view. I had no, no, that was not my intention for the beginning of the show. You said you saw the real Adam Cole. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned it during what I wanted to talk about. I'm, I'm trying to did beat this promo, Cole. though, dude. Did you? I mean, you when meant he, just overall. No, no, no. That, I meant that promo. Oh. was That's the best promo I've seen from him. He was He's more legitimized as a Japanese wrestler or whatever. That's... The strongest I've seen him in AEW, yeah. I'd say that. Hold on to your popcorn. I think there's still more to come there. <laughs> uh, I think they've just kept putting him in shitty storylines, to be quite personally honest with you. Well, he's, that, hey, Tony, throwing Tony, him straight to the best friends immediately is Tony a bad idea. Tony doesn't know how to book. 
Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Maybe that having Pat Buck there helped out just a little bit. Like you said, I, I know this last week a I lot of the finishes on the function sh- very well. Anyways, I'm pretty sure he's on cocaine. Who? Pat Buck? TK. Well, Adderall. <laughs> um, but um, it, to me, it looked like a lot of the finishes on Rampage Straight. and Dynamite so instead, were a lot more clean looking than they have been so, in the last so, few So instead of uh, months. cocaine and cowboy boots as a documentary, we get straight lines of sneakers? <laughs> right. No comment. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Tony Khan has more money than I do. Me too. I just I just gave him money to go watch a show, and I'm probably going to get more money to go watch another show. Say, TK has a lot of your money in his pocket. He does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does, doesn't he? You're kind of working for TK right now. <laughs> Brent's one of the bots. <laughs> but dare you talk shit about AEW? I love NXT 2.0. Oh yeah, Randy Orton just did my, the whole big my guilty, into the it's my guilty pl- It's my guilty pleasure. Ooh, oh yeah. What are we talking about? New Japan, Forbidden Door. Your Forbidden Doors and your fruit baskets. My Forbidden Doors and the fruit baskets? I basket? have seen yeah. Jay White's entrance like seven fucking times in different organizations. They using, they the using the, they're not using the sling blade the way they're supposed to. Switch saying, blade. I haven't seen him wrestle yet, really. His, move, his move is a sling blade. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know who the fuck he is besides he can walk out on stage and everybody be like, he's ooh, le- it's Jay White. He's the leader of Bullet Club. Cool. You thought fucking Adam Cole was the leader of Bullet Club. Well, I was, yeah, listening to Clint's ass. He was the leader of Bullet no, Club for wasn't. a quick minute. Nope. No, he wasn't. Never. Never leader of Bullet Club. Are you sure? Because there's an American version of Bullet Club and there's a Japanese version of Bullet Club. Then he's never been the leader of Bullet Club. I'm pretty sure he was in charge of it when he was in Is this ROH. a Bullet Club purist argument here? Prince Devitt, Kenny o- or AJ Styles, Kenny Omega... Jay White. I thought Cody Rhodes was too. That was the Civil War bullshit. That's the Elite versus Bullet Club. Yep. I mean, but they were. And guess what? Adam Cole's part of the Elite. (laughs) Never been leader of Bullet Club. You're not. If you're not Bullet Club Japan, you're not the leader of Bullet Club. So. Uh, That's you're a purist. You're you're just taking a side there. I do think that That too. Did they? Did he wear a bullet club thing and call himself a leader and like let a group of motherfuckers out, and that more than a hundred thousand people watched it? Fuck no. <laughs> Kenny Omega started a fucking small group that led off fucking into Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes started the elite, and that took them and the Young Bucks and Marty Scroll and fucking actually like, Kenny were, Omega. They tried to say Ken, they were better than the Bullet Ken, Club. Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes started the Civil War, fighting against each other for Bullet Club. What happened? Tomatonga got Jay White together and kicked both of the motherfuckers out. I think they started their own wrestling company and just left. No, that was New Japan. Because <laughs> some of that happened on ROH, yeah, on ROH TV, didn't some of that shit play out? I know Cody was going back yeah. and forth onto ROH because they all had their suits on, looking real nice. We're they talking were the, about how they, they were, were better the, than the Bullet they were Club the and elite. shit. We were the elite, not the Bullet Club. We're our own <laughs> thing. We're our own self. Yeah, not Bullet Club. <coughs> we're better than them. You just said not Bullet Club. Right, that's that was that was Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega and Marty Scroll and then the guess Bucks. and then guess what happened Not about that same Adam Cole. Guess what happened about that same time period? They all we left. got the undisputed era. Well, that's because they NXT. all like I said they all left and went from their made their own wrestling company and then the rest of them went to NXT. 
Uh, all I'm saying is, would you fucking either get Adam Cole off TV or make him do something interesting? And this might be the germ of something that might make him half interesting. But all right, Ward, Wardlow and the Butcher. What do you guys think about that? Uh, it was fucking brutal. I think, wasn't it? I like how he has to wear handcuffs anywhere he is with security. <laughs> they did the fucking cute little breaks the handcuffs, but <laughs> fucking. Uh, I mean, it was just. I, hey, boys, uh, can one of you grab my brief or my suitcase? What I like about the butcher is he looks kind of like a Bruiser Brody ish type of wrestler. You know what I mean? It fits the it fits the description. He's crazy looking. Um, but he he's got a the hell shit. of a good, really he's understand. a hell of a guitar player. Got himself in real good shape now. That he's not going to be a guitar player no more. Yeah, that band broke up. Uh, what band was it? All their. You can tell he's slimmed uh, down. All that remains. You can tell he's slimmed down, put a lot more muscle on. <coughs> yeah, he's, in the he's last few weeks. Looking. All that remains or every time I die. One of the two. I don't remember. Either way, they're done. So he's got to be a wrestler now. He's got to get his checks from Tony only now. <laughs> so he's got to put in the work. I and, uh, he looks good. It's going to bother me because I can't remember. Um, for being as big as he is, he can move pretty good. Uh, we'll see. <coughs> Injury prone wise, I don't know. He's been injured a couple times already You know, since we've started watching AEW pretty strong or since they've been on TV, I guess. Has he um, been? He's been injured like twice now. It's every time I die. Uh, and and but Wardlow, he's. I thought the blade was the one that was injured. He's been injured a two. I think no. they've both been injured. One. He's been injured twice. I think the blade got injured once. Tore hammy uh, or some shit. I think. Butcher tore his bicep. That's what it was. Oh, the bicep. Right before he was supposed to go back on tour with Every Time I Die. Sorry. He literally came back for one night to wrestle and got hurt because it was a. Uh, it was a match that he wanted to do or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, you're a fucking idiot. We're just we're building we're, we're just building towards double or nothing. MJF, Wardlow. Uh, that pig. That <laughs> piggy. <laughs> uh, we had Jungle Boy and Kyle O'Reilly in a qualifier for the Owen Hart Cup. And... Kyle O'Reilly got the fucking clean win in the ring. Yeah, could do Kyle O'Reilly smooth. He's my least favorite member of them, but uh, it's because he likes to do the little hoppy. Yeah, he looks twelve. <laughs> He's actually, I think, the oldest besides Bobby <laughs> Fish. I'm just saying, he don't look like a wrestler really. He's kind of chubby in the middle. I'm just saying, He's you like, would be if you were a wrestler too. I, I'm understand that, but kind of was when I was like. <laughs> Leave him alone. Kevin Owens is chubby in the middle, too. I'm just saying he looks a little lazy. But he's real slick in the ring. Real fluid. He's also diabetic. Is he really? Yeah. So that, no, that's why he missed like a year of COVID. It's no excuse to not lose weight. <laughs> yeah. He's got to keep it on, man. It's, he needs the sugar. I thought you are supposed to lose weight when you're diabetic. I'm being an asshole. That's for obese. What Isn't he obese? obese? No, no. He's just a little chubby right in the middle. Hmm. All right. You had, you had Clint's boy Hooks. Dynamite debut. <sighs> Quick fashion was the match too, wasn't it? Taking on An- Anthony Henry. He, he was, was part of. He looked like a goddamn human suplex machine, part, just like his dad did yeah, in ECW. He, yeah, he he's part of the work. He's think. part of the work horseman, which is a tag he's team. He's taller than Taz JD is. Drake. It's going to help him when he's suplexing overhead people. The good thing about it is he's taller than Taz was. He's uh, he gets lower though. He can shoot. I told you he's a good wrestler, shit. man. Outside yeah, of it, he's a good wrestler. He's gonna as long as they keep building him correctly, he's gonna be. He's he's, gonna, he's, he's an Ivy. He's an Ivy League lacrosse player. Come on, that's true. I didn't know that either until Come this on. week. Taz is his dad. He had money, WWE money. He's gonna. You don't realize you nice. don't realize it, but Hook's like twenty six years old. Hmm. He look yeah, he looks young. 
So do I. I just kind of hope they get him away from Danhausen a little bit. A little bit, motherfucker. What I've been saying since he fucking first popped out of the trash can with a bag of chips. Get this motherfucker out of the same segments with him. Needs to be it's my high spot of the week. I'm glad he's not in. <laughs> I'm glad he's not in the Owen Hart Cup. How do you feel about your power now? I, I'm, I'm glad he's not in the Owen Hart Cup because it would be a clear indication as to who was going to win the Owen Hart Cup if he was. <coughs> they're not going to have Hook lose anytime soon. My I don't problem think. with it is it's not even good Danhausen yet though. Like, oh yeah, Danhausen could do so much more. No, Re- we don't dude, need more. Dude, Re- Reese loves Danhausen. He's grown on me. I've seen all of his videos. It's sad that you've watched all his videos and took the They're kind of funny, dude. It's all minutes of your lives that you'll never get back. Dude, if your daughter liked She wouldn't it, like it. No, I was going to say, if she did, you would watch You watch all the eight Harry Potter movies because she wanted to. Yeah, but she wouldn't watch a Dan Housen movie because I wanted her to. It started with Dan Housen making popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Davis, tell me you want it safe enough to come out from the popcorns. <laughs> As he's tying his shoes, laces together. I don't together. think I would subject my child to seeing that shit because I would. She feel watched like, it at school. She typed in AEW on YouTube. No, and no, I'm talking about Dan House popped up. I'm talking about my kid. Oh, I, don't, I think it would bring the, her IQ down, and I don't want that. <laughs> They're funny, but I wish they'd get him away from Hook. I, I mean, I don't really want to see him. And I love the videos. Of, I love the videos of him and Matt about Hook. Dude, the videos of him and Matt Cordona are fucking fantastic. Yeah, the, <laughs> when he's driving around in that thing. Here's interesting. Did you know that? Oh shit! Got Carl Anderson was in charge of the Bullet Club at one time. He's one of the OGs. The four founding members are Prince Devitt, which was Finn Balor, Balor, <coughs> Balor, Carl Anderson, and Tomatonga. Listener well, says they had such a big faction, and, and uh, AJ Styles didn't want to travel back and forth to New Japan. So basically, they're just like, "Hey, you're going to be in charge because AJ doesn't want to come to New Japan." AJ don't want to come to Japan. <laughs> But basically, AJ, <coughs> AJ was in charge of us as here when he was in ROH. But it's kind of neat to know that Carl was actually given the old fucking. Who was it? Paul Heyman said that uh, he only became champ because Triple H didn't want to work on a Thursday. Uh, who, who was who was it? it? Was just not too long ago, right? No, this was back way back. Wait, I think it was like JBL. JBL. Yeah, at the ECW paper. Carl though. Anderson JBL'd it. Yeah. <laughs> basically he kind of did didn't he into his way of leadership i like um they're talking shop shit it's pretty fucking funny I listen dude. to the first one it's pretty fucking funny they just bullshit on there the whole time i think it wasted too a lot of fart jokes yeah <laughs> uh there's a lot of perverted shit on there too i guess but it's, i think the other thing i listened to was talking shopamania with chris jericho that yeah that episode's pretty good but uh the, they do the pay-per-view still, I guess, every once in a while. Or they got another one they're about to do or something. You know, the Talking Shop of Mania pay-per-view? Yeah. So I, the last one looked like it was pretty fucking out of control, dude. <laughs> and a lot of people paid for that shit as well, which blew my mind. They fucking had Chavo jumping off the top rope. I'm like, Chavo, you're not even getting paid for this. Don't waste the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back. Yeah. What what Chavo jump off of? We we're talking about talking shopamania. Uh, fucking. Oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't leave you with anything because I had to pee. We were just talking about Hook for a minute, and I, I mean, you know, he's he's Hook. They keep building him he's right. The, and he's the what? Cold hearted, handsome devil. I think that's what he calls him. Yeah. He. Uh, I don't. I don't know. We got to take a ninety second break. Yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, you won't miss a minute of the action with picture in picture. <laughs> Tope suicida. So, I got a little shimmer of hope for Hook, but I wish I'm probably not going to pay attention to it until he's away from Dan Housen. Britt Baker qualified for the uh, Owen Hart Cup. He did get Hook to finally say some words, though. 
I believe yeah, that's the first that, person that ever on, get him to yeah, speak. That was, yeah. on, that was on Rampage. Other than him saying the one time I'm mad and I don't like to be mad. You you wanted my attention? You got it now. Yeah. Because the one Ricky Stark said, you made Hook mad. See? And he went, I'm mad. And I don't like to yeah, be mad. I'm mad. And that was like a year ago. That was on Rampage, right? Yeah. He's only been on Rampage for the oh, last yeah. year. Well, I mean, he didn't wrestle on Rampage. But I've seen him on Dynamite. Rampage. Is I mean, he was in the background on Dynamite forever. Wasn't Ram- he? Rampage is Hook's show. I've seen him on Dynamite. Yeah, but as a background cat, not in the wrestling oh. match. Is it bad the highlight of uh, Britt Baker's match is that uh, the two Pittsburgh Steelers players came out with her and the one tried to talk on the microphone and they instantly just fucking cut it yeah, off? Yeah, it's because he doesn't play for Jaguars. <laughs> I thought he might say so? some ignorant shit to fucking get them in trouble. Fuck Tony Khan. And then uh, the main event, we had a coffin match, uh, which ended two... P- Tope Suicida. I liked it. You guys was talking shit about this earlier. I liked it. My high spot of the week comes from this. Match. You liked the coffin with the ta- thumbtacks on yeah, the lid? thumbtacks on But the fucking tennis on. shoes were too much. But <laughs> you should be like talking about Sting's old man shoes. Dude, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the tennis shoes with the thumbtacks in them was too much, but the coffin lid with the thumbtacks on them the was f- Not the tennis shoes. He did the fucking knee things that I talk shit about all the time. Put the you talk about the fucking shoes. You yeah. talk about the shoes, oh, the too. The ones we at, watched at the paper they had the special shoes with the thumbtacks the y- built the in the bottom of them. They were super kicking people. But the fucking coffin lid's acceptable. A coffin lid that Darby made himself. Dar- it's yeah. his coffin. He personally made Darby's it. Darby's a supernatural in character. In his backyard, Little Undertaker. How's he a supernatural right. character? I'm I'm I already don't like the coffin match. All the time. No, he does fall off of shit and die in his videos. Mm-hmm. Wrecks his car and dies and comes back to life. The only part I didn't Zombie like boy. about the whole match was when they I like turtles. put the coffin up and tried <laughs> to break it for some reason, but then it didn't break. And then they made it a little bit sideways. So when they did the tope <laughs> suicida, fucking and then gives uh, it like sideways. What's the what's the manager for Andre uh, uh, Andrade's manager's name? He came uh, out. And, yeah, uh, shit. Came out and ripped his shirt off and turned into Steve Austin and flipped the camera off for a minute and then took the backdrop on the Are lid. Are you talking about me Mark Sterling? No, 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 no. Andrade's manager, the guy with the oh. with the glasses and the clipboard yeah, I don't know or the uh, iPad. He come Ga- out. Ga- and he, Gabriel or a, something like that. He came out after Andrade was like half in the casket, half out, and like ripped his shirt off and flipped the camera off all Steve Austin-ish. And then went to like power bomb. Yeah, he went to take the bump on the tax and totally and, missed the tax, but totally sold going on the tax. Yeah, and then instead <laughs> of him getting power bomb and Darby threw it, Darby reversed it and he missed the lid completely. Like he fell on the tax and he was like, ah, the tax got me. And then he's fucking tope suicided him for the win. Andrade's a little fat too the whole time. And, and then we <laughs> then we got a Hardy Boys coming out going delete. Delete. And nobody cheers. Delete. And you like, can feel the fucking energy being vacuumed out of the fucking place. Like, Jeff Hardy looked like he tore a chest muscle deleting as well. <laughs> wah, wah. He went to delete, delete, and then he grabbed his chest like, I hurt something when he like, deleted. <laughs> this has to be the worst run of the Hardys ever. I told you motherfuckers this was going to happen. They already used them up in the first two weeks they were there by throwing them in fucking specialty table matches and shit. That's the thing with the Hardy Boys. You save that shit for a motherfucking pay-per-view. That's the whole thing of AEW altogether. The bad part is Tony Khan. All debut wrestling, three weeks and they're gone. Tony Khan does gimmick matches on live TV, and when we get to the pay-per-view, we actually get a real wrestling match. No fucking way, dude. You you don't let them have a tables match their first fucking weekend. You give them that at the fucking pay-per-views. <laughs> I'm done talking about come it. On, come on, next week on no, Dynamite. No, because I already well, told no, you just, motherfuckers just, that this just was going to happen. Just next week on Dynamite, we get a Philly street fight. So are they buddies? We get a ladder match. Who are they buddies with? Who? Oh, Hardys. I didn't really quite understand it, besides the fucking... Everything. They're helping Darby and Sting. 
They're buddies with Darby and Sting. Yeah. Okay. I don't, it didn't quite convey on TV. I was a little confused. I don't like, know. We might get Sting and Darby versus the Hardys at Double or Nothing. I don't know. They came out and started deleting. I know. It made it seem like when they come out that they were buddies with Sting and Darby, and it made me confused because I didn't know if they were before. They've been I all helping they each other. Like a four-way match before that. They've been all helping hey, each other, and I think honestly that Sting's probably Jeff's uh, there, uh, there's sponsor. A, there's a member of Three Count with uh, Roman Reigns' brother. I think that Sting's <laughs> probably Jeff's sponsor. So they all have to stay in gimmick ring stuff together so that way, because if Jeff gets out of line, Sting's got to put him back. Uh, yeah, you know. Can't be having him show up to events Sting all fucked up. Sting can't be happy about that. And Sting, will you stop jumping off of shit? Fuck you off. No, we're really nervous. We, we, like, we like Sting Funk. He's in his 60s. Sting Funk. Dude, he was wearing like stuff that fucking my uncle wears to mow the yard in the yeah, fucking wrestling was. this week. It was great. You leave my high spot of the week out of this. Your high spot of the week was something else. No, it's fucking... Can't be <coughs> Can't be Sting and being, fucking Dan Housen. I was being, yeah. being smart. My highest spot of the week is actually just Sting jumping off shit. <laughs> Switched it up because he knows Dan Housen's a terrible piece of shit wrestler. <laughs> Not even a wrestler. He's a gimmick. No, my highest spot. Like, one time he tried to wrestle, he broke his fucking leg. That tells the story. His is partner broke his ankle in the same match. <laughs> he had a bunch of matches before that. Tells the story. He was an ROH. You don't need to be in the ring. You obviously don't drink enough milk. <laughs> get him the fuck out of here get him the fuck off my tv no, milk co- uh, milk costs human monies he's the part of the bots probably so i know what we got rampage talking about cursing shit yep. adam motherfuckers C- cursing their show to not be on tv no more. Ad- adam <laughs> cole adam cole taking on uh ishi ishi qualifier uh, for the owen hart cup rest in peace to that guy there huh so uh I, I just said roman Reigns' brother was on tv with a member of three count <laughs> But you didn't say rest in peace to that guy right there. What, Rosie? Yeah. I talked. This is like the third time I talked about him on the show today. He did. <laughs> yeah, it's the anniversary like a week or two ago. Did you watch Rampage? Yeah. Ishii? Did she actually? Adam the, Cole? Yeah. yeah it's a good match. They should have just ended the show right after that match. And it's been like, oh, Rampage is having technical I difficulties. I fucking like that match. It should have just been a main event. Ishii just been no-sold the whole fucking time. Why is that yeah, a good yeah, match? Yeah, I mean, Ishii no-sells everything. I thought it was good because... Why is that good? It was hard-hitting. That's what I liked about you it. You go slap the fuck out of that guy and tell me uh, he's going to sell to you. They were doing... They, I, they were just powerbombing. He's the a fucking Japanese pit bull. He took like of, fucking six fucking elbows to the fucking head. Yeah. Like a bunch of times he fucking headbutting him. He doesn't have a neck. And Str- then he fucking... <laughs> And then he took one after and fell down. Strong style. Yeah. It was stupid. Got to no. make him look strong. Because they eventually catch up to you, bud. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That dude's like 50 years old, too. It was um, I don't know, man. I thought it was good. I mean, that Adam Cole's good for them high-paced, high, high-paced fucking high-action matches. Like, that's when he's at his the worst, best, I The worst like. part of the match is the ending when Jay White comes out, and it's a fucking low-blow bullshit Bullet Club win. And that's why the, the Owen Hart Cup has to <coughs> end. And, like, there can't. Like when the very last match, a championship match for the cup, it can't, can't be shenanigans. Can't be shenanigans. If there is, then fuck AEW all the way around. And ain't gonna have Bret Hart out of it. Let's have a storyline out of this. I don't know. There's rumors coming out that Bret Hart stepped out of his WWE fucking contract. I thought there's rumors today. saying that he I, signed one. That's what I thought too. And today. there's also ones coming around saying that he stepped out of it today. I don't think he needs to be in AEW for any reason at all. Not to hand the belt over to who? No, it's not a belt, it's a cup, and the wife should be handing it over, or his son. (laughs) Not fucking Bret Hart to take the shine away from Owen's fucking cup. It's it's not Bret's cup, it's Owen's cup. But it's either either Martha or Blade? No, uh, Oge. Oge. Oge? Or it could be his daughter. Blade is Bret's son. Okay. Okay. My bad. Got the wrong heart. Wrong hearts. 
Wrong Which hearts. He was going to be a professional wrestler at one time, but I guess maybe not anymore. He's an artist, I think, right? Graphic designer. And then Oge is a lawyer in England. He lives in England know. or some shit like that. And I, I can't remember what the daughter does. Uh, Owen's daughter. I'm not sure what she does. I think she's a teacher. Marries and reproduces like most of the hearts. <laughs> They're dying out. I don't think that they have anything to do with the actual heart family. They, buddy. Yeah, I know. But Owen's son looks a fuckload like him, and it's kind of creepy to look at him every once in a while. <laughs> we, already, we already talked about hooking Danhausen. Look at him dese- desecrating the yeah. French flag. Shame yeah, on yeah, him. Yeah, Lance Archer taking on uh, Serpentico. He's handicapped. Leave him alone. Um, no, he's not. <laughs> and I'm going to send an email. That was just a squash match. Yes, it was. Because it was just Lance Archer fucking hurting somebody by throwing them all over the fucking Chuck Chuck Symphony. That's because right? Lance Archer takes on Wardlow next week. No, it's because they always Chuck throw jabronis at Lance Archer, Archer to make him look like he's stronger than he really is. Fucking, you could do that to me and make yourself look strong. Eddie Kingston and Daniel Garcia. Uh, Eddie Kingston got tired after about four minutes and looked really he's, sad. He sweats a lot. He was tired after about four <laughs> minutes and gassed out, and then it made Daniel Garcia look bad, who already doesn't look great anyway. Only time I've ever seen Daniel Garcia look good is with Dana Bryan. That's because he's a sports entertainer. I got this, bro. I think this is the first thing that Jericho's uh, failing at. Failing at. The whole backstage segment was stupid as shit where they got kicked out of the show. It's all my, s- high, my high spot of the whole fucking show besides Cole and Ishii. Next, next you got uh, Brett Baker and Jamie Hayter talking shit about How many high spots Tony you got Stone? this week, big guy? High spot of the show. High spot of the show. <laughs> <laughs> my girl Tony Storm's talking shit I don't think I watch I got this as part. many high spots as I want you gotta pick a new word then you're confusing me <laughs> like my favorite part of the show would have been better for that it's my high spot the, of the show the barn burner I gotta get I'm gonna be like Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan high spot high spot high spot, high spot. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying what after everything what she, by she the way did out. you see that the um, WWE crowd tried to hijack a few times with the what chant again this week I love that it's back I really I think do. every time Brett says the word high spot we should just yell kick out fuck it yeah. <laughs> fuck them and WWE and their fucking sitcom fucking, or shit uh, I think dude, the I love, crowd should hijack the show love, every week and fucking ruin the whole entire show so they have to write around it dude I love fucking <laughs> Tony Storm being like Brett other than you being AEW women's champion during a terrible run what have you actually done in your wrestling Look career <laughs> I've been around the world Everybody knows who I am. Look into the eyes I'll, of a real killer, dude. He's like, I'll see you in the first round, and I'll beat you in the next one. Cold dead <laughs> eyes, too. Look at him. Stop making me do that. It makes me sick to my stomach. You're about to watch him. Tony play. Storm doesn't make you sick to your stomach. She does not. Fucking. His Uncle Chris. He, his Uncle Chris, he don't like watching no more. Yeah, I know. He, he talked about it earlier named. today. He who should not be named. Chris Benoit. <laughs> Voldemort. The real rabbit, rabbit Wolverine. <laughs> Who I, think, Butch? I, I think it's Lord Voldemort. Pete Butch. Who the fuck is Pete Butch? <laughs> is it Butch main, main event. Look, Jade. there's Edge. You think you know me. You think you know me. You think you know me. You <laughs> main you event, know me. Jade Cargill taking on Marina Shavir. <coughs> I liked it. That was Shavir. Is it Shavir? Shavir. Tupac Shavir. It's it's yeah. it's Mar- she, uh, she needs it's to work Marina on her, uh, it's Marina Strong it's Roddy Strong's wife she didn't look mm. bad she looked like she was um she's not sc- polished scared or something like uh she looked smooth she looked as fuck. she had a match last mm, week she looked she's smooth one, as fuck. She she's looked, one of she's she one of Shayna. to me like she like like she was like kinda, she didn't uh, sell she didn't one, sell the greatest she's one of Shayna's four horsemen UFC chicks well she mm. looks like looked to me like she was just iffy like she was scared to really do she, anything she didn't sell the greatest but. The, uh, the, the cartwheel was the shit. 
she had she didn't have <laughs> offense the whole fucking first part of the match, but the little bit of offense she did get in towards the end. It was smooth. She the fucking table bump. I thought she broke her fucking <laughs> neck or her head or something. That table didn't break like they wanted T- it to. Dude, TK needs to stop using tables in fucking women's matches because every single one of his women bounces off of the tables or gimmick the table up so the motherfucker's gonna break <laughs> yeah they actually break they at least threw a towel ta- you know threw a towel over the top of it break that motherfucker in the middle before you throw her through it and then throw the towel over the Take top of it still to it and duct tape motherfucker it. man yeah stop stop having your chicks bounce off the tables because you yeah i thought not, she, they don't weigh enough to go through them i thought she was hurt legit when jay did that she might have been kind of because when she rolled her back in the ring she kind of had this look on her face like how many more minutes we got of this shit goddamn and and now I got to go into my spiel of just to straight up piss off Clint. And then, you know, Jade, who honestly looks like a million dollars in every single match. You, you mean the uh, uh, taller version of who wants to be Sasha Banks, who's never going to be fucking Sasha Banks? I don't know about that. <laughs> the, oh, I think Sasha Banks would like to be her that, at this point. That, I'm that bitch? No. Ooh, well, You're trying to copy the fucking boss, the how many, blueprint. How many titles does Sasha Banks have on her right now? Uh, a at tag least, team title that means nothing. At least eight women's on her waist at this moment she has a tag team title it means absolutely nothing <laughs> and she has the aew them. women's television title right television title right she's not the women's NHL channel that gets defended the tbs title that gets defended regularly yes. correct no she defended regularly pretty much no she defends it she defends it once a fucking month now but how many Who times does? has the tag team title Jade? been defended Jade. she's been on rampage she has every week she has six defenses. Oh. The title was decided at Revolution three months ago. How many times has the tag team titles for the women been wrestled? She wanted a WrestleMania three weeks ago. She's defended it twice. Since WrestleMania? Since WrestleMania, she's defended it twice. Mm. In three weeks. I think you're going overboard with Jade, but I don't think she's bad, though. I think she's real good. She's a wannabe Sasha Banks great. right now. She's I don't think she's a wannabe best. anything. I think she's trying she's to be She's at best Goldberg. Thing. But she's definitely, they're trying to be, they're trying to definitely turn her into a female Goldberg-esque type of Well, that's not great, though. Type of character. She also needed to clean off her, <laughs> uh, she also she, needed to clean off her forehead last night because she, she saw has, a green she dye on it. She don't want no Saudi payday. I think she has a lot more wrestling maneuvers in her arsenal than what Goldberg did. Well, a lot of people forget about his first matches. Had, he had pretty good technique. Yeah, but once they were like, this is all we need to get you over. This is all <laughs> you're going to have to do. And then he was like, that's fine by me. Fuck, it'll save me from getting injured, even though he made a lot of bad decisions on his own but either way she looked 10 times better than she had in the last month because she's working with danielson right so you can't bitch about nothing because in another month she's gonna look even better than she did tonight she still ain't ever gonna be sasha banks she don't want to be sasha banks yes she does she's that bitch she's that she wanted to be sasha banks then she would say i would love to be sasha banks can i be like you (laughs) you are the she would say aew sasha banks she would say sasha can i be in your baddie section but she has not said that (laughs) she would be in sasha when was the last time that sasha teamed up with shaq never Never. What it's because Vince ain't going to take Shaq. Who fuck who teamed up with Shaq? I'm just saying. Never. Never happened. Yeah, and guess who, guess who Shaq went against? He's now in WWE. Hulk Hogan. Cody. Yeah. Oh, well. Shaq also wrestled Big Show in WWE, and now they're both in AEW. <coughs> wrestled Hulk Hogan in WCW. Shaq wrestled Hulk Hogan? Fucking hey. I don't remember that. Uh, Mr. T was out in the match, too. Shaq, Hulk Hogan, and Mr. T in we're WCW. In a match. Yes. What year was this? Ninety-five and a half or something. Hmm. I have to look that shit up because I don't remember it. I remember Carl Malone. That was like ninety-seven. So you're telling me 
Hogan wrestled Shaq in like almost his rookie season in the NBA. So that was like what, 93, 94? No, I'm going to say his NBA was before that, 92, I think. 92, he's still in college, I think. I already had the Shaq fucking breaking the backboard while I was watching it. The magic fucking. I mean, it's got to be uh, like 90. It's 92 to 94 ish, somewhere around there. I'm pretty sure he was in WWE before that. Sure wasn't Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is this segment's been uh, building for like three weeks now. Mark sent us his finishing moves. Dick went on the Mount Rushmore. Of- Dick went on his uh, Trump tour last weekend. <laughs> so uh, we doing four or five? We're doing five. I don't care. Five finishing moves. Your top five finishers. So we'll actually start it. We got a list. The top 10 finishers, this is according to Ranker. So, let me load the list real quick. (laughs) So, Shaquille O'Neal and Hulk Hogan were shooting a commercial for Thunder in Paradise. And that's how they got hooked up with the WCW. (laughs) In the video, Hogan asks O'Neill if he wants to shoot some basketball without missing a beat. O'Neill shushes him by choking him and saying well, that Thunder in Paradise comes up next. Well, that's probably like 93. Like the, Hogan the, got signed in 95. The two Titans share a laugh with Hogan, commenting that it was perfect take, saying that that's the one man, that's the one beautiful. So I don't know what the fuck really happened Mr. There. T come out with Hogan, too. Mr. T was Hogan's fucking first... <laughs> There's tag a, team partner at WrestleMania was, 1. That, that was a picture of Bash at taking, the, taking on fucking Orndorff and uh, Piper. Hulk Hogan defeated Ric Flair for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship in the 1994 Bash, Bash at the Beach. And then celebrated with Shaquille O'Neal and Mr. T afterwards. So I said 94 originally. So yeah. basically all Shaquille O'Neal did was just raise his hand in victory, though. That's it. It was a good segment. But he did I a, was starstruck. But they did a commercial because he played for the Orlando Magic. Yeah. The fucking um, Thunder in Paradise. In so they did That's a commercial funny. together and he choked Hogan in the commercial and was like, Thunder in Paradise comes on next. <laughs> Which makes you think Hogan would choke him since it's his show, but. <laughs> but Shaq. Yeah, it's Shaq. What are you going to do? All right. Number 10, according to Ranker of the top 10 finishing moves in wrestling, Big Aristotle. <laughs> the Walls of Jericho. Yeah, I can't disagree. That's number five? 10. That's 10. Oh, okay. Number nine, you have the pedigree from Triple H. I should be higher, probably. I feel the same way. Number eight, you have the sharp sh- sharpshooter from Bret Hart. That could be higher on some people's list, but not mine. Number seven, you have Jeff Hardy's Swanton Bomb. Depends on how you look at Bret Hart. Shit should be higher than that. Um, depends on how you look at finishers because number, there's flippy shit. There's submissions. Swanton Bomb. Slam number shit, number six on this list is the Diamond Cutter. So we will start our list both right. All, all of us right here, including Marks. Number five on Ranker's list is the 619 from Rey Mysterio. Mm. That's definitely not my... F- wasn't on my That's list. That's number six. It might. That's number five. It's That's not catchy. on my list. Which I'm not going to rank mine one through five. I'm just going to tell you my either. five top five finishing moves that are my favorites. Mine are ranked. Mine are ranked as well. Oh, shit. <laughs> mine are not ranked. I, I just picked... What, I thought that's what we were doing. I'm I just also, picked my... I'm I picked my... I'm not doing that, but... <laughs> our 
Africa. If you want to, okay, if you want to rank the five, so Marks would have been the power bomb then, correct? The Jack jackknife power, power bomb. bomb. I, Fuck. I guess it doesn't mean you can't pick it, but that's what, <laughs> that was on his list as number five, and he ain't here. To well, that was it, so. that was his honorable mention. Is that your number five as well? Was that going to be your number five? Well, I know what my four are, but I've been thinking about this number five since I was running my mouth outside about how we should do five. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was thinking that, but honestly, uh, I can interchange that with fucking choke slam though. I missed both of those moves, but. Since Mark's already picked the jackknife, I'm gonna go with the choke slam. It's my number five. Which version of the choke slam? Every version or just ah? Uh, do you have a favorite? I can't. Okay. Do you have a favorite version of the choke slam yourself? I guess I should say. Is there a favorite version? That I would have to, to say watch? Big Show on Rey Mysterio back in the day, like Big Show that they made an action figure out of with the fucking like the neck brace, the neck brace and shit. And they had the Rey Mysterio that had the fucking extending neck or whatever. That was based off a fucking moment in WCW and shit. All right, all right. And it was devastating. Like, damn. I like that. I like that. But And they always said, you know, you could tell if Big Show liked a person or in the I mean, ring the or not. Giant, I mean. The giant Big Show. <laughs> they said you could tell. You, could, you can tell that on uh, AEW, too. If you watch John Mosley with the uh, paradigm shift, if he respects you, it's just a double underhook DDT. If he doesn't like you, he fucking picks you up. It's like a fucking brain buster suplex. Just straight drop you on your fucking head. It happened well, to Dante Martin, I think. The big show was known as a big ass dick. So I don't think his so, was a respect thing. I think it was just a whether he liked you or didn't like you thing. Because <laughs> every time how Ashley's favorite is Moxley, every time we watch the match, I'm like, oh, he likes that guy. Be like, oh no, he fucking hates that motherfucker. <laughs> Why? He straight up just picked him up and dropped him straight on his fucking noggin. <laughs> so, am I going next? You going next? I go next. Uh, the Superman punch. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> he's got big as shit, dude. Arm, arm. Only if it's Orange Cassidy. Um, arm, gonna, arm bar. I'm gonna go with uh, the Michinoku driver, um, which has been reused what? as like a Falcon Arrow and like 30 other different names that people have called it over time yeah, and so the hundred thousand Kenny Omega is your number five a hundred thousand different people have used a the Michinoku driver or a different kidding me? version of the Michinoku <laughs> driver do that. Falcon Arrow um not only that but talking Michinoku isn't that his finisher no, no it's no. the fucking electric chair but uh there's been like I said that basically the Falcon Arrow is another version of the Michinoku driver there's been uh Seth Rollins uses a version of the Michinoku <coughs> driver. Every once in a while, you'll get someone to actually call it the Michinoku driver, which is the you know the name, the original name of it. But dude, it was it's like a really cool ass move, and you know, up above the head, you got to give him the slam in between the legs, uh, and you got to drop only, drop him down like the X Factor style and shit, and not break their neck doing it. I only know that from WrestleMania 2000. To be honest with you, um, I've never watched Doctor Michinoku do it. Dude, he used to do it from the top rope, and it was dope as shit. But you know, he always did it to light lighter guys because he was a light heavyweight and stuff. Uh, him, him, and uh Rios, aka Aguila, they had a fuckload of matches back in the day because they were technically the only two light heavyweights that WWE had until they signed all the other Japanese guys, Dick to go, um fucking uh uh the little fucking uh Funaki Funaki, show Funaki and a couple other guys, I can't remember their names. Uh and uh and, know, it's a fucking cool last move, dude. So my number <laughs> we had to have a fucking honorable mention or number five all of a sudden, so and that's the only one that comes off the top of my mind that I was like, yo, that's a really fucking cool ass move and like a thousand people do it still to this day. You know, it may not be a, a finisher now, but <coughs> it used to be. <laughs> you already said it's the one wing angel. It's the electric chair driver. Kenny Omega's finishing electric move. Electric chair driver. 
It's like you set them up like an electric chair drop. Like you drop them on their face from the electric chair drop or whatever. And then you spin them into a Mitchell pile driver. driver. Yeah, it's stupid. It's just another version. It's only been one person to ever kick out of it. It all leads That's back him, to that. Right? No, go to Ibushi. Oh. Pretty sure he kicked out of it too. Nah, it doesn't count. Hagman did it to him. <laughs> it it wasn't Kenny. It wasn't Kenny doing it. Kota Ibushi is the only one to ever kick out of Kenny Omegas. I don't think it counts on Brent's list. That's the, that's the, golden, lo- that's the golden Lovers. <laughs> Uncle Dave said it doesn't count. Yeah, well. S- eight stars Tokyo Dome. <laughs> All right. It's, it's uh, not recognized, isn't it? I don't recognize the world title. I don't recognize any of them world titles outside of <laughs> WWE or AEW, to be honest with you. Number four on this list of ranker, the Sweet Chin Music. Just to let you know. He only had number. Number four, Sweet Chin Music, is also Mark. He uh, he had to hit him with it hmm. one time, not 100. Got to get that <coughs> leg slap. <coughs> got to work it up. Got to get it stomping. No, it's because he's the ultimate guy. So <coughs> all, all he needs is one. I think I pissed your dog off. He did. <laughs> I, li- I used to like the super here, kick. I like Shawn Michaels' super kick. That's what I said. That's why he only needed one. Right. The it's real super tuning kick. Tuning up the band right beforehand. And fucking drop the hammer down and take a motherfucker out. And if you, and if Shawn Michaels didn't like you, you know what? You seen a dude get kicked square in the throat. I can't speak educatedly on this subject because Young Bucks made me dumber with that move. Dude, dude super kick super, party. Actually, it's gotten out of control a little you bit. You can't yeah. blame the Young Bucks. Fucking everybody uses the super kick. It's fucking ridiculous. They might overuse it a little bit. But like I said, the guy who made the super kick used to hit people with like 15 of them in a match as well. So, you know, that was how that it Chris started. Adams? Chris Adams, yeah, the gentleman. Uh, which I don't think he was a gentleman in real life, but he trained Stone Cold, right? Yeah, yeah, one of the many, yeah. But yeah, he so he created the super kick, and I guess I've never seen it or him do it, but I guess in his matches he used to do just as many as what like an Adam Cole or the Young Bucks do. And I think he was he was tag. I've seen it. He but, was tag team partners with William Ringle in WCW. Here's the thing: people used to get just as mad back in the day of him doing that <laughs> shit all the time as they do nowadays of people doing it all the time too. But you know what? I mean, he did it. But yeah, Shawn Michaels is is the best. Um, I always thought that he it was, out was of nowhere, able and a lot of times, it, and he was able to do it and make it look like he was actually kicking somebody in the face. Yeah, uh, I seen him do it to guys with cowboy boots on, uh, <laughs> and, and be able to lace a good one on them, and them not actually get kicked in the fucking face doing it. You know, and I feel like the timing on stuff like that and the placement to be able to to throw your foot like that and just tap them on the edge of the eye with your toe and not hurt them uh, is just I don't know. Wrestling's a fuckload about timing. <laughs> and when it comes to kicking somebody in the face, dude, you can fuck somebody's whole entire face up if you mess something up like that, you know? There's only a handful of moves that like come out of nowhere like that. And Shawn Michaels, sweet shit. I mean, a lot of times he tuned up the band, you could see it coming shit, yeah. but there's a lot of times where it just came out of nowhere. There's a few times where guys would come off the top rope and he'd just turn around, bang him right off the top rope. Or, you know, he would just be, they'd do like a back body drop, he'd land on his feet, turn around, boom, super sweet chin music. Yeah. Uh, before he became like champion, back when he was still intercontinental, he was running around with Scary Sherry and shit. Right after Diesel, they kind of did super kick out of nowhere type of shit with him too, which was pretty <laughs> cool. Um, but you know, I, I think that Randy Orton's at R- at RKO out of nowhere shit's gotten the biggest when you, when you talk about that stuff. But there's been a bunch of that throughout history of oh, out of nowhere type of shit. But so that was Rankers and Marks number four, correct? Yeah, my number sweet chant, sweet chin. My number four is the Death Valley Driver. Uh, it was my turn, but oh, we can talk about it. Was, was your turn, wasn't it? I'm sorry, I stole it right from that. <laughs> well, too bad I'm going first now. All right. Well, I'll get the O first next round just in case we have the same one. I don't think we're going to. <laughs> okay. But my, my number four, four, right? Four. Four is the Death Valley Driver. 
uh fucking saturn's the shit perry saturn but you know was made famous by rad radford aka louis spicoli who <laughs> died at a young age but um i think the move was actually made in like the early 80s by some japanese wrestler actually mm. which i think a lot of wrestling moves stem from japanese wrestlers anyway um or roderick strong or roderick strong yeah supposedly <laughs> i guess he's come up with quite a few wrestling moves for people which is pretty weird <laughs> um but and john cena used to do it too uh the fu which was a fun uh, was a fun fuck you to brock lesnar to the, like he made it to combat the f5 back in the day when john cena was a heel and brock lesnar was a good oh, guy he does the attitude adjustment so he called it the fu or i can't um, or i can't remember his name right now but it's from ready to rumble um and then uh he he heard a guy doing it he though. likes butterfingers <laughs> that bandini yeah want to wrestle um but he heard a guy doing it when he was wrestling against um carlito hmm. remember the guy that used to come out carlito for a while a little it's like a, a spanish type of gangster guy used to come out with him john cena accidentally broke his neck at a live event giving him death valley driver so they turned alejandro <clears throat> something like that yeah uh, so they turned it into um i think it was just alejandro it might have been but they turned so they turned it into the attitude adjustment where he does like a pancake thing with him and just flops him off his back. <laughs> um, but I, I always loved watching that move. Anybody that does it, you know, if they can place it on right, it looks like they're just spiking a cat right on their fucking head. Spike Sean, that right in the middle of the ring, Sean, and slap Sean's, on the rings of Saturn, you're done. Fuck yeah, say, Sean, Sean Spears is good at it. Perry Saturn used to do. I can know that's another one. Perry Saturn used to hit somebody from the top rope with it every once in a while. It'd look real cool. And just watching Perry Saturn do it in general. Oh, his kids in the front row. He's a fu- oh yeah. He's he is. Show- oh my god. Both of them. That. Even the you're one the only that- one facing the TV, buddy. All right, keep going. Wow, like J- death, he just threw death, me way off with that, man. Death, death, Valley, <laughs> death Valley Driver. Um, By the way, if you want to know, the next move on Dix is the Crippler Crossface. No, uh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Japan, it's called the Death Valley Bomb, not the Death Valley Driver. Uh, Look at that Sean, Sean, Sean Spears is the C4. <laughs> the C4. But uh, I don't know, man. It was just—it's always a really fun move to watch. Some guys don't use it. So it can be—I guess some guys use it as a regular in-ring move. But I, I always like it more as a finisher. It's more devastating. It actually—I mean, you're getting dropped straight on your fucking head and neck. <laughs> and it's just a cool move. And you know, call me old school because I guess I am from that time. But when the Death Valley Driver first started getting done, it was like, oh shit, I've never seen anybody do that. And a guy like Louis Bacoli's size doing it made it look even better because he was kind of a—he like Dick, kind of a chubby or short guy. <laughs> With some muscles on him, that gave you a death belly driver. It was almost like watching Samoa Joe give a muscle buster type of shit. I got I got to interrupt real quick. I forgot to say it because I didn't even talk about Impact's actual show this week. I think you're going to be kind of excited. This uh, Xbox on there. Tony Marmaluke was back. Tony oh, Marmaluke. Yeah. Dude, the FBI, both of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony the Marinara and WCW. Uh, who was the other guy? Uh, Guido. Little Guido's back, huh? Yeah. They they both were there. <coughs> they took on Matt Cordona and uh, Brian Myers. Well, that's good to know, man. They were that, uh, those guys are. I mean, they're still both decent. I mean, they're not young, young, but they're in like their early forties, I think. So they're why not, not? The FBI though. What was their name? They had a name in TNA way but, back in the day. I hate too. to say it, guys. I watched so much wrestling in the week that I can't remember half the shit that happened young anymore. Young blooded <laughs> Italians or something. Either way, that's really cool. Yeah. That they, they're, that's, was it like a one-off maybe? Or you think I, it's, yeah, I think it was a one-off. If not, they'll join up they, with fucking they, the other they were, guy who's they a were, monster. They were at the 2300 arena. 
spaghetti restaurants going down, so they got to get a paycheck. They, they were in the cash. They were in they were in Philly, and it, how they were both originally ECW guys. They came to WCW and all that. I mean, if not, they could throw them in with uh, what's his name, the other fucking little Italian guy down there. Who thinks he's an Italian guy, little so mobster guy who thinks he was going to be. That's an NXT. That's an NXT. Oh, what were you guys talking about? What, what were they on? It was Impact. Oh, I thought you were saying they were on NXT. I was like, well, no, fuck, they, they were, could put no, them they with were, that guy, and then that could actually, actually make actually, me believe. Tony, Tony D'Angelo did have two guys debut for him this week. Uh, don't know their actual names it's not yet. The FBI though. No. Yeah. So. But. They're trying to be. They're from Jersey, though. Tony Tony D'Angelo's from Chicago. Yeah. it's It don't matter. Italians are Italians. <laughs> uh, okay, um, since I stole yours, it's your turn now, I guess. Dick, number, <laughs> Dick, <laughs> number four. Like this. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you want it like this? You want like, uh, mine's the figure four. Woo! <laughs> I've actually never seen anybody win. There's been several people to use it after Ric Flair. Miz used it for a while. It's, it's Ric Flair's move. Miz tried to ruin it for a while. Yeah. I've never seen anybody win with it. Uh, t- uh, Cody Cody beat uh, Warhorse with it in the uh, open challenge for the TNT title originally. <laughs> Katetsu Yamamoto made the fucking Death Valley Driver, by the way, in the seventies. Nice. We don't know who that is right now, but nice. You should. But uh, I mean, I wasn't al- I wasn't alive yet. It's always an entertaining little uh. Run a moves there. Somebody gets slapped in the in the figure four. They reverse it. Good way for Rick to get a rest. Right. Middle of a fucking sixty minute match. It never made sense when they lay down with it that they start counting for a pin. But your shoulders are on the mat. I, I get it, but there's nobody covered. Nobody who made who made the figure you're, four. You're, you're technically on them. Who is the original? They're technically of the figure on four? you too, though. Yeah, but you're on top. <laughs> who was the original person to create the figure four? Uh, tell me, it was Buddy Rogers. It was. I was hoping you were gonna. I was gonna ask you if you knew who the original. But it says according to various sources, he stole the Nature Boy off him too. And the original yeah, autobiography after, after he almost died in a fucking plane crash. The original autobiography called Nature Boy: The Buddy Rogers Story. He said that he created the ring, the move himself. Interesting, isn't it? <laughs> so he just straight up stole his gimmick all together, all around. I mean, it wasn't like he was using it anymore. He probably used the corner spot, too. I don't think, I think Buddy Rogers was done by Actually, that. Actually, dude, Ric yeah. Flair took Buddy Rogers to a whole nother fucking level. Kind of like Miz is taking <laughs> Ric Flair to a whole nother level? Like, like Ric Flair elevated the Nature Boy. I mean, that's true, but... Like, I think he turned the Nature Boy was into something completely pretty different. pretty fucking big three, four decades past that, though. But I, I'm saying, like, he took it and made it his own. And, and they also both stole it off of Gorgeous George before then. And Gorgeous George kind of spawned off Muhammad Ali and shit. That's all kind of the same gimmick. Superstar all, Billy Graham. Say it all goes back shit. to fucking the same Gorgeous thing. George, really. Showmanship. <laughs> Which what? Uh, all leads back to, G- it all leads back to the carnival. And, but, the, <laughs> and what if is it Gino Hernandez? Who if can he did, sell you on the line cage? If he, did, if he didn't overdose, he probably would have kind of built on that same... Shit. See, that's the thing we can't tell, speculate on, because just because fucking Gino Hernandez didn't say he didn't overdose and went someplace else, who say he's going to be great someplace else because he was great? In that well, no, I'm spot. just, I'm just saying, like how he was One build, how he was building Gino. his, how he's building his character. He kind of would have kind of been like the Nature Boy. That's like One. saying it would carry Von Erich been better if he had two legs instead of one. He, You'll never be able to know because he, you didn't know he had one leg to begin with. That's true. There's those who would say that Dino was only good. Don't be taking my number one, man. In, it's the uh, claw. <laughs> Carries was Houston wrestling because he was anyway. Paul Bosch's son anyway. That's true. He might not have been big anywhere else. Depends how Vince treated him, I guess. 
And, uh, you know, I'm just saying, a Reebok. So right. far them guys got. I said Dino, but I did not mean Dino Bravo. I know what you meant. <laughs> nah, he's with cigarettes and the mob. <laughs> Canadian, eh? Hey, we got your guy, eh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, eh? Didn't you read the paper? Number four for me, uh, DDP and Randy Orton. You got the Diamond Cutter, the RKO. And Cody Rhodes. Ah, fuck the Cody Cutter. Cody Cutter. There's a lot of other people that do a cutter. But finishing wise, my so two guys the are cutter in general. I love a good uh, the diamond cutter. I love a good out of nowhere move. Same reason I like the super kick or Shawn Michaels super kick, I should say. The sweet chin music. It uh, it has a million different variations. It can fit into any facet of your storytelling. And Riddle's learning how to nail it right out of nowhere too. <laughs> good old RKO. Do you know who created the diamond cutter? No, I did not. Hmm. Bruno Sammartino. No. <laughs> Johnny Ace, who called it the Ace Crusher. Like fucking John Laurinaitis? Do you know another fucking Johnny Ace? I'm going to keep on not. looking here. You keep going over there. And I'll... <laughs> I guess that. I'll tell you All what right, Johnny we'll, Ace it was. We'll, we'll move on to number Johnny three. Johnny Ace Laurinaitis created the goddamn diamond cutter. How about that? Hey, guys. We're just over here. Yeah, I guess made this really this great idea. Me. You just grab him by the neck and fall down. And then that the best part about it was like someone stole it and then he became a shitty wrestler. Definitely, you definitely do, you do realize one of my... <laughs> You do realize one of my top. You can do it out of nowhere. Looks like it's crazy, but it don't hurt at all. You realize one of my top four guys in WWE is Randy Orton, and one of my top four guys of all time is Diamond Dallas Page. Right? So that means one of your top four guys is John Laurinaitis. Diamond, I seen you working real hard. Yeah, should do this. Now. Dropping all those gimmicks and everything. Just in case you're wondering too, cigar, but you should pick up the cutter. And <laughs> you can do this out of nowhere. Just, just in case you're wondering too, the diamond upside down. You could spin him. You could spin him around. I didn't hit it. <laughs> <laughs> number number three on Ranker's list is the RKO. Yeah. Well, cool. It was four on your list. <laughs> their list is number, lame. Their list is lame as fuck so far. Get, give number me three is they uh, put Swanton in their top ten. They're not wrestling fans. Give, give me a second. We're going on to Marks. Mark numbers. Oh. Marks number three is the Razor's Edge. That was uh next to the next to the fucking jackknife powerbomb the coolest fucking move in wcw still, when i, was I mean up. it still is one of the coolest professional finishers of all time i'm and just gonna i'm just gonna have to, I'm gonna, now? I'm gonna have to no uh nobody does it and it makes yeah, me no, wonder yeah, nobody, why somebody nobody does cody hall does it but it makes me wonder uh, why like nobody mainstream well, actually it. actually damian priest might be going back to that since cody Rhodes came back and took the crossroads back I don't know, buddy, his, but his was his was the reckoning. I thought Damien. I thought he did like a spinning one where he like tossed him. Or no, that's that fucking Lance Archer, isn't it? Didn't he do like a like put him on his shoulders and spin around and that's, toss him? That's the blackout. That he 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 has him the other direction, like they're looking at you instead of looking behind, and, and then spins he, him and he like spins you, tosses and him. like kind of puts you into like a tombstone. That's a goofy looking fucking. He's gonna hurt mm. somebody. Uh. But like it, it kind of makes me wonder why like nobody else has ever. Well, I just gotta chime in. Man. I gotta chime in. My number three is also the Razor's Edge. So you know what I'm saying though? Like maybe it's because it's just Scott Hall's and that's it. It's. I mean, it's it, definitive. It's a cool ass move, and it makes me wonder it why. Was the end of the well, actually, maybe Ethan, that's why because it's a cool move, and nobody deserves to have e- it. Ethan Page does it, but he doesn't slam me down. He throws you. Like I said, it's a cool move, and maybe nobody else deserves to have it. <laughs> I've seen other people do it. 
Right, but it's like a fucking throwback to Scott Hall. I think they I've do actually it. Like seen, everybody knows what it is. Yeah. I've probably actually it's seen either, it in real life, the, not on a video game. It's either the Razor's Edge or the Outside, outside Hall. Motherfuckers actually. used to do it to everybody at the pool all the time. I know. Give you Razor's Edge off the side of the pool. Yes. We jackknife powerbomb you. It's one of you the know? first of wrestling at home. Right, <laughs> right. And it blows my mind, though, that they don't. And like the jackknife power bomb, other than the Wardlow starting to use it, Punch like here just recently. Legs. There's three different ways I can go from hey, here. Hey man, my my you first. Know what I'm saying like my nobody's fir- my first two and ever trampoline wrestling matches with Philip Roberts in like sixth grade <laughs> in his backyard. <laughs> I got to nail jackknife power bomb on Devin. <coughs> I got. A I fucking, also I also got to do a swanton bomb. I got a razor's <laughs> edge on a trampoline one time and caught the bounce and flew off that motherfucker, dude. Landed on my head. I, that I swan hurt. I swanton bombed right off the fucking trampoline right on to somebody who was highlight of my life <laughs> i'm really afraid at work that he's gonna swanton me bomb me one time it's in his top four list guaranteed he's <laughs> the swanton no it's not he talks about it weekly at least um, we'll be he'll be like putting toilet paper on top of the freezer like what if i just swanton bomb me right now I'm like brent <laughs> it's been going on like eight months dog you just say that every time we're over here <laughs> i'm gonna fill out the incident report scared the shit out of me now every time he's online and he's always taking hey. chances on ladders hey you know okay. he's always taking chances <laughs> Yeah, I, I got no fear. I'm better than Jeff Hardy right now. Well, I mean, that's not the very highest bar to beat. <laughs> Look, He's the only motherfucker who goes to the top of the ladder. He's got the sharpshooter on somebody from Canada, and Earl Hebner came out and jumped on the ring real quick. <laughs> so was, uh All right, Clint, number three. Oh, wait, he no, gets to Dick, go first because I stole it from Dick, him. Dick, number time. three. I'm going to go with rock bottom. Good, good one. Uh, no one else does it right now today. Yeah, it's well, the today, Uranagi. Booker T tried to do some stuff with it. The bookend. <laughs> you do, you he did re- his with the opposite arm. That's why it was a different move. He, put, he went down to his knees, too. You do realize Becky Lynch does the no. manhandle slam, right? Which is the rock bottom. No. <laughs> Big E does the Uranagi, which is also the rock bottom. Nah. Didn't. Fucking, um, but uh, he the bookend was on the opposite arm of what the rock would hold his. If you ever noticed, when Booker T would do the bookend, he'd get him with the other arm. That the rock, like the rock would do it on one side. I'm pretty sure the rock would do it on the right side. Book would get him with the left. That's why it was a different. <laughs> yeah, I used to I mean, argue with my brother all the time. Booker T went to his knees all the time, too, though. That, yeah, like he every would single time. try to take the bump for him a little bit for some reason. Uh, but anyway, I mean, it's I mean it's always a definitive one, too. It's headlined three WrestleManias. Fucking Not just three WrestleManias, but just countless fucking main <laughs> events of pay-per-views for over the annals of time. John Cena's the only person I've ever seen to not be able to take a rock bottom. <laughs> I don't understand how you can get that wrong, but he's the only one. Let's go right to your back. Okay. Like, even Vince McMahon can take a rock bottom. <laughs> and that's pretty sad. He can't take know. a stunner, he, but he can he, take he, a rock takes, bottom. He takes some fucking beautiful stunners. I think the reason he can take a rock bottom is because the rock actually picks you up and slams you. But for like I said, John Cena, he couldn't figure it the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Benoit pulling on that woman's head. Oh, and never mind, it's Shawn Michaels. What the fuck? I thought it was a woman. It's Shawn Michaels. Number three. Lost Cena was long hair and Benoit and you yanking on the neck. His kids sit there washing them. Both of them. All right, Clint, what's your number three? The frog splash. Um, I couldn't... Which I get one? my favorite frog splash is D'Lo Brown's frog splash, and we know that because I say <laughs> it all the time. But I didn't want to just pick one version of Wait, the frog splash that. for that because there's like... A lot of people do it as a tribute now also. <clears throat> yeah, it's an Eddie Guerrero tribute just, now. There's just, just like Sasha Banks. <laughs> there is um, Eddie Guerrero's version of the frog splash. There's the five-star frog splash from Rob Van Dam, which is always cool, and it looked like he killed himself every time he did it. Uh, looked like his guts were going to fall out when he did it. And he'd always do it from like 
way yeah. farther across the you ring you ever Maya, thought he could do it. And now you got from the heavens with um, Montez Ford. Yeah. I was going to say Montez Ford is a hell of a frog you had splash. D'Lo Brown's frog splash. Randy Orton used to do the sideways frog splash and hit people in the air. Um, Rey Mysterio's got some sort of frog splash. Sasha Banks tries to do his frog splash. Uh, <laughs> she can do the frog splash. It's kind of a gut twerk. Um <laughs> And then uh, her defense only weighs seventy pounds. What's his name that you just said? Eighty-five. Uh, Montez Ford has a really good one. He jumps so fucking Way high when he does that. And of course, from the heavens. And of course, um, the the dude who did it back in the day that Eddie Guerrero took it from, which was Bart Bar. Bart Bar. Yeah. Um, it was created by La Fiera hmm. in the in the nineteen eighties. Uh, which actually uh, also this week uh, is Gory uh, Guerrero's birthday, and he did. Yeah, it's Eddie's, it's Eddie's dad. Arturo Keiko he's, Hernandez. He's the, he's the creator of the whole Guerrero <coughs> franchise. <laughs> franchise. Motherfucker setting up franchises. But um, nowadays, yeah, like you said, it's it's used as more of a memorial. I don't know that I don't I don't know if I've seen anybody like hit it and like, oh, that's the win for the match. It's more time someone hits it, they kick out and then they Unless it's Ray. Ray hits it quite a bit for the win. He don't really do a very good one. Even Batista try some shit like that after Eddie died? A lot of people did. A lot of people are like, oh, he's going to the top rope. Must be a frog splash for Eddie. He loved him so much. And it's like, why are you guys? Honestly, other than Ray. three amigos, bro. You're going to injure yourself. Honestly, uh, honestly, other than Ray, though, nobody can do it. Uh, Chavo did a decent one. I've seen Jericho do it. Um, Fucking uh, D'Lo Brown did a really good one back in the day when he still wrestled. Hornswoggle. Still one of the best wrestling Did matches. The, we call it the Tadpole Splash. Yeah, Tadpole. Tad the bad splash. part is still one of the best <laughs> matches you're ever going to watch is Bray Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Halloween, Halloween Havoc, 96. 97. 97? It's 97. It's a cruiserweight match. <coughs> it don't fucking matter. Still one of the best wrestling matches you're going to watch. luchador I honestly match. think WWE's one was better. More refined. So for uh, The fight for Dominic? No, really he's not. talking about WrestleMania when they were tag team champs. It's like yeah. 2003. 2004. <laughs> Had to be 2003 because Eddie was gone by 2004. Uh, I, I just know that the frog splash was a really good fucking nut. Nah. <laughs> uh-uh. oh, this is bro. 2004 right here, and Eddie Guerrero just won the title a few months ago. But so I'm it saying was early he, 05, I think, when he passed away, maybe or spring or no, nah, it was like early summer, I think. Pretty positive it was 05. Right after WrestleMania, that 21. I'm pretty sure it was right after it was WrestleMania. It was a super 21. show in February in Minnesota because there was snow on the ground at the hotel where they found him. Because I thought his last WrestleMania was him and... It was a SmackDown super show. Yeah, but his last WrestleMania I thought was a tag team match with him and Rey Mysterio. It was, no, it was right before WrestleMania right. because they... He, he died right before SummerSlam in 2005. Yeah, he was at that WrestleMania because the WrestleMania was him and so Rey it was, tag team it was, titles. It was WrestleMania 04. Because after the tag team titles, they went into the Dominic Mysterio <coughs> thing and then he wrestled Ken, Ken Kennedy and he died. I thought WrestleMania 04 was fucking him winning the title. From... He he just defended it against Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, yeah. So the tag match was 03? I think so. Oh, five. He had a tag match. Oh, four is when he came out with Benoit and raised his hand and fucking confetti fell. They both had championship matches. And then at 05, him and... Brock Lesnar. No, that was no way out. And 05, him and Chavo or him and Ray were in a tag team title match. And then after that, I think they won the tag team titles or defended them at 05. And then they broke up, did the Dominic thing. And then, like I said, he passed away not too long after that. Uh... But uh, 
But yeah, so anyway, the frog splash though is just I don't know, just over the years it's, it's been it's great. It's a great move. Dominant move that stayed in sports entertainment. Let, unless you watch Dom, unless you watch unless you watch Dominic do it. <laughs> Has he tried it? Oh yeah. He said it at WrestleMania. He's too awkward long for it. I was I dude, I had fucking my eyes rolled in the back of my head during that match, and then when the bell rang, they came un- unrolled. That could have been like <laughs> that could have been like the twelve blunts. The minutiae in that match <laughs> was so bad that it made me not pay attention, and it wasn't it wasn't the other things. Oh, it was the is because is it because uh, Dominic looked like somebody's rug from the grandma's house like twenty years ago. He's just clunky and fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, he needs to be in NXT. And he's awkward looking. His body's awkward. Yeah, looking. he's not a luchador. His body doesn't fit. He's tall and skinny. And his wrestling gear's shitty. And he had a bad mullet. His dad's <laughs> a good negotiator, though. Yes. His dad's also Ray Mysterio. His that. dad's also honestly one of the best wrestlers of our generation. That's why he's got the Even though he's like skills. even though he's like five two. <laughs> I already said my number three. I think so he's hung around a little too long. My favorite version of him they don't ever talk about, but Filthy Animals, right? Fucking A. Filthy, dirty, nasty. nasty. That's the way we like it. I was watching actually, music fil- video the other day, like, oh, Odele. <laughs> actually, fil- Filthy Animals. Uh, hey, yo, where my dogs at? Where they at? <laughs> filthy Animals uh, feuded with like two or three of the groups that were on the uh, yeah, top 10 from last week. Yeah, he read me top 10 from last week, and it's 100% bullshit. What you mean? The WCW faction leaders? fucking faction leaders were great. He's like, I love them. Leaders yeah, of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, fucking all of them were. Huge, well, huge, except for huge, like, number one was a little strange. Well, all. that's because Stan Hansen never actually showed up to be the leader of the fucking group. Just the names. He saw, of, he saw the vignette that the other three cut, and he's like, fuck that, I'm staying in Japan. The na- <laughs> just the names of the wrestlers were all like, it was just very rapish sounding. The whole group sounded like a bunch I of rapers. I love the fucking Misfits. I love the motherfucking... I loved all them groups, too. Don't just, get me wrong. Just because you love them doesn't mean they weren't NWO a fucking B-team. terrible... It's, it's NWO Stevie Ray with Blackjack and motherfuckers? You can't fuck with NWOB team. <laughs> Scotty Norton? No, I don't think they meant that in WOB team. I think he meant it's no, just was it? Oh, it was Stevie yeah, because we did. We yeah. talked about Stevie Ray. That was we? fucking Stevie Ray Scott. That's Norton. one of my favorite pay per view match. Stevie uh, Ray versus fucking Vincent. Then you had for control NWO. You had, NW, you had NWO two thousand. Hulk Hogan told me when he left that I was in charge. <laughs> <laughs> hits him with the slapjack yeah. for the win. <laughs> he gets hit with the slapjack. He, he kind of got really pissy about Evan Courageous and three count. Scotty Norton <laughs> says, "Are we on the rankers number two yet?" We're talking about WCW right now, buddy. Oh, I talk about that all the time. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, Rankers number two is the Stone Cold Stunner. That's my number two. Well, I mean, we can talk about it. Uh, Actually, Mark's, I like my number two. Kevin Owens is Stunner. Mark's <laughs> number two is the. Ah, fuck! I fucked up Mark's list. Number three was Tombstone Piledriver. <laughs> number two is Stone or Razor's Edge. Well, we can say that his well, number two is the Tombstone. Tombstone <laughs> just, just, just switch him. Yeah, which is Tombstone an, I mean, another good one. Uh, ranked either. Obviously, made famous by the Undertaker more than anybody else. <coughs> Next to Kane. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but who did it better? You know what I'm saying? Uh, that depends what match you watched. It depends on how big the guy was they were wrestling against. <laughs> That's true. Um, I never seen I mean, the Undertaker I mean, or Kane, Kane personally hurt I mean, anybody Kane, anytime Kane they ever did it, the Tombstone. Kane giving it to Pete Rose. That's. Yeah, that was the first time for you, wasn't it? Yeah, last week. Yeah, I'm like, why the fuck's Pete Rose in the ring, dude? He's uh, I was a WCW boy back then, four or five times, right? Yeah, he's never seen any of that. It's sad for him, isn't 
I didn't see the original shit with the bird suit and everything, but like he was in it straight up until fucking the bird suit was fifteen, not fourteen. Fourteen was just him coming out to announce to the ring. <coughs> yeah, that'd be numbers prime WWE and shit, Stone Cold. But then, I mean, it came in, like, I think the last time he was there was, like, 09. Oh, shit. Carl Gotch created the Tombstone Piledriver. I'm pretty sure Carl Gotch invented, like, every Piledriver. He called it the Cradle Piledriver. Yeah, he hooked it like that. That's uh, what uh, that's what Suzuki does as his finisher. The... Yeah. In- interesting. But, uh, no, uh, Undertaker's laced that motherfucker on a lot of people. I mean... That was the nail in the coffin, per se. For Didn't he also to... do it to Hulk Hogan? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put the Hulkster down with the Why tombstone. Why are talking shit about Hogan? Didn't you guys get that system shit out of your system? It'll never be out of no, my no, system. No, 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 never. <laughs> I, gotta... I, did, I, did, I did say last week, though, when he dies, I like I'll, I'll Grandpa, shed... I like Grandpa Sting I'll, jumping off shit. I'll, I'll, I'll shed a tear for you when he passes. I've got a special <laughs> place for... Not I'm for... calling in work that day, Brent. <laughs> I, <got> a... <laughs> I might have to, too. <laughs> i got a special place for ribbon Hulk Hogan in my heart, buddy. You want to know why? He had a lot of fuses with Sting. <laughs> one, one that Sting fucked up. It was up. like the fucking worst Shut part of Hogan's career. Like the downside of Hogan's career. You guys can both fuck no, off that right was now. the reinsurgence. That was when he was more like Jerry Hogan. That was the worst part of Sting's career, I'd say. It was when he was the huckster. <laughs> Sting showing up for <laughs> work all fat, out of shape, not paying. I right. love that Scott Hall. Hey, where's the huckster? Not here? Nacho, right, you're, man. Right, you're number two. You said the Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. Uh... I mean, impactful. You knew his fucking business was about to pick up. Not and he was that. waiting for that fucking impact. Well, that. Not only that, but it was also another uh, one of those gonna, where... Every motherfucking time I see them drinking beers and shit, I'm like, oh, maybe this time he won't stun the motherfucker. Then it's mm, like, some wham! Every time. I still uh, question it. And, you know, he also was one of them stone cold stunner out of nowhere guys. He would roll out in the middle of a match and just fucking stun everybody and leave. <laughs> Uh, they've had been friends for a good long time. Maybe you won't stun them. And to be honest with you, <laughs> no one ever kicked out of the stunner at all until WrestleMania 15. The Rock was the first person to ever kick out of Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah, it was protected. Because, that's because even today, there's some guys that's like, you protect <laughs> you protect the move. It's kind uh, of a cutter, though. Uh, actually, who was it? They wanted somebody to kick out of the 3D. I just read a story about it. They wanted somebody to kick out of the 3D at uh, one of the events, and they literally told Vince McMahon no. Yeah, uh, Bully Ray said on the Stone Cold podcast that only time anybody ever kicked out of 3D was when someone did like a pullout or jumped on them and like not like broke up the he, pinfall. The only time anyone who, legit kicked out of it was Chris Sabin. Yeah, on the very last time they ever did the 3D. Well, I don't remember. Who, I don't TNA. remember. I don't remember the exact story, but somebody said they wanted them to be the first person to kick out of the 3D, and they said, "Fuck no, yeah, we're was, protect, uh, we're protecting the move." Undertaker. Yeah. Undertaker, Undertaker was he like, says, no, no, you guys yeah, need to protect Yeah, he it. protects protect the move as long as possible. Um, so they, you know, instead of him kicking out, they didn't. But yeah, uh, that was why they broke up. Because Devon did the pin instead of Bully and fucking uh, Chris Saban kicked out. So you blamed Devon for letting someone finally kicked out of the 3D. It was because <laughs> Devon pinned him and he's not as strong as Bully. <laughs> so that's why he beat him up and kicked him out of the group. That's right. Shit was good, man. That was TNA TV. That you talk about all the time. Yeah, I remember it. Remember when he came? I still remember that because he came out and said he was gonna, uh, he was gonna retire and he was gonna become a rock star. So he was starting to do a band or something like that, and everybody was like cheering <laughs> for him and shit. And like, what about? And then he just fucking straight turned on him and jacked him, and then like the whole crowd was like, "You motherfucker, you got us!" Except the eight, <laughs> straight Mark Henry on John Cena. Except the Aces and Eights. That it was kind of the start. It was it's, before that. It was when he became Bully Ray, but then like it stemmed later off because that was before the Brooke Hogan shit, and then after that it stemmed into the Aces and Eights and all that or whatever, right? Uh, no, Aces and Eights was before Brooke Hogan, but it 
Last after it? that, yeah. I thought the Brooke Hogan shit sent them into the Aces and Eights, and I mean, that's how you found out. Brooke Hogan didn't really he's come low, in with Hogan he, and everybody he's low, else. He's, well, I knew that. It wasn't until the end. Michaels is loading up. The first storyline that Eric Bischoff wrote in TNA was Aces and Eights. Yeah. And they came in 2010. That shit wasn't until... I didn't see Brooke Hogan as the head of the women's division in Peoria at that show until three years after that. But I just I know that was the start of the Bully Ray character right there. That when he beat when he turned on Devon that night and and uh, I guess his kids aren't going to be wrestlers anymore either. Who Devons? I didn't know they were the twins. They were on TNA for a while. I didn't know that. Yeah, Bully said that they just didn't take it seriously and don't. He said if they took it seriously, he thinks they could be good wrestlers. But Devon still uh, work for WWE. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's still backstage. But he said if they took it seriously, they could be really good, but he said they don't. It's not a big deal to them. Hmm. What's your number two? Number two. My number two happens to be the pedigree, which was their number what? Eight. Eight, Eight, which was a bad place to put it on, if you ask me. Like, the pedigree's been another one of those moves that, number one, is not. it's one of the coolest moves to watch someone give to somebody. I mean, Triple H is obviously the fucking master of the shit. Um, but like, I, I don't know, man. He's like, he used to give that to people on the fucking cement through tables in the middle <coughs> of the ring. I've seen him give it to women, seen him give it to old people. Uh, I've seen him give it to like people weighed more, I've seen him give it to great Kali. It was a really weird, weird looking pedigree, but he gave him one. Um, you know, Seth Rollins does Seth it now Rollins and kind of ruins it a little bit. <laughs> um, but like. That was one thing that Triple H has carried from like the beginning of his career all the way to the end of it. Um, and a lot of guys didn't do that per se back then, like that with certain moves. Like they would maybe do a, a finishing move in this company, but then do a different one in another company. <coughs> um, I think that I, as far as I know, there's only been one person seriously hurt by it. Um, and like I'm pretty sure the dude got his neck broke because he took it wrong. And it was a WWE like jobber type of cat way 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 back in the day i don't know if you can find the video anymore you might be able to find it online but like he gives the pedigree and the dude takes it wrong and like his head like completely spikes into the mat like and i think it jobber that was fucking uh i think it's when triple h had to eat his plates of shit for doing the uh because they put him with like the worst wrestlers that they could find for a long time after that it was the mountain wasn't it i don't know if it was i don't think it was i think the guy was smaller than that but i do know i think it was like after he got in trouble for the curtain call um and uh he was wrestling against dudes that were like the worst wrestlers in the world and shit and this guy he gives a pedigree to and he took it took it so wrong man it just looked like he was in the most pain ever uh marty garner yeah straight jabroni (laughs) oh one of them good old j browns um he was an ecw too um, Michael Hayes is the one who is credited for creating the pedigree. Michael P.S. Hayes? Well, he, <laughs> he made the name pedigree for it, not the actual move. Um, it's like the actual move is just like a fucking face buster. So yeah, it's a double underhook <coughs> face buster. I don't know who technically made it, but the name, the pedigree is who, he's the one who gave Triple H the name, the pedigree or whatever for the move. I fucking love Michael Um, P.S. Triple H is credited as saying the first person he ever seen doing it was, uh, the dude who trained him. Um, which was well, what the fuck was his name? Uh, I just read it in an interview the other day. Uh, 
well, I can't remember the guy's name that trained Triple H. And it's blowing my mind because I should know it. Uh, uh, Killer Kowalski. Killer Kowalski. He watched him do it in a match. And then basically he didn't, but he said he didn't double underhook him. So then Triple H put the double underhooks in it and then kind of made it his own and then just didn't have a name for it forever, I guess. And Michael P.S. Hayes called it the, the pedigree, I guess. It's a good name for it, I suppose. Well, it comes from him being a fucking blue blood or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's Hunter Hearst Helms. pedigree of their family and whatnot. So I love, I loved anytime he would just hit anybody with it. It was cool move to watch, you know. I never was wondering how people never busted their nose. You could reverse over. out of it a lot though too. It gave you a little bit of that element of suspense to to every time he you know, there was a pause when once you hooked the arms, like, huh, how's this gonna turn out? Yep. And then sometimes he would get it and if he was like a, a face instead of a heel, he would get a guy in it and then he'd play to the crowd, like walk the dude around a little bit before he would jump and hit him with it or whatever. I always loved seeing him putting people through a table with it the best. Yeah, there's a lot you can do with it. But I think it like cashed his knees out bad. <laughs> Alright My uh, number two is also a version Of the face buster For the most part uh, Mine would be the styles clash I, Another uh, dangerous one If you don't know how to take it <laughs> Yeah so we just watched Frankie Kazarian take it earlier And it was like It was weird he did the styles clash But Frankie Kazarian took a back bump Like a top of the shoulders bump I was like oh you're gonna break your neck doing that shit <laughs> It's a uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty much the pedigree without the double underhook, <laughs> and then you just straight up connect their arms, so they got to take the bump straight on their face. AJ Styles created that move himself, by the way. So he says. Styles clash. So he says. You know, he's probably <laughs> playing with his wrestling toys in his room, trying to figure out wrestling moves. And like, you know, it'd be really cool. If someone could do this. Like, yeah. I bet you, I can do that. Honey, come in here. I want to try something on the bed real quick. <laughs> that hurt very bad? No, okay. Don't tuck your chin. Air Paris, get over here. I want to try something. <laughs> uh, I, I love AJ. And uh, Styles Clash is my number two. So, we'll just... I don't got much to say about it. That's like his move. dad. Is his dad cheering for him? Stop. Stop it. Everybody's so proud. Oh, and stop, his wife. stop. There was a woman. Chills. I just... The chills, but if like cold sweat came out of my pores, make me feel ugly. No, number one, according to Ranker, is the Tombstone Pile Driver. I'm surprised they haven't edited around this. Yeah, it sounds like a WWE list. <laughs> number, number one on Mark's list is the Stone Cold Stunner. So, Dick. I mean, number I mean, one on his list and number one in everybody's hearts, the Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> so, we're on to Dick. Motherfucking leg drop, dog. We got somebody that's six foot eight. 300 fucking pounds who's already got 24 inch fucking bisons 24 inch biceps pythons pythons he's put me to sleep with that <laughs> shit dude you just ruined your whole list and uh and it comes down across your throat imagine how big his fucking legs are if his arms are 24 inches ruined your whole coming list. right across your chest down your throat fucking the not, most devastating move ever dude, no, dude uh, more w's uh, longest sir, reigns and championships sir sir uh Tony Boliva or Boliva does not have a twelve inch penis. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you, buddy. That it's the greatest move of all time. It's that finishing move of all time. Nobody's kicked out of it. I don't think that's true. Who? I bet you, Ric Flair's kicked out of it. That don't work for me, brother. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> oh my it's god, it's the most protected move. Oh my god, Hogan must pose. I think he. I think when, for decades. I think in like late '99, early 2000, him and Hogan. Hollywood had a, Hogan might have had some leg drops that weren't that great. 
But that's the same guy, isn't it? No, no, he was a heel then. Uh, he turned on the crowd. I'm saying late '99, early 2000. He's the one that set our expectations what a heel in the face could be. Really, I'm pretty like, sure when he went back to the red and yellow, and he had some old man matches with with Ric Flair. I think he, I think he had to hit Ric Flair with like three or four of them. Can't <laughs> <laughs> even stay down. Of course, you know Hogan had a bad hit by then. So uh, yeah, so he said he said he wishes he would have done like a choke slam or something because. Like that. Well, supposedly he's lost two inches of spine yeah, from surgeries. It's all like forty some fucking back surgeries and shit. But according to him, anyway, might be like it's three. Probably like seventy five then. It might be like six. <laughs> according to him, it's forty five. I bet it hurt real bad though. I'm pretty sure they cut out the part where his family gets in the ring with him at the end of Good. it. Good, they should. On that D- shit made on, me sick. To my I can't stomach. remember if WrestleMania twenty or the DVD. Gave but me acid reflux. At the end of one of these on the DVD, it shows all his family getting the ring with him. Like that was his whole family there, wasn't it? So I'm pretty sure they all get in the ring with them and dance around at the end of it, but they cut that off. You guys already gave up on the leg drop? Right you can't talk about that shit for very long. I know, long. that's what... Yeah. The sad-ass move you know. from a sad-ass wrestler from who's a sad-ass time. Who's kicked out of it? Ric Flair. Name one off the top of your head. Probably Andre. No. The Undertaker. Andre never did. Undertaker the Undertaker? Never did. Are you sure? They, they never even gave it to the fucking Undertaker. Name I don't one. know, man. This is summer. This is a uh, Hogan versus fucking Michaels backlash. Or is it backlash? Fucking Shawn Michaels oversold the fuck out of everything. In this I thought match. that was fucking SummerSlam when they did that. Oh five. No, unless this is a tag team match between these brothers, but SummerSlam oh five was amazing. Clint number oh, Clint number one. My number one is the Muscle Buster from Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Nice. Fucking. It's mean he's hurt somebody with fire ass move. move. Oh yeah, fucking. The other uh, night when he laced it on Max Castro, I thought he died after he was done with it. He had this look on his face afterwards, and man, kid, right? that hurt my spine. He ended Tyson Kidd's career. With Honestly, it, right? I think Tyson's kid's neck was already broken. Joe just finished it off. <laughs> I think he broke it in the match he had before that, and it just wasn't broke. Broke like Tom Segura he, when he broke his arm and leg man, at the same beat, time. He beat the demon with it. I think. I think that it's one of the coolest fucking moves I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh. When I watched Samoa Joe laces on a motherfucker in TNA for the first time ever, I instantly became a fan. When he marched around the ring with him just cradled on his fucking shoulder. Yes. Like, oh, wow. Uh, it's it devastating. Mean. It sounds fucking violent. It looks violent. I'd like to have it as my special move if I was a pro wrestler. <laughs> nice. Uh, if I ever buy another wrestling video game again and I create a wrestler, I'll probably have it as one of my finishing moves because you usually uh, get two. Dope. <laughs> Uh, patch 1.09 came out for WWE 2K22, and uh, now you can have finishing moves. Haven't really had any issues for the most part right now. Fucking, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just from the six sided ring TNA days. Also, Tuesday, I get the uh, first DLC pack that has Yokozuna. Uh, it's got the Amaga. Rikishi. Yeah, pack. Rikishi. Amaga. Anyway, from like. You got the- Katana Cha- Chase. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the Samoan that ain't a part of the blood, though. Oh, okay. The old Joe. Uh, <laughs> the AEW the other blood Joe line. from the island of Samoa. Like, WWE was dumb about it and didn't let him use it because one person got hurt, a person who wasn't a good wrestler anyway to begin with. He was a great wrestler. He was okay. He had, had a very good tag on, team. He had cats on his gear, bro. <laughs> Came out like drinking a saucer of milk one night with a cat hoodie on. His shit was about to go down bad. His wife comes to the ring. He was in a tag team ring with fucking drinking saucers of milk on his way to the ring with a no, cat hoodie on. Do I do I look all fimbly bimbly like jumping from tree to tree? Do you see me drinking milk out of a saucer? <laughs> he was <laughs> drinking milk out of a. Am saucer I saying meow with a kitty hoodie oh, come on? Come meow. Walking to the ring with Cesaro. It was a hoodie. Licensed And he was drinking milk out of no, a fucking saucer. Fuck yes, the fuck he was. 
Yes, no, he was. Bad the fucking headphone gimmick. Goddamn drinking milk out of a saucer, bud. <laughs> no. You're bad gimmick. Up. I did not making it up. Shit happened. <laughs> fucking bad gimmick. Terrible. Clint, hey, Clint seen it. That doesn't mean that Smojo gets to break his neck, my fucker. No, it doesn't mean he gets to break his neck. Hey, I mean, it acc- happens. Accidents happen. But it doesn't it mean, doesn't make oh. It does less sad because you, it's him. You, because one fucker broke their neck, you can't never do this move ever again for fucking all of eternity. Rich. That's Rich. how that works. No, it ain't. If something's... Hey, if that's the case... If that's the case... again... Hey, if that was the case, we wouldn't see another belly-to-belly suplex because fucking Ridge Holland killed fucking... Big E with it. No, he didn't kill him. He just put bang, him down. Bang, you seen the old, did, uh, seen the old leg flop yet. that Big E did when he put him down? We don't see the pile driver no more. It anyway. was definitely a, hey, this leg don't work anymore flop. Yeah, unless you watch AEW or any other wrestling company besides <laughs> WWE, they still do pile drivers. Saying leads you open for defamation of two accidents fucking that happen in a row. Fucking Minoru Suzuki does the Carl Gotch pile driver because he was trained by Carl Gotch. Come on. You put him in the sleeper, get him all woozy, hit him with the gotch pile driver. One, two, three. Frank Gotch, right? Kid Muscle's the one no, who created gotch. the muscle buster, by the way. Who? Kid Muscle. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> fuck if I know. It's Kid Muscle, is man. That, uh, kid, na- kid Muscle, real name, Mantaro Kanukkaman. Originally named uh, his version of his father's fame move, the Butt Buster. The English dub version, but after a fight UK? in which is possibly my favorite from the entire first series against one. I don't know. This must be, yeah, it must be a UK wrestling move that Joe created or brought to the, because I don't know who the fuck these people are. You know, it's weird. Like Samoa Joe and John Cena had same beginnings and like different paths to get to the same spot, kind of, but Joe never really did. Make oh it. yeah, dude. He butt buster against DL Bullock. That's definitely British wrestling, bro. <laughs> <coughs> All right, you got number one. No, I'm out. Oh, yeah, I won't do it. No, <laughs> my two favorite wrestlers of the late '80s, early '90s. Oh, I know what it is. What is it? Dropkick, Scorpion Deathlock. Oh, it's the Sharpshooter or Scorpion Deathlock. <laughs> Shouldn't my, even be in the top ten. My favorite, yeah, Bret Hart and Stinger. My favorite sh- person that did it was Cesaro. Right after he did the big swing. You got Natalia fucking it up. <laughs> uh, a couple other people has used it too. You, um, you, the, you just saw fucking Chris Benoit put Shawn Michaels yeah. in it. Yeah, but at this point in time in wrestling history, young, it had become a gimmick because Shawn did it and then... I'm not, oh, talk, I'm then, not talking about the gimmick. Two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But it wasn't like they were doing it to finish the match. At this point, it d- just became a wrestling move to do because... That fucking, was like the first argument that I remember... WCW and WWF, like, oh, who does the sharpshooter? Wasn't it Sting did it with the left leg? Brett did it with the right? Or the way it was hooked was different or some shit like that? Brett does it with the left and uh, Sting does it with the right. I thought there was a way it was hooked that was supposedly different. Yeah, I think that Sting grabs like this and Brett Hart grabs behind. Doesn't matter. They're two of my favorite wrestlers of all time and they both do the same move. I I remember it being one of the first ones I learned how to do. Like, Throwing my little sisters down, throwing a sharp. He said around. the fucking leg law or the leg drop, which is Hogan's move. It's a sad move. My favorite wrestlers is fucking the Scorpion Death Lock. God damn this phone. Or the Scorpion Death Drop. They protected it too. Not a lot of or, people or the sting or the stinger splash. Yeah, splash. And now now you got the old man jump off of whatever the fuck's available. <laughs> Make sure you got your cut off jean shorts and fucking uh, New Balance shoes <coughs> on. 
All right. Uh, it's time of it's time it's that time of the show for our uh, high spots of the week. So who wants to start? I'm gonna say the slow evolution of fucking the uh, Blackpool Combat, Combat Club. Club. It's neat. You still can't say Blackpool. You, uh, <laughs> you, you didn't give me a chance. I was organizing. You had to think about it. I was looking if you got to think about it, mind. you got to think about it. You can't do it. I'd have had flawless execution. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you would have fucked it up. But uh, the new shirt I tried to it's order. It's kind of like sometimes where you're like, hey, everybody, welcome to the What? <laughs> we got to re- restart. This only happened once. Rewind. Yeah, and then we laughed about it for 10 minutes straight, so you <laughs> fucked it up like three more times. <laughs> Actually, the best. <coughs> we, we probably should have kept the best one. Hey, everybody, welcome to the you fucked that one up, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Blackpool Combat Club. And go. Uh, that was my favorite part. The new t-shirt. Yuda's new fucking gear. They're starting to be a cohesive unit. Do you need me to buy you the shirt so then Angie can make <laughs> you buy two other ones? I don't know. I'll still get in trouble for that. D- don't you have a birthday coming up? I do. Like 10 days after mine? <laughs> online everybody's like literally the dark scorpion deathlock goes to the right ray, right right leg the sharpshooter goes over to the left like <laughs> brett, everything i've seen online other than this one guy he says because brett's uh scorpion deathlock causes criticals <coughs> causes criticals the animation is slightly that's different brett, that's because brett's, no, le- no, no. brett's left-handed sting is right listen listen the scorpion deathlock causes criticals period the animation is slightly different period the reason only at criticals is because it's based off the version done by Ricky Choshu, who innovated the move. So fuck Sting, he stole a move. Bret <laughs> they, Hart both stole, his, they both stole a move. Bret Hart created his own. Sting stole his. Sting was uh, there about around the same time, actually. I mean, uh, started at the same time, different ends of the country. Two different companies. I mean, what, Brett screwed Brett. Let's just find out who is the definitive creator of. <laughs> we're going we're to the fucking high spots of the week. We're, we're over moves. Yeah, yeah, it's your turn, motherfucker. What's your high spot? You're trying to show me up. No, I just want to know who created it all. <laughs> you just fine. said. Well, Clint's Googling, so I guess I'll go to my high spot of the week. You're trying to put me out front of you. And <laughs> I've already I've already said it like three times now. You yeah. picked like three different ones. It's a fucking Sting jumping off of shit. Uh, I'm a little stinger. Ricky Choshu. <laughs> Made the sharpshooter. <laughs> Ricky Ricky what? Choshu. Choshu. Good job. Ricky Choshu. Yeah. I'm I'm still going sting jumping off I the So it's really I who does it better. You get you get you got right. uh, Bret Hart. Excellence of execution. I always thought I was a stinger guy. Excellence of execution. <laughs> the best saying. there is, the best Stinger was. had a better best setup ever will for be. the best there ever will be. And if you really want to get down to brass tacks, Owen hey, Hart did it guess, better than both of them. So. Hey, and guess, and guess what? We never got Brett versus Sting. Uh, Owen did a better victory roll and a better good. sharpshooter. They you know were in I, WCW together, never crossed paths. You know how I know that <laughs> Owen did a better sharpshooter and, and victory roll than Brett? Because he was Brett fucking, or he was Owen fucking Hart? No, because he beat Brett with both of them. I was going to say, beat him with it, right? <laughs> <coughs> My high uh, spot for the week is fucking Owen. Sting no selling the chair with the Sting mask on. Yeah. <laughs> sting hide under a Sting mask, and then he fucking straight no sold the chair like a champion. He did too. Under, he like looked under, at him like, un- "Son, this ain't your game." Under the padding, underneath his S- fucking long sleeve shirt. I don't know if it was padding. I think that's just sting. <laughs> under <laughs> it's, it's I, I think it's flabby man you think padding. He still had his padding. You know, singlet on. I don't think he had shit on it. I think he had a wife beater and a long sleeve shirt and some fucking New Balances and a pair of fucking uh, dad pants on and fucking painted his face and sat in the crowd like a dad. He might have been with his kids. Fuck, you never know. He makes me get like cold sweat and shit when I see him climb on something. I, wish I fucking loved it. Just let him do it. What are you going to do when you watch him die right on fucking live TV? 
I'm not coming to work the next day. You're in charge. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll be Sting. I'm gonna but, call. I'm gonna call Steve and be like, Steve Borden died. I can't come to work. It'd be like somebody. That <laughs> he's gonna be like. He's gonna be like, what? I ain't coming to work. Fuck off. It'd be somebody that wrestles. I'll be like fucking, my. Uh, be like Lance my Archer. uncle died. I ain't coming to work. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be somebody that wrestles Lance Archer that dies. Uh, fucking. Had a good one so anymore. Wardlow. Maybe if he fucking tries that shit where he spikes people on their heads. Uh, but no, man, that's uh that's a good one, yeah. Fucking Sting, no selling shit. I mean, he's Terry Funker. Come on now, he's PCO. No. PCO, he's still. Don't ten take year, him down to that level, though. He's still ten years younger than PCO. PCO ain't even in the Hall or of Fame. He's ten years older than older PCO. Than PCO yeah. He ain't even in the Hall of Fame. Who? PCO. Oh. Well, that's because he don't like the French. He's ones. only in your Hall of Fame of your heart, maybe. But that's it. Vince don't like the French Canadians. He's he he's number one in your programs. Dino fucked him on a number one in your hearts. <laughs> He, he, probably had, he probably had some some like side deal with Vince with cigarettes at venues. <laughs> Dino fucked him, so Vince had him killed. Shout out all the Canadians. Hot take. Just, just like if he, just like he told uh, Dynamite Kid. I'm just saying if he could you show ever up, come at me again, that ain't gonna happen. I'm just saying if he could show up with a briefcase of money and make fucking all of uh, fucking uh, Jimmy Snooker's troubles go away, why couldn't he make Dino Bravo die oh. in a snowstorm <laughs> in Canada? So, like, Vince is a dark individual at all anyway, but can you imagine the dark pits of his mind that he don't tell nobody about? You know, he ain't a mafia, Don. You just don't know. <laughs> Best part. How the fuck does a 77-year-old man squat a 1,000 pounds at th- 3 o'clock in the morning? How the fuck do I respond to that? Fuck him. <laughs> Vince McMahon, damn it. It's Pat McAfee, man. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. It's hard to get on the bar. <laughs> Uh, Dick's back. Apparently, Clint didn't pay people enough money. Um, <laughs> if you're a fan I'm of the I'm show, check bullshit. out our Facebook page. We have Twitter. Anywhere during the buffers, you can hear our shows. They'll be up available. Go to our Facebook page. Click on the link. Take you to Spotify. It'll take you to Anchor. Anywhere else you want to listen, we're pretty much available. We will see all you guys next week. Bye. Bye.